Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Broadcasting from the Carl Black Chevrolet Buick and GMC Orlando studios. Find new roads. You're listening to Real Radio 104.1 WTKS-FM HD1 Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Someone's going to get offended. It's just the way the world works. So to hopefully save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. The monsters in the morning. The monsters in the You got the best out of talk show in the morning, anywhere in the country. It's the Monsters. Mornings on Real Radio 104.1, and we are broadcasting live, live, live. It's live radio, and uh, you can check us out here on Real Radio 104.1 all morning long, right until 11 o'clock. Also, get us on iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio is an awesome thing where you can get us anywhere in the world, and a lot of people do listen to us all over the country, uh, which is very cool. We appreciate that. And you're going to have some opportunities from iHeartRadio to win uh, tickets for two to our sold-out iHeartRadio Music Festival. you got today and tomorrow, and that's it. So uh, this is your chance today, man. We're going to give you those keywords. You text those keywords, and, man, I'd love to see a couple more monster listeners, a couple more real radio listeners get on that plane and go to Las Vegas for that incredible sold-out show. So uh, keep listening for that today. we got a couple times we'll be doing some trivia at 7 o'clock and 9 o'clock. We'll do the Triple R segment at 7 and 9. And a bunch of stuff going on today, so uh, make sure you stick around. Hey, I'm Russ Rollins, host of the program. And with everybody, we'll do this till 11. Here's the gut repping champion of Palaga, Florida, the Big Bamboo Dirty Jim. The producer is the Angel of Boom, Angel Rivera. Do love Not Angel Navarra, like I said yesterday at the end of the show, because <laughs> I was trying to say Carlos Navarro, who's right here to my right. Today will be a great day. I always wait for you to say to the top, never stop. That's yeah. supposed to be the, uh, so I'm, I'm pausing, I'm pausing, and I'm like, oh, he's not going to say it. Just, save it. Just, you know, oh, you got to start nugget. the day. Stay, start the day with he, today will be hey, a great day. He just showed you one boob. Speaking yeah, of exactly. uh, speaking of uh, starting the day, did you guys start the day by, on your drive-in, did anyone look up into the sky and see the moon? Oh, my God. It was well, crazy. You'll have to look up to see it, or sideways, yeah, really. hanging there. Like, <laughs> it's just hanging there. And, Looks man. like it's sitting on the road. So that, that's... Obviously, full moon, right? Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's uh, oh, just really? shy of it. Oh, just shy of a but full moon? That, that was a full moon. Is it really? Like, I mean, it looks like it, but it, you're right. A lot of times, Jimmy's right, where you'll think it's a full moon, but there's a little sliver that's just not there. You just can't recognize it. But, uh, man, it, uh, it was lighting up lighting up the sky this morning. It had an odd yellow tint about it, though, didn't it? Like yeah. a, a, a cream, it had more of a creamy, kind of antique white color rather than that bright white that we know? Yeah, for some reason it stood out this morning. I don't know what it was. I mean, I've, I've ignored the moon before, but uh, this morning I'm like, damn, that thing is, uh, is hit. Maybe it has something That's to do with it. That's a country song. I've ignored no, the moon before. Write that down. That's good. Toby Keith would like that. Uh, maybe it has something to do with all the humidity, you know, in, in the air or the rain or whatever, and maybe that kind of uh, changes the color a little bit. That, that might have something to do with it. Okay, so tomorrow is a full moon. Uh, uh, they, today's... Uh, <laughs> This sounds like a sexual term, but I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. Today's moon is called a waxing gibbous. 
waxing nice. gibbous. And it is 98% full right now. Tomorrow is 100% full. So it's like a little 2% we so, can't see. but Yeah, it goes waxing gibbous, waxing gibbous, waxing gibbous, and it goes up in percentages moving time, toward... It's September 13th, 14th, and 15th, and then tomorrow's full moon, and then as it gets on the other side, another waxing gibbous. Oh, oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I needed. There we go. Two more times. That's all I needed. Uh, today is the uh, the mystery box challenge, and if you haven't, you know, a lot of times people, you know, we're on for five hours, so some people only catch us, like I only catch it for the first 15 minutes of the show, or or I only catch the last 15 minutes of the show, so they don't always know everything that's going on. We we assume they do, because we're here right. all the time, but yep. some people are just uh, tuning in. So the, uh, the mystery box challenge, for those that don't know, is something that Dirty Jim's going to do today with Chef Ed. From the Chuck Wagon. Now, mm-hmm. the Chef Ed is a, a legitimate chef, has been for a long time. And I was going to say accepted this challenge, but no, really. He challenged Dirty Jim yeah, yeah. to this mystery box challenge, which basically Dirty Jim uh, had uh, folks yesterday go to Petty's Meats and pick up uh, two boxes. And the two boxes had the same amount of ingredients in them. And they had the exact same ingredients in both boxes. And today at about 7.45, 8 o'clock or so, uh, Chef Ed's going to come in and go into one kitchen. And Dirty Jim's going to go into this kitchen out here. And, and they're going to open up their box uh, of stuff and make whatever they think would be the best meal to make from all those ingredients. And, and one will not know what the other is doing. No, no, no. And then we will will uh, test it around 9, 9.15 or yeah. so. Probably 9.15 because we got trivia at 9. Uh, 9.15 or so. We will test the food and uh, say which one of the two we think is better. Now, really, like I told Chef Ed yesterday, you're really in the catbird seat. Because yeah. if you lose, you lost to a professional chef, no one's going to say anything. Yeah, yeah. If you beat him, then he was oh, beaten yeah. by Dirty Jim. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst possible thing in the world. I mean, it's not like I don't know how to cook, but, I mean, losing to me would be, I think, a little bit of a stinger. But you know what? Eddie is such a cool guy that he wouldn't even look at that at all. It's just like I would have had a better day than him. He would have had a better day than me. I mean, honestly, if you do this ten times in a row, Ed's going to beat me. If I beat him one time, Ed would beat me the other nine. I I tend to think uh, logically that does make sense, but I do know how men are. Yeah, and when, when it's their profession, uh, men have an ego, and and, yeah, yeah. and I you know, and, and nothing against you. I think if there were anybody that beat him, yeah, he, yeah, he, he would be like, oh, damn it. I would think so as well. You know, I mean, if I was good at something and uh, and somebody beat me at it, and yeah. I thought I put a pretty good effort in there, I would take it a little personally. I mean, I don't get real crazy about it. But you're not going to be upset one way or the other. I'm not. I'm just going to try to make you guys a meal like I've been making you for like what? How long have we been doing this gig? Like four or five years now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was Daniel and TC were still here when we were doing it, right? I don't know. No, yeah, they were yeah. for sure. Because yeah. matter of fact, I think it was kind of partially Daniel's idea because I talked about it and tried to get the station behind it. And they wouldn't do anything. Then he said, "Let's just do it." And yeah. We just started doing it, so uh, it's been quite a while, man. And uh, so I've been cooking for you guys for a while. And what you said yesterday is exactly what I told Ed in the green room yesterday. The one advantage I do have for sure in this uh, competition is uh-huh. is that I know what you guys like to eat. Right. Yes. He does not. I mean, yeah. he just started cooking for you guys, and he's just bringing you stuff from the restaurant, which is great because it's a restaurant, and you know he he makes dishes that people want to come in and eat. Well, I've I, been I cooking for you, and I know what you don't like. Yeah, and that's really that's half the battle. And really, with Chef Ed stuff. I don't veer very far off of just bacon and eggs. Like, just give me bacon and eggs all I've ever wanted. I, I didn't want right. anything fancy. Just you know, well, you went up there for breakfast. I mean, you didn't go up there for lunch and try like a specialty sandwich or anything like that, or one of his great burgers. Although we've had him here, you yeah. had the monster, monster burger here, right? Yeah, no, no, I've never tasted it. Now, see, I would have never made that burger. Yeah. See, I would have never made a burger like that because I would have just never thought to make it. So that's what separates a guy like that from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, at home, you got to remember, I'm cooking for palates that really aren't. 
right. super adventurous. I mean, my wife likes a lot of the stuff I cook, but I can't go in there and make a lot of stuff because she just won't eat it. Right. Now, if you lose, then he's got it where you get to go or you'll have to go to his place on a, su- a Saturday morning. Yeah, I'll cook an hour and, or so in his place. cook breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Which might sound like fun, I guess, if you're a cook. But it I, is not I, fun. I was going to say, I watched those guys at the Waffle House. And, man, they are busting ass. That, and I've been in two or three professional kitchens in my life, and the one that really opened my eyes is I cooked at uh, uh, Buca de Beppo. Oh, yeah. For a charity dinner that somebody paid a lot of money for. And I thought I was going to go in there. I'd have my little place. We'd all be getting all Those guys hated me. I mean, they literally hated oh, me. Oh, really? And, and here's the best part. Wow. Usually, usually, you have you to, to, usually you have to get to know me to hate me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, um, they, they hated me because I was in their way. And let me tell you, in a professional kitchen, it is zero. Count it. This many jokes are happening while you're cooking. Because yeah. you're covering a lot of tables, and it is all business. Those dudes work in 110-degree temperatures pretty much balls out for four or five hours a day while dinner is being prepared, and there is no talking. Yeah. They only grunt and hand signal, and that's it, and they know exactly where they're going. And it, it is a symphony yeah. of people moving around because, believe it or not, even in the biggest restaurants you think, the kitchens really aren't that big. Right. So, I mean, it, and it's a, it's no joke, and you're in there slinging, uh, you know, making, you know, you have five omelet orders lined up, and those dudes have been waiting, and you're on the clock already. It's no joke. Well, and if, if you beat him, then you've got it where he's going to come to your place and cook for you. And I will tell you, even, I tried to throw it in there, and you're like, oh, I don't want to have him do too much. But you're not going to be able to stop him from doing magic because he loves doing it. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and he's so freaking good at That's it. Good. This guy is a great magician. I mean, he really, really is. And uh, so if you. I was just joking with you yesterday because, it, it, I mean, it, you know, if you listen to it, it sounds like you know, cook and then juggle and cook and juggle, you know, but the guy's a, he has a lot of talents. He loves it. Yeah. He, when, when you do that cooking class with him, he does that uh, that magic act, man. It's uh, it's amazing. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a little nervous. Really? I have to tell you, a little bit nervous. I was packing up my uh, stuff this morning and uh, and I was a little nervous. I you, you, Again, when you don't know what you're dealing with, when I make a dinner at home, I, I've thought about it for an entire day. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't even, I don't know what's in that bag. You'll open the box and, and it'll be surprised what's in, what's in there. Yeah, yeah, man. What's I, in the box? Well, you know, what, the guy that brought the box yesterday told us. Like, <laughs> I hope I, it's a human head I have to what's roast. What's in the box? I know one of the things that's in there and, and it's not. He, he, was, he was busting our boss. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh, he was kidding about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there's, about what? But there's supposed to be a wrinkle in there. I was told by Scott the salesman, uh, aka yeah, uh, the, the wrinkle Panther, that he Papa told Panther. us. He's he's playing. Uh, he's he's he's. Uh, I mean, just playing TV he, show. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, oh, he was pulling. So our chain. he's pulling our chain, pulling your chain. He just said special ingredient. I don't know what it is. Yeah, and do you have to use every ingredient? You yes, have to use yeah, everything yeah, in the bag. Everything Minus in the bag. what? Just the butters and stuff like that. Well, right? yeah, yeah. Like, All I brought, the condiments. I brought um, some uh, herbs and. Uh, yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hope I get your dish first. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and uh, some wine and stuff like that. Uh, garlic and onion. You know, just in case we all need it, and we'll it'll all be shared. I'm not, you know, just using it for me. All right. Well, that, that one thing that'll be that'll yeah. be today. What's so up, we'll do that. Bro? Also, uh, the return of Coach Rob Keith. He should be coming back in the nice. day, right? The return of Coach Rob Keith. We haven't seen him in a while, so we'll see how he's doing. Uh, we got where you at today, yep. and uh, a couple opportunities, uh, a couple more. These <laughs> are the last couple here. Uh, you know, we're going to be able to get those uh, the trip for two to our sold out iHeartRadio Music Festival. So, it's today and tomorrow, and that's it. So how about this? I did where you at last night, and the city I chose has a national had a national controversy based around it, and I didn't even remember the story. Oh, okay, like a straight up national. Everybody knew about it. CNN, Fox News, the whole nine yards Damn. covering it, and I never even no, remembered the event. No, we got that coming right, cool. up today. Very cool. Uh, oh, and yesterday uh, we uh, sat down and picked the uh, the four guys 
that will be picked as, I guess, bachelors or whatever for uh, Shireen, the oh, comedian. Uh, and that's, that's tomorrow, uh, the here. next Tuesday. Uh, what? Russie Ray. We had 46 he, guys to go through. He gets off on picking these guys. I, like, no, he, he I sat no. there with Amanda. No, and I was, wanted to make he was sure. looking over the computer, giggling. I wanted to make pointing. sure we picked the right guys. I, did, I, wanted to be, I, I didn't want it to be a goof. I wanted to get four <laughs> best yeah, guys. Yeah, because well, I, you know, just walking in on that and looking at you and Amanda do this, <laughs> oh I could tell that was a whole lot of seriousness going on well, over the, there. There were some goofy guys that entered that we were maybe were, were clowning on, but the four oh, guys. I want, this to, nah, I want this to be serious. Well, no, no, no. I, mean, I, I didn't pick four. It, none of the four guys I picked are a goof or a clown. No, it's a they're, good crop. They're four good guys. Yeah, but how many people ba- entered this based thing? off of a uh, forty six? Uh, yeah, based off of an app or uh, an application. Well, based off of their looks and then their application, the way they answered, the things they said. I remember when he, Russ says looks. Russ is the only guy that was uh, judging this. Yeah, <laughs> so they all look like him. No, I kept, I kept hearing, no, like, no. He kept pointing. He's like, oh, he's really cute. <laughs> Oh, I like his answers. They're very sensitive. Yet sassy. <laughs> there was one, one guy who, who had some really good share. He's in. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> that's that's right, true. Well, what was that one again? Hit me with that again. Some, some guy, share answer. Yeah, some guy responded. Whatever the question was, and he, I, I just again overhearing the conversation. Yeah. Who's the one that answered with a share? Oh, he's in. But he also had said like five other things that were funny. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy's in. He, he, that's pretty funny. <laughs> wow. he, had a, he had a good sense of humor. So anyway, that'll be next Tuesday, and we have picked our, our four people. That, she's going to be in with you, Dirty Jim. She'll be in your booth, and we'll put uh, you know paper up so she can't see them. I don't want her to judge these guys by their looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're not bad-looking dudes. I think they're pretty hot. I think they're. I, 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 you know, Blog and Molly uh, disagreed with me on a couple of them, but uh, you know she's got a weird taste anyway. Yeah, yeah, she, nerd. Everybody she wanted to pick looked like uh, what's Kevin his name? Smith? Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and we had a lot of Kevin Smith identical. <laughs> there were really? a lot of Kevin Smiths in there. I don't know. That Russ oddly... Hogg did. Russ didn't want anybody else to see it. He's like, I'm picking them because yeah, yeah. you guys are gonna goof on them. Yeah, I don't want you goofing on them, man. I want to be. You know, I can see us. You chose because you didn't want it to be a goof? <laughs> right. You chose. I chose the, the four guys because I didn't want to be a goof. I didn't want to be. But make... that's all you do is goof. But that's, the, that's, that's the swerve this time. I'm trying oh, to actually this pick time. Okay, four I'm guys. Sorry. Yeah. I, I got to keep up, I guess. The thing is, uh, Russ's feelings are hurt because he hasn't been able to hook anybody up recently. Yeah. So he's feeling this matchmaker like, vibe. Oh, for 69. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, I look. Look, if, if, look Blog and Miley walked down that aisle and got married. That's a that's a touchdown. I'm like, it's not my. If, look, you can't a keep touch, it together. You can Consider that a touchdown, a touchdown. It, even with the aftermath. If you blocking or Shireen? Uh, blocking Molly. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, I introduced her to somebody. Oh. She walked out. She got married. Oh, 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 God. Job, job Are you done. really claiming? He's claiming that. Oh, my God. The job most, done. I can't help him stay married. Her horrific experiences <laughs> of her life. I obviously cannot help you stay married. I can just get you there. So uh, that, that's uh, that's my, uh, oh. my goal with, uh, with Shireen. Uh, 407-916-1041. <laughs> uh, you're listening to The Monsters of the Morning. September 15th, wow, halfway through the month. Welcome back to the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1. Remember, we have a website, it's monsters.fm, and Blog and Molly is putting up stuff all morning long, and there's all kinds of stuff you can win. Matter of fact, there's, you can win a big TV uh, with uh, Emmy Palooza. So go to the Real Radio website and check that out and find out how you can win uh, that big, four, I think, 46-inch uh, TV. 
which is very, very cool. Uh, last night, uh, I, I, I was able to, I don't think this is such a big thing because I, I believe most everybody was predicting this, but uh, I was able to kind of predict it right with America's Got Talent. That little girl won. What's her name? Did Gra- you win? Grace uh, Vanderwall yeah. uh, won. And, and uh, it was cool because, I mean, she was so excited. She's a 12-year-old kid, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and that was pretty cool. But all the other talent, yeah. uh, they all performed last night as well, and they performed the night before for the for their final to be judged and then last night they just kind of did it because it was the final show and then they would bring out other celebrities and stuff so when uh this uh little girl that won uh grace vanderwall when she won uh when she, when she came out she did her song when the first one she ever did it got a big round of applause and everything and then she was uh, able to introduce an icon and that was she introduced and brought they brought out stevie nicks stevie nicks came out to do a song live and it's just so funny in this age of, you know, we all now, you know, watch these these shows and you judge people, you know, automatically within, you know, the three sentences or whatever. Are they good? Are they not good or whatever? And as you know, look, this is Stevie Nicks. She's obviously Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Pretty damn uh, yeah. pretty, pretty iconic. You said it right. She's iconic. An icon. She's an icon or whatever. But if you were to judge her on, you know, she's a little older now. She's and, 70. Yeah. And if you're to judge her on, you know, she did uh, a song last night. It was the one, oh, God, what's it? Um, uh, landslide. She did yeah, a yeah. Landslide in, in a kind of an acoustic version. And if you were to judge her, you know, uh, today uh, with, with the voice, it probably, yeah. she probably would have been, you know, uh, booted out, you know, yeah. it, it, unfortunately. And here's an icon, someone who, you know, really, really had uh, you know, made so many hits and uh, everybody, you know, a lot of people really liked uh, Stevie Nicks, but she came out and kind of did that song and just wasn't as, you know, compared to the little girl that had just sung, uh, it was it was a tough comparison. Yeah, it is tough. I mean, I said she's 70. She's 68. Oh, that's uh, So, you know, she's pretty darn close. But, you know. She looked uh, good for 68. I, I had heard uh, her do another performance of uh, either Tusk or one of the other uh, big songs that they had. And, again, you could tell the range is not there. But, we, you know, Robert Plant, we've seen this with a lot of guys who, you know, their voices are very unique to begin with. And let's face it, her voice is very unique, right? It is very unique. And then when I was telling, you know, Wendy and I were watching, I said, well, you got to give her, I got to give her a pass for who she is you know it's like yeah. it's stevie nicks it's still oh. cool that she was up there singing she gets the and, pass and then and then you know she brings the little girl out and tells the little girl you know you remind me of me when i was your age wow. and you know, keep your dream or whatever and and this little yeah. girl's got tears coming down her eyes because stevie nicks is telling her well, that yeah, she the, looks up to her it, it was the, a cool moment and the girl's you know? tripping because at 12 stevie nicks was already doing an ounce of coke a day yeah she was she so, probably was well, she was basically yeah. telling that kid is so. you're a 12 yeah. year old drug addict but uh, that, you know why the and by the way uh, you could predict that girl was going to win yeah because she's the most marketable you know what I I, I tend to dis well I disagree nationally marketable okay yeah I, I disagree with because I was thinking about it last night I don't think she can carry an entire Vegas act like I think the guys the people they, that they came in second place the um the the clairvoyance they can do a Vegas Vegas act and do great yeah but Vegas doesn't really give the show attention I mean it you know not nationally like a like a song released nationally yeah you know not like a record label would distribute nationally or globally was oh, this from that's, last night that's where you make yeah, it yeah this from last night here let's hear it a little bit and i saw my reflection in the snow-covered hills with what you're saying this is the article from time magazine this is their headline what watch is- stevie nicks flawless performance of landslide on america's got talent yeah. i don't hear anything bad yet can the child within my Here's where you tell. And can I sail through the changing ocean tides? Can I handle the seasons? 
good vibrato. I guess you, you can tell she's a little aged, right? That, that's the thing. But yeah. she's perfectly on key. Yeah, dude. I, mean, I, I, th- I, th- I thought it was a co- I thought it was a cool performance, but I thought you could tell that it's not you know not the same. But but the article is basically talking about how she did yeah, it. Yeah, there's there's time again. This is from time.com. They're giving her props, man. Well, good, well, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, leave I it, to... this first sentence. Leave it to Stevie Nicks to steal everyone's thunder. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad yeah. that's the story. That's yeah. that's great. And again, um, I've seen her sing before. Now I saw her when I saw her sing, and I forget which show it was or something she did in a, a performance for. It could have been one of the, the talk shows or whatever. She had a couple birds in there where you know you could tell she missed the note. There's no question she missed the note. She didn't miss any notes there. She's on key. And let's face it. I mean, somebody texted on the texting service perfectly seven seven zero three one. Save that as real radio text. All the shows. Uh, David Mosweder brings that to us. Um, it's really that uh, the vocal range. She's never really been known for having unbelievable range like Mariah Carey or or any of the great singers. She's just unique. She has a very unique voice. There's yeah. this weird rasp in it and an odd kind of tick when she changes. Her certain but it keys, it, the, it, it's, the, but it's not bad. With her, though, also, wasn't it the uh, the fact that when it was her and Lindsay, the sound that the two yes, of them the harmonies, together, yeah, 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 yeah. that really propelled them that, into music uh, to, or to stardom? Yeah. And Christine McVie and the whole nine yards, again, they, they, gave, they gave that great, I mean, it was a really harmonic band. I mean... Yeah, now, when, when you just played that, uh, I would agree, that did sound really good. Maybe it was me comparing, because the little girl sang, and then Stevie Nicks sang, and it, it was such a contrast. Maybe that's why I felt it was a little off, but, but it sounds it, like I'm wrong. It, it yeah. honestly would be like con- uh, comparing Bruce Springsteen with Josh Groban. Right, you know, right. Springsteen growls. Groban <laughs> sings, you know? I mean, that's the thing is, like, Stevie Nicks kind of... You know, it is like an old, She said they sing that song about that old witch. I mean, she sounds like kind of an, just like an older woman singing who can really sing on key, and it's a unique tone. Yeah, at the end of that song, there's a couple lines about, I'm older now, and and, uh, and she kind of winks at the camera when she says it, you know, where she is almost making, you know, reference she, to the fact she knows that she's older now, you know. And, I, and she still has grace, and she still controls yeah. her room, because when she did American Horror Story a few oh, seasons back, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, again, you knew she was kind of out of place, everybody kind of watching the show understood but after about one episode you're like wow you know you could really buy her as that that kind of old welsh witch type thing that she talks about you know and you know what they also did last night for the finale of the of that show was they were like you know everybody has to start somewhere everybody had to start and they went to all the judges and they kind of showed where they started in their careers and they were able to tell the story and they went to howie mandel and howie mandel told the story about he was at a comedy club with friends and they said hey any any uh anyone want to come up and give this a try and his friends you know kind of talked him into doing it and they have some they had some footage of him from the very beginning of his career. And I had forgotten how funny yeah. how he was back then. Because we interviewed him way back then when he had hair and everything. Yeah. And he did the... The, the glove bo- over bo- the face. Bobby, uh, Bobby's wrong. Bobby's, and he, they did a little bit of that. And I'm like, damn, I forgot how funny he was. Yeah, I mean, very unique back in the day. because uh, And he was real manic. And a lot of people hadn't seen a real manic... It didn't seem like he knew what he was doing. And even with Robin Williams, even though there was like that mania there, you really knew Robin Williams knew exactly where he was going every single time he took a turn. With Howie, I don't think he really knew that. You know what's funny too is they did uh, they did uh, the one Spice Girl that's on there. What's her name? Uh, that's uh, Scary. Is that Scary Spice? Uh, Melanie. Yeah. Is that what it is? Melanie Brown or something Brown or whatever? Mel, 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 Mel B. Yeah, yeah, Mel B. Yeah, you're right. And it's it's Scary Spice. And she tells a story about uh, when they, before they made it, they did an audition in front of a young guy who wanted to be, you know, wanted to be this this producer dude or whatever. And they did a song for him, and it was Simon. And Simon's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And he passes on him. Uh, And, of course, they went on to be, you know, probably one of the biggest acts in the U.K., you know. 
And uh, which I thought that was kind of funny because they said that he just kind of shook their hand and was like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> and it blew him off. Well, there was um, uh, who else was uh, I was watching uh, Straight Out of Compton the other day, and I guess one of the scenes was uh, when they when Jerry Heller took one of these big record exec- executives to one of the shows, sold out show, just banging everybody, having a great time. Early NWA days, and the guy said, "Hey, look, you know what?" Um, this is not going to sell. I'm not into this. Call me when you find Journey or, right. or you know another band like that. And you know, find call me when you find the next. You know, I think he did say Journey or something. And he walked out, and I paused it. I looked at my wife, and I said, "You see that guy walking out? I don't know who that guy's supposed to represent, but he lost out on." Oh. And then you started naming one just game changing hip hop artist after the next. And you remember, if you get Dre in your pocket at that point, you wind up having Snoop and Eminem in your pocket. Oh, not yeah. say in your pocket, not like that, but you in your in your yeah, in your in your group, right? And all those people, you're like, that's where a lot of when you look at the branches, those guys turned into some of the moguls of this business. But and that, that guy time, let him walk out of the building. But at that time that did not look marketable at all. But that's the yeah. per, that's what makes those people that's what makes Rick Rubin yeah. an absolute Genius is because he can see those guys a mile away, see what's in them, whether it be rock or hip hop, and know where to go. And that guy's success record is un. I mean, have have you ever looked at his covey? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's amazing. But now the the little girl that won last night, this uh, this Grace Vanderwall. I wonder. I mean, I I don't see her being able to really do a, a Vegas act and just just be her and fill the house. And I, and I don't know what. Kind Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Kind of music she actually would. I mean, she's cute and adorable, and I'm glad she won and all that. No. I'm just wondering about the future. Like, like Susan Boyle, you tell me you thought that. Yeah, I mean, they'll cut a record. They, they, they're not caring about Vegas, Russ. So trust me, when the reason they trust they chose her is because she won't go to Vegas. That's the point. I mean, when yeah, you, dude, like, you put her on a kids show, you start doing Saturday morning, or I mean, or TV pro, uh, kids programming with her. You put her on Nickelodeon. You do all these things, and with her, you've got like. A, a range of years. You were you mentioned yesterday that she writes. Oh, her yeah. writing her own stuff. That's a huge part of that. Dude, you, so as as this progresses, this is what her first window is. You know, she could be a Nickelodeon kid, and then we've seen those kids go through that system and become stars even after that. You know what I mean? It's like that Danny Gans guy, right? Remember that dude in Vegas? Oh man, he like was you, huge. You fly into Vegas, and all you would see is these hundred foot posters. Of this guy, Danny Gans, who was an impersonator, we'd never really heard of before. You could drive to you could drive to L.A., which is just two and a half hours away. And he was completely anonymous. Yeah. He could go missing 
and nobody would know who he is. What's your point, though? Is the in point, Vegas, the was, point is that's a that is a globe in itself. That last thing I'd want is heard in Vegas. That's where that's where you go to die, right? I, I think they signed a contract to be there for a year. Like they they get a year a year. Well, Vegas they probably show. do because it's the TV thing. But I mean, she's twelve. I mean, trust yeah. me, they want her on a record. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, they want her. I mean, you can sell seat by seat, but I can sell a million records, man. You know what I'm saying? I, they want her. They they want a Susan Boyle, a William Hung. They want something they can exploit right now for a lot of money. All right, four zero seven nine one six. 1041 or toll free it's one 978 1041 you're listening to the monster of the morning hey you like to laugh you like to win money you like to play poker well mix all those up take your ass on down to the daytona beach kennel club tonight it's the third thursday poker tournament Sign up at 7. The tournament again begins at 8 o'clock, and uh, Dirty Jim will be there. If you knock him out of the tournament, you're going to get some extra cash. They also have cash drawings every hour. Have a lot of fun. Maybe win a lot of money. What's, what's, what's the most anyone's ever won from that? Uh... Uh, well, we have one of the special guests. The prize is a uh, couple thousand dollars, so uh, 2300 bucks. Wow. Play some cards and win 2300 bucks. That's uh... That's a that's, good day. That's not every time. I mean, like uh, normal, like normal weeks when we have a hundred players. So I think payouts are right around fifteen hundred for the winner. Yeah. But we pay, uh, I think, fifteen percent of the of the field. So uh, you know, fifteen people win. You know, win, win good money. But that's normal for poker. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I one of the things I like, and I think because you know I had my own business. My dad had his own business. I do like to go to places that are family owned businesses. I, Absolutely. I, I think that's super cool. And uh, yesterday I talked about this a little bit because everybody knows forever, you know, I, I love sandwiches. I love subs. And my favorite sub since I was a kid was always Gabriel's because it was right by Edgewater High School. And my dad had a business in the College Park area. So that's where I always went. And I associate. We know you eat emotionally. I associate it with happiness and, you know, being a kid. I had a great childhood. And so all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was National Sub Day yesterday. And I went into my favorite place over by uh, Edgewater has been torn down and there's a brand new school there and the old one's not even there anymore but uh, I go inside and it's this is kind of funny because I don't uh, my question is how many businesses are there that are still around that are three generations old? And what I mean is, is when I went to Gabriel's yesterday. Uh, I, I noticed that they saw the, everybody. No, the, well, no, the guy behind the the making the subs, the guy that's now the owner or whatever. I remember him as a little kid being there <laughs> working with his dad. I mean, I mean, like a little kid, and now. You know his dad now is retired, and now he and now it's his place now. And, and, That's cool. And his grandfather is the one that started it back in 1956. Uh, John Gabriel, you knew him, right, Jimmy? I knew Jerry and uh, the brother that okay. owned that particular well, location. Well, now his son now is is the owner. Oh, yeah, Je- yeah. Jerry has retired, no, and no, his no. son has taken over. So that's three generations of a family-owned business, and I think that is super cool. I, 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 There's I, a couple of those in Orlando that are cool. What was the place, the uh, appliance place? You guys both have bought uh, up. The, the, Southeast uh, Steel. Southeast, Southeast Steel. Steel, that's another one. That, that's, 75 years. Yeah. That's the only other one I could think of. That's funny that you say that, because I was going to say, you know, as far as uh, family-owned businesses that have gone three generations, I'm pretty sure that... That's three generations. Yeah, matter of fact, I believe I that Stu, close. <laughs> Stu's kid is there as well, and I think Stu started there with his dad, maybe, I believe. So maybe it is three generations. I know they've been in that same spot for almost 75 years yeah. now. 
That's neat. That was one of those cool things about Orlando that there's still those kind of, uh, you know, uh, independently owned and run businesses. Now, I don't know who runs or who owns or whatever, but Wally's has been here for a very long time as well, right? Wally's like the stereotypical dive bar in Orlando. Everybody knows. So do you think the person that owns Wally's now, they can say, my grandfather started it? That is a cool thing. I don't know if they can. All I'm saying is I know it's been around long enough for that story to apply. Black Bean Deli. That's a, the kid that owns the kid that's running Alejandro, who's running Black Bean Deli now. It's almost two generations now with him. Two generations, yeah. Right. But his it was his family that started the one, the location right yeah. there on Mills, and then he's ex- taken that business and expanded it, and he took over the place that you guys used to love. That's on uh, Colonial Vegas Cafe. Vegas Cafe. Vegas Cafe. Right. Yeah. Love that place. Hey, you know, there's another Vegas one now. I don't know how many generations, but you know, Hot Dog Heaven. It's run by a guy named Mike Feld and his wife. Now, I knew them years and years ago, and Mike's kids at one point were working at the store. Now, I don't know if they'd plan to take it over or kind of continue forward, but I know that Mike's had that business for a long time. But he started it, right? Like he didn't. Yeah, I don't think it was his old man. Yeah. To go three generations is huge, man. Yeah, had I stayed in the printing business... And had my son shown an interest in it, that the, would, he would have been the third generation because my dad out. would have started. I would have bought it from my dad, then I would have passed it on to my boy. But to keep, but to keep the interest of of family members through three three generations is tough. Money, you know? beefy king. Yeah, I was going to say that's oh. the one that comes. Everyone texted in that one instantly. Is that owned by the grandson now or granddaughter? Grandson. I, 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 I don't know, even know who the owners are. I, I I've been the there guy, a million times. I know the guy who owns it now did certainly get it from his dad because I remember talking to him. Okay, so but so now, but I don't in, know if he's passing it on to his kids yeah, or if they work there or not. In order to go that third generation, then then they they could tie with Gabriel's. But I don't know that there's many three generation type businesses, <laughs> local you know family owned businesses in in Central Florida. And at one point, Gabriel's had I think about fourteen or fifteen locations in Central Florida. Really? Now, now, now the one that was in Pine Hills was owned by Jerry. There's two brothers. I can't remember the, who's the guy who owns the one. I can never remember his name. The one in, in uh, on Edgewater, the son that owns that one. And I, I, I played golf with him before, and he, I can never I remember his name. He's the one that I know. I right. just can't remember his name. I know I call him Mr. Gabriel. Yep. You know, and yep. his son is the one that's taken over on Edgewater right. now. Because Jerry's sons don't do. I don't think they had anything to do with that. And Jerry owned the one that was in Pine Hills. Yeah, and he uh, owned the one that was in Apopka for a while. And I think he got a divorce from his wife, and he went back to teaching. And then had some uh, had some bumps, and then uh, I don't think he's involved with it anymore. It's just funny though, you know, going back in there yesterday. As soon as I take a bite of that sub, it tastes exactly like it did back in 1983. You know, it's a, it's a, it's the same taste, brings back same uh, positive memories. And, I, and I walked place? in, my, my picture is still up on the on the wall. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, we're not taking your picture down." Right? As soon as I walked in, he knew who I was, and I remember him as a kid, which is uh, which is really funny. What was that? Uh, another one that people are texting in uh, Cappies right here in Maitland. Yeah. Oh, is that three generations? That, that's what they're saying. Okay, that's cool. It's, uh, the, the, so, um, local businesses that are owned by the Cunningham family. Oil. I'm not familiar with that business. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Christner's, but Christner's is well. Del Frisco's at one point, but the Christner's family has run that steak restaurant for a long time. But I don't think there's. I don't think it's made the transition. Now, did you ever think about going into what your your father did? Did you ever think about going into the military, and making that your? Yeah, no, actually, I, I really did. I've, I've I shared this with you guys once before. The the one thing that con- you know kind of talked me out of being able to go into the Air Force because I really wanted to go in the Air Force was the day that they the pilots come into school and they're talking and you know how pilots they all look they're all cool and everything. And I'm in the eighth grade, yeah, probably maybe ninth, 
And he looks at me, and I'm already at that point probably like 6'2 or 6'3, and he just tells me flat out, he's like, yeah, you're, you're going to be too tall to, f- uh, to fly fighters. Right, right, you right. You can fly the, the C-130s. And at, like, in, you know, being immature or whatever, well, nobody wants to fly those. If I can't fly a fighter, I don't want to go in the Air Force. And that kind of stuck with me forever. But, yeah, I did. I, well, me and my brother, we both actively uh, thought. And then my brother got recruited from a lot of the service academies for water polo. So. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I find that a lot of, a lot of uh, kids are rebellious, and they don't want to go into the family business or do what dad did what about you carlos did you uh i mean your dad was in insurance yeah so did you think about doing that no hell no 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 he's done well but it never was uh, my sister did she got into it uh but i never was but your pops also it. also owned a great restaurant did you it's ever true. even think about that part of it no, or no 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 no, no, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> those are just two interests that i just didn't really have it I which is okay hard. i mean there's yeah. nothing wrong with that it's i saw how hard the restaurant was to to run and uh, well, insurance never kind of you know and it's way. not acting let's face it i mean that never yeah. was your passion acting and uh and entertainment always was and it's almost see when I look at it, it's almost easier just to do what Dad did. You know, well, I'll, I'll just do what my dad did. Because you're familiar with it, Because you're right? familiar with it. And, and, and when I went into the rental business, okay, it was obviously, my dad had a rental business. And I'm like, well, I don't like, you know, grit and grime and dirty stuff, but I like the party stuff, so I can go into the rental business that way. Right. But really, I shouldn't have been wanting to go into the rental business. It really wasn't my passion. I should have tried to start to be in radio from the beginning, but I was either afraid to or I just thought, well, you got to do what your dad did. You know what? You, you kind of, it's an easy... Was it a friend Net. or did you think or you just didn't have access to because uh, if you don't do the rental business then you don't then that door to get into radio might not have ever opened right 100 oh, yeah. you, you're, you're you're so right but i just felt like okay well my dad's doing rental i can do it but do a different uh, slant on it to gotcha. something i like and it was an easy fallback to okay well this is what the family does uh but but uh and, and i'm sure a lot of people do that well you went into printing not because you love printing because your dad did it yeah, right it was an opportunity jimmy to make money i mean yeah. i saw an opportunity to make money and that was pretty much it i didn't I, yeah that was pretty much it I, of, I just wanted to apply some skill i could learn or have into getting trade. getting paid that's it uh, a couple of the other businesses that people are uh, texting in right now 77031 thank you to david moss toyota um linda's la cantina Oh yeah, is that well? I don't know who. I, mean, I know it was it was Alan Linda's, and they got a divorce. Then it was all of a sudden there's Linda's content. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. I will tell you that that what's funny about that knowing that backstory. I wonder, like, I wonder if this was a subliminal shot the other day driving by there on the their marquee. Yeah, it's like everyone loves Linda. Yeah. <laughs> like, if still, like if still if there's still contention there, that's, that's that's beef, yeah. they still consider that one of the best steaks in the city. Oh, that you place know, is awesome, and, and it's been you, around here for I eat there at least twice a year. Hey, it Jim, was the spot for a while, oh. right? Hey, Jimmy, you brought something up. So you said you just saw it as an opportunity to make money, that's and then I and, and I know you know several kids that are in their twenty, you know, like twenty, you know, twenty, twenty one or whatever, and there is that pressure of okay, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? You got to you, gotta, you, make, right. you gotta make a decision, like with me with my son. Okay, Ryan, what are you going to do? Well, uh, they think I'm going to be an attorney. I don't really know if that's really his passion. I just think he had he feels like he had to make a decision and that's the decision, you know, he came up with. And then like the same thing with like Wendy's daughter, like trying to figure out what to do for the rest of your life. So it's easier if you're being pressured to figure out what you're going to do for the rest of your life to go, okay, well, dad is a printer. I can make money doing that. I'll do that. Or my dad does rental stuff. Okay. And it's, it's, if you really aren't in touch with what you really think you should do, it's an easy fallback to go with. How do you know that at 19 years old? I mean, yeah. how, do you, how do you know that? I mean, I, I've got a couple of kids that are struggling with it right now. I've yeah. got uh, one that's already made their career decision. i got another one that pretty much is on the path to know what she wants to do. And I have two, and oddly enough, two of the best students that I had can't figure out what the F they want to do for, their, uh, for themselves. And to be honest with you, um, reminding, not pressuring, because I remember that point in my life, and I was like, you know, 
I want that to fall naturally because yeah. let's face it, they're really, really young, and I want them to I want them to get where they feel they're going to be comfortable for a while and not just do something like. I- okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must have travel shoes have a lighter than air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. I did for money. Now, my path worked out okay, but I got real lucky. Yeah. I, I, I just, I got real super lucky, to be quite honest with you. So, I don't want them to have to lean on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I'm not going to pressure them to do so. But there is usually a lot of pressure of, like, okay, what are you going to do? You know, you're 20 years old. Now you got you, you to have a direction. You can't just sit around and wait for it to happen. <laughs> you're 20 years old. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? What are you yeah. going to do with your life? <laughs> He's net 60 in front of you. What do you get planned? Yeah, yeah. but, you know. I, Much similar to Jimmy, I was lucky that I, at 20 I was still playing basketball, so I didn't have to answer that question. At 20 years old, I thought I was going to play basketball forever. Yeah. I thought I was going to be able to bounce from different leagues or whatever. Why, I, why'd you get out of it? Uh, again, I signed a ho- at 24, I signed a horrible contract with an agent, and that just I walked away from it. Really? So that was, I mean, that's what stopped me from playing. And, and, and then, then by th- the time the deal is over, you're 27, 28, exa- that was basically, and you can't compete. Yeah, that's basically what happened. And so oh, that then sucks. I went to New York, <laughs> and then I thought, I was like, oh, well, you know, screw you. All right, I'm not going to play basketball. I'll go to New York and think that I'm going to become a, a great writer, a great hip-hop writer. I was writing for a couple of different magazines at that time. And, again, that was a learning experience i didn't know i that. had saved yeah. a, a little bit of money so i was able to like i didn't i didn't have to take jobs out of because i need to do this i was trying to find something that i wanted to do you know and i just got really lucky and then so, i just went back to school so you went from hip-hop writer to to uh, almost becoming a, a la uh, police department <laughs> yeah that was like a couple years later i was i ended up uh, wrapping up college <laughs> at uh solano state in uh, northern california and i uh, was recruited by the lapd wow yeah I, I like that story better than i like i went to college and i became an accountant because my dad told me that's what i thought would be best for me i, I like the idea of bouncing around and trying to couple things and then finding something going this is it but i'll tell and you then settling in and my, working hard but like what you're doing with your kids i know my parents i know they were like w- like concerned they're like what are you doing with your life because you know one minute i'm living in new york the next i'm living in, in New um, california and i'm just you know they're like you're just kind of floating you need to make a decision you need to you need to get on with your life and i was like i haven't figured it out yet see that that's the thing like with my son ryan and and, and god dang it i can't say anything about it because he's he's like uh on the honor roll he's got 4.0 he's doing great in school but i just don't believe he really is is made to be an attorney but but he keeps saying that but i just don't see it and i and i think uh, i think is he, he like trying to do like courtroom stuff or i don't think you he do knows, not see man. it because you don't see it for yourself are you kind of projecting a little bit or no 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 I'm i asking. just know, knowing his personality yeah. and knowing the attorneys i know uh, you know i just 
I, yeah. But but I'm not going to I'm I'm not going to squash his dream or anything well, like that. It. You know. But let's face it. I think we all know some attorneys that should not be attorneys. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. So I, I mean, I think we all know that. So yeah. I mean, it's all relative. You're right. You're I, right. And, you're and, right. and, and the, I know some people who shouldn't be in the job they're in, yeah. but it pays quite well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're stuck there, and that's what they got to do because it's hard to get out. It's hard to say no to a bunch of money, but their passion lies elsewhere. It happens all the time. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I. I yeah. I, I definitely. I definitely know. But, you know, it, it, making that decision at such a young age is kind of hard to do a lot yeah. of times, you know. Again, I mean, let's talk about the world of comedy. I mean, Carlos has done it. Uh, we've I've tried it before. I know some of the funniest truck drivers you ever met in their life. You'll never get them on stage. No, I know. In yeah. a million years, you'll never get them up there. They just, they don't feel it. And you can't project what you think is good on somebody else because you don't know how their psyche works. Yeah, you when just I, when, simply don't know. When I look back at some of the funniest people I've known, uh, they could never get up and do stand-up comedy. They're mm. just funny, you know, funny people. But uh, anyway, all right, 407-916-1041 or toll free, it's one 978 1041 When we come back, it's the Triple R segment at 7, your chance to win some stuff. All right, so you might want to get on the line. We'll find out what prize we have in the prize pinata from Angel. The telephone number to dial is one 978 1041 or locally it's 407-916-1041. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Anything from Swamp Girl yesterday, by the way? Hear anything from Swamp Girl yesterday? Uh, yeah. We, today, yesterday was a big day for her, right? Oh uh, no, it's today. It's today. Okay. It's today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's today. So, uh, good luck, man. I hope it works out for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wish her, wish her luck. We'll see what happens. So fun. Hey, Coach Rob Keith. Ain't seen him in some time. Did, did you think you were uninvited to come in on Thursday, or did you, are you mad at us? Where, where the hell you been on Thursday? This is, this is your day. And uh, no, I, honestly, I. I thought I needed like a call. I thought like it was like scheduled. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm never mad at you guys. I told yeah. you. I see every Thursday is your time. Okay, I'm, here. I'm here. You're here. I miss you guys, man. Yeah, you missed you too. I mean, unless we look you in the eye and say we do never want to yeah. see you again. Oh, you'll know, dude. Okay. You'll know. You'll know. Yeah, Russell, Russell never gets to that point. No. Oh, no. we'll never get to that point for God's sakes. I missed you, man. How you I been? You. I'm, I'm really good, man. Just uh, you've been relaxed. You've been, yeah, well, I like, know you've been, like, you've been traveling. Yeah, a little semi-retirement here thing going on. So, but it's good, man. Been doing a lot of like. Yeah, you look a little thicker. I can. Yeah, but just eating good food, and uh, <laughs> this, this is the earliest I've been up for a good month. But no, but like really eating, like actually, it's the first time I'm on a diet, uh-huh. you know, but it's like like stay away from all the junk, kind of do right. that stuff, getting in the gym, but just uh, feel, feeling good, man. Feeling good. really good. Yeah. And then are you already planning for next season already? I mean, uh, yeah, what's, it's, look, this is so weird. I didn't know if I was going to say this By the way, coach not. of the Orlando Predators, for those that don't yes. know, Coach Hi, Rob Keith. everybody. Uh, and the uh, season is, is done, but, uh, you know, looking forward to next year, obviously. But uh, well, Who ended up winning the arena? Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, Philadelphia. I told you. Damn, so yeah. It was Philadelphia versus Arizona, and I knew Philadelphia was going to beat them. It's wow. like, yeah, but that's how close we are. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think about that stuff a lot. So we lost to for those who don't know we lost to philadelphia twice both pretty much on the last play of the game so as we talk as a as a group of uh you know coaches and general managers you don't realize how much time you we actually have and it's kind of like let's it's healthy to take downtime it's healthy to kind of relax but knowing this is not like implode the team this is bring as many guys as you can have back and hopefully use that experience you know the best Teacher in life is experience. Is that hard to do? Is that hard to get everybody to? I mean, I would not think it'd be hard no, to get people to come back and stay in Orlando. No, not at all. And I, and I think that's it's just it's it's almost like 
and I'll say it's a good thing to lose, but to lose the way we did, knowing that we, it's not, it, it, it wasn't, we didn't have a bad team, I think, and then when Philadelphia won. Yeah, you weren't it, embarrassed. No, it was it, by, it, it you know, the skinnier, te- yeah, skinnier teeth there. And it validated, hey, man, like, this is what makes teams, this is what happens with teams. Like, you, you know, when Michael Jordan gets bounced in the first, like, three rounds of the playoffs his first three years, you start to make the pieces around him a little better, that Especially kind of stuff. Especially when the so, talent level, or the talent separation between the, the three teams, the yeah. four teams that ended up in, in the final four, they are, you guys are all so close. Absolutely. And so, to, to put it to you this way, there's, I mean, there's only three teams that had the record that we did. The other two actually made the championship game and the one that won it we lost literally on the last play of the game twice uh, so, right so but no so when i woke up this morning i kind of i was like man i haven't felt this five o'clock wake up in a little while you know i felt <laughs> this that sucks. Yeah, this sucks this is close. i hope I hope russ doesn't ask me to come back yeah. in again no and i you know wiped the sleep out of my eyes and i said man i was like and, and for a minute i got into like coach mode yeah you're like all right let's go and then i kind of felt this like i felt like let down i was like damn man i still wish we were playing you know and, <laughs> I, and then i kind of felt that but uh no but it's it's good to take time and, and look championship game was only two and a half weeks ago Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how, I mean, it's, it, it, it like just ended. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a plenty of time, but now Good. it's, yeah, man, just uh, enjoying Orlando again, and, and we'll start recruiting here in about another month. Uh, open tryout coming up here shortly, and just, uh, yeah, man, slowly but surely. So Very good. Well, yeah. I'm glad you came back in today. You know, we're going to do some trivia. I know we – now, today, Dirty Jim is doing a, a challenge. I don't know yeah. if you heard about that. I just heard. It's the Mystery Box Challenge. So he's going to have to be ready to prepare the, the food that's in the Mystery Box or whatever. So he, he, he might do where you at. And then we want to talk to you about sure. about the NFL, about what you think is going on this year, and and do all that. So let's uh, let's find out from Angel what prizes we have in the old prize pin. By the way, the Triple R Segment of 7 is brought to you by Ember, where I will be tomorrow for three for one drinks the three for one happy hour is amazing at the classiest the coolest bar in downtown orlando it is ember you'll love it i'll be there tomorrow from uh i'll probably be there from four to eight but i'm supposed to be there from five to six uh so come by say hi get three for one drinks and kick the weekend off right angel what, what prize do we have buddy uh, the Prize Pinata is brought to you by Sento Family Moving and Stores. They're a family-owned and operated company. They offer both residential and commercial moving services for businesses all over the country. Fully trained expert moving crew, adept in packing, furniture handling, safe driving, excellent customer service. Go to the website, CentoMoving.com. That is C-E-N-T-O Moving.com. Get your move on their calendar. Let Chris know that you heard it here on Real Radio 104.1 Monsters in the Morning. There is a discount associated with that, all right? Okay. Okay. Up first, we have... Lucifer. Oh, the uh, devil? The, the, the movie? A copy of Lucifer, the I complete first season oh, the, on oh, the DVD. TV show. Yeah, the TV show. Yeah. I ain't taking it. <laughs> I ain't. That's the devil. Uh, it's a it's DVD, a digital, digital HD. Now the DVD includes content with 2015 Comic-Con panel, deleted scenes, and a gag reel. All new season starts Monday Central on Fox. Nine, eight, it, I heard it's pretty good. I heard it's a good show. I, like, I, I saw a couple episodes. Yeah. It's cool. Nothing funny about the devil. Yeah, I don't mess with the devil like that. What's a gag reel? Is that where he messes up demonizing somebody? I believe so, sir. That's not what I... Uh, anyway, so we have a pair of tickets to Medieval Times, feasting, fighting, and fun. Medieval uh, Times Diner and Tournament is fun for all ages. Dinner and Tournament is fun for all ages. All month long, Florida residents save. Visit MedievalTimes.com for more information. Hey, Carlos, that's right up your alley. You, you, you've got to take your little girl out to Medieval Times and then uh, you know, see if you can get her up there to be a little princess and, and uh, yell for the black and white knight and all it, that stuff. You'll, you'll, you'll love it. It's funny you say that, Sir Rollins, because I have taken time to acquire tickets in order to go to the Medieval Times this weekend. Oh, you'll yeah. love it. Yeah. You'll love it. Take a bunch of pictures, too. Yeah, 
It'll yeah. be fun. You'll love I'm gonna, it. I, I like to throw things at the Knights because I feel like I'm like, I throw a chicken at them. Dude, yeah. Please Dude. tell me you've seen the the cable guy. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. You see, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you can be the light brown knight. I like have that. You ever been, have you been to uh, Medieval Times? You know, I went. My, my brother lives in Myrtle Beach. Okay. So I went to Medieval Times in Myrtle uh, Beach. Yeah, that was yeah. the first one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Was it really? Yeah, I believe so. I wanted, to, I wanted to get out there. Yeah, was it fun? Joust. Yep. I'm ready to go. We have a pair of weekend passes to Spooky Empire that's going down October the 7th through the 9th at the Orange County Convention Center. Uh, they got featuring panels, tattoo festival, celebrity autographs, live music, and more. Meet the cast of Stranger Things, Robert England's going to be there, and Doug Bradley, and more. And Ric Flair. Yeah, and I'll be hosting the zombie run on Friday, that uh, the very first day of Spooky Empire. This is going to be a really, really fun time. So check out SpookyEmpire.com to get your tickets, and check out the whole cast of Stranger Things. Have you seen Stranger Things yet? It is my favorite show ah! right now. So look, I have one left. Oh, you have one I, left? Don't tell me. Oh, okay, cool. I, I won't tell I'm you. So no, happy no, no. This. Does, this, does this happen? to you when you know like everybody else is excited about a show and you tried watching it and you just don't oh, yeah. like it absolutely but, like everyone loves stranger things i just didn't get it i so, didn't like so this it is how I, old it school i am me. first off like i'll get a new phone because i have to right or huh? something you know i don't have a tablet yeah. on any of this stuff you got a nokia with snake on it dude. amy she got netflix like two months ago and she's like i think this will be really helpful for you now that the season is ending like yes. i was like when first off when do i become that old where people have to do things like this for me <laughs> right Talk now to me in, that, in, that, in that age you know right <laughs> really help you cope. You need yeah. this, Peepaw. Man, Narcos killed it. Hell yeah. I did Breaking Bad in like a whole week. Breaking whole, Bad is great. The whole thing. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Holy oh, yeah. smokes, the whole, But I did the whole thing. It's and, the and, best, yeah. And then so I have, uh, and so, but we need to, we need to find something together that we can Stranger watch. Stranger Things. And it was Stranger yep. Things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like X-Files, Goonies. I don't know if you know what Erie, Indiana is. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yes. yes. And so this is like. Oh, my God. I hadn't thought about that. This is right up my alley, man. Erie, Indiana. I'm sorry that you're not on the stranger thing. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the bandwagon, I tried I, I, episode five or so, and I'm like, I don't really. How do you, I, you, Jimmy, would you have guessed that Russ didn't like Stranger Things? I would have thought he would li- liked it. Yeah, I don't know. I just, maybe because it was set in the 80s. What was it? 80s? Yeah. It's like 83-ish. Yeah, yeah. And even the, oh, I love it, man. I just did everything around it. But if you don't like it, you don't like it. You would think I should. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we have a pair of tickets to see Striper to yeah, the Devil yeah. 30th Anniversary Tour at the House of Blues on Friday, September the 30th. Tickets are on sale right now. Visit RealRadio.fm keyword tickets for more information. Now, Coach, did you ever like something that you know everybody else doesn't like, but you don't care? You like it anyway. Yes. Yes. And that's where you are with Striper. With Striper. That's where I'm at. I know that. There's like a handful of people, and they'll all be there at the concert. But I love Striper, and uh, the, the lead singer guy, I've kind of become kind of friends with him. Like We'll, we'll text each other every once in a while. I'll send him and emojis. And super great guy, and uh, Michael Sweet of Striper, and they'll be there. And uh, so, yeah, if you, if you go to the concert, please say hi. And then we're going to wrap it up with this, and I'm telling you right now, there's a couple words here I'm going to mess up. Okay. Uh-oh, is it in French? Yeah. Shores Resorts Scotch Diner. A pair of tickets to Shore Resort Scotch Dinner. It's a Borderich four-course dinner on Thursday, September the 22nd at 6 p.m. Sky Steiner featuring the Remy Portfolio and guest speaker Zach Hilliard. So it's a, four, a type of four-course meal, B-R-U-I-C-H-L-A-D. 
D-D-I-C-H. Was that supposed to go in our prize pinata, or is that, was that, was that, maybe that was supposed to be in the yeah. Phillips file, that or, way too fancy or is that some smart them, huh? show hey, somewhere? Man, look, it's a four-course dinner, Thursday, September the 22nd at 6 p.m., Okay, and it's at the Scotch Diner. All right. And what? it's featuring Remy, oh. the Remy Portfolio with guest speaker Zach Hilliard. Okay. And those are the prizes in today's Very prize. Nice. Why, thank you, sir. Look, it sounds like free food. I like it. 407-916-1041. Terrell from Oviedo, Florida. You're on with the Monsters. How you doing, Terrell? How you doing? I'm doing great, buddy. Oh, what, uh, what prize do you want to take with you if you win today, Terrell? Uh, the medieval times. Medieval times. Right. It's a lot yeah. of fun, man. It's good. All right, yeah. listen. I, I got to fight a night. I got a trivia question for you. If you get it right, take whatever prize you want. If you don't get it right, don't worry because one of the monsters can help you out and get it right for you. So it's kind of like you've got two chances. Yeah, Dirty okay. Jim could get it right for you. Angel, Carlos, or Coach Rob Keefe of your Orlando Predators, okay? All righty. All right, buddy. Here we go. It says there a new, uh, with, a new survey was done, and it says 84% of Americans admit that they feel unappreciated oh, in their God. job. Uh, they say that they, in their job they feel unappreciated. But when asked what jobs do Americans feel is the most you know, undervalued or unappreciated, what came in number one? What was the number one most unappreciated job in the country, according to this recent poll? Uh, oh, teachers. Teachers came in third place. That, that, was, not a, that was not a bad a- uh, answer, sir, but it's not correct. That came in third place. Who do you want to help you out to get it right for you? Would it be Dirty Jim, Carlos, Angel, or Coach Rob Keefe? We go with Dirty Jim. Yeah. Dirty yeah. Jim, according to the 84% it's of Americans, ass. admit to being unappreciated in their job. Uh, they, 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 that's the way they feel. But when asked uh, what jobs do Americans feel is the most unappreciated, what came in number one? Teachers was number three. Yeah, teachers was one of my initial guesses. Yeah. I thought it was a little stereotypical, so maybe that's uh, – and the other one, obviously, I think would be maybe your um, your first responder type people. Oh, man. So we're after, we have to think what America thinks is – When asked. When asked. When what asked, what, mo- jobs do, what, what asking, job does America, do Americans feel is the most undervalued and underappreciated? And this is just a poll of general people, right? Has it, there's no specific group that was polled or anything? 5,000 Americans. 5,000 Americans. Red-blooded damn Americans. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say garbage men. Dad, go ahead. That's number one. Congratulations. Wow. That is it. Let me wow. put you on hold, sir. Dirty Jim won it for you, Terrell. Jimmy, I swear he has done the smartest Look one on the show. Look at his face. I was completely shocked because as at the very end, it was almost kind of a semi-joke. No. That I was like, who do I know? Who do I think is are underappreciated? Most... Because when I put out, like, let me give you an example of why I said exactly what I just said. Yeah. So we just did some construction work at the house. We're using, uh, what? Uh, you, are you familiar with Hardy Board, Russ? Uh, duh. Everybody knows what Hardy Board oh, is. Oh, those are my favorite yeah, books. I like series. Nancy Drew. But yeah. 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 Oh, Hardy Boys <laughs> yeah. were the It's a mystery, the and at the end, you kind of guess what happens. And then they got into wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's uh, it's it's siding. It's uh, it's basically con- pressed concrete oh, that, siding. That, that. Yeah, right. right. Uh, and it's like hundred oh, years. I mean, you could, so we did some work in the house boys. with Hardy Board. Well, all the scraps we put into one trash can. Well, it doesn't seem like a lot when there's a sliver here and a sliver there, but when you put sixty of them in one trash can, heavy as hell. Trash can went up weighing like seventy pounds. I drug it out there anyway. Yeah. And I was like, man, 
These guys never, and I came home the next day, everything empty, not one scrap on the ground. I said, man, those guys, and I give them a 12-pack every Christmas. That's uh, good. Because like, there are three guys that work the truck, and every year there's three 12-packs out there every Christmas. It says And uh, uh, just trying to make sure they, uh, they know that we got respect. It says the garbage collectors, uh, not only do they not really make uh, the amount of money they probably should make, but they get uh, ignored more than anyone else. People will walk past them and not say hi to them. I never not, do. Not, I always say what's up. Not acknowledge them. I'm gonna uh, say- and they, they are considered the most... Most under you know underappreciated job in, in, in the country. Say, I'm going to tell you a true story, and I God, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But nobody knows where I live, so I, I'll, this is an absolute true story. So I use an old, I use the um, uh, safety razor. I don't use like a portable razor. I have one where you take it off. It's got the straight razor type thing. You put it in there. It's like the old school one, right? It's a shaving kit. Do you sip bourbon while you're doing yeah, yeah. it too? <laughs> I got the meat. I've got the Boris. You got the cigar lip <laughs> while you're shaving. I've got the Boris head brush. You know, the, or the Boris hair brush. Uh-huh. Uh, Boris head brush. Russ has that one. Uh, and you know, I do the whole old school thing, right? Well, when I get done with my razor blades, I put them back in the wax paper they came in, and I throw them away. I apparently one time it slipped out and. When I came home the next day, on top of my mailbox, right where I put my garbage cans to be picked up, there was that razor <gasps> sitting there on the mailbox as a reminder going, look, dude, when you do stuff like this, it puts us in danger. Damn. And you didn't have to say anything. It was just sitting there, and I knew it. So now, I, when I get done with one, I put it in the paper. I put a wad of paper around it. I pile it up like that. Then I throw it away. Oh, I would have been pissed as now, I, I would have seen I, some I, razor and, that I was supposed so to throw they're, pass- pass- they're very passive-aggressive yeah, as well. Yeah, I know. At, at first, <laughs> they're, they're underappreciated <laughs> and passive-aggressive, yes. <laughs> At first, I was a little I was like, man, that's kind of ballsy. But then I was like, man... That I, now I understand, and but I threw it in the trash. It was in the trash within the trash. Yeah, but when you dump that out or whatever, they're reaching in there to push stuff down or whatever. Imagine if that thing catches them. I mean, okay, it, it would gotcha. open you wide up, and yeah. of course, with all those germs around, dude. I mean, that could be bad news. Well, yeah. Here are the other answers. Uh, number one was garbage uh, collector for the most underappreciated jobs in America. Can, can Gar- I say what I was going to say? Yeah, yeah, what, what, were you, what were you going to say? I was going to go like the service industry. I was going to go like uh, maybe uh, you know waiters and waitresses, and not in the they, they only have the top four, so okay, not. Okay. not in the top four. What else do you think is in the top four, Angel? Man, I was uh, b- 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 construction workers. Construction like workers, no. The, the road, like, was we, I only think about those because they call all the time, the road, the road about, crew. Have to think about a job that gets paid little, but nobody would want to do it. So we got... <laughs> Farmers. We got uh, number one is garbage collector. Number three was teacher. Uh, uh, what about line cook? Line cook? No. Yeah, no? Man, those guys are underappreciated. They're hustling their ass. Well, I was off. with you with the first response, but I thought that may be too obvious. It's too stereotypical, but, yeah. But we yeah. do give them a lot of respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think about it, we do give sure. them a lot of respect. As opposed to number two on the list, and that is mother. Oh, come on. It's, it says mobs are under, underappreciated for the amount they, of work they do. They got a whole day to themselves, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once a year. And, 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 that day and is, you are proving their point yeah, right now. a whole day that we, like, you know, kiss their asses. And stuff. you know what that day is called? The year. That's <laughs> yeah. what that day is called. They it's only, the year. They run it's the never household. Mo- it's it mother's year. It says yeah. they're undervalued. If you had Jesus. to pay a mother for everything they actually did, <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Uh, they would be paid a lot more than garbage makers, uh, garbage uh, collectors. Can we take that off the list? We're talking about jobs here. Like, we get it. Hey, this was a survey moms. of Americans that uh, no, these probably <laughs> the women, ass. probably these moms said you know we're underappreciated and undervalued. Man, we kiss moms' ass. Every, I know, but I kiss my wife's ass every day. I kiss my Gigi. All moms get a lot of love. Uh, the and, damn uh, uh, garbage man. No. And then number four on the list, I don't agree with this, but... Uh, it, better, it better be dead. Yeah, for Carlos. exactly. Where's <laughs> Father's at? How about that? Father's not in the top five. We only gave the seed. But number four on the list Whoa. is uh, mail carriers. 
The mailman. Yeah, but they're in the car. They're chilling. They're listening well, to the radio. They're driving on the other side of the car. I don't think uh, they're undervalued. I think they make a pretty good living. Yeah, they and... make a great living, and then they work for the government. They have a great retirement program. They have 401k. They have full benefits. I just be... don't think we have respect for the mail anymore because everything's email. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? I still love the mail. I love to Do go you? out there and, and see a little check maybe in the mail or maybe some, you know. Well, stuff. you're getting a check in the mail. Like, you know, if you don't get a check in the mail, that's and, true. and it's only always bills. Yeah, that's never fun. It, yeah, you're like, Ugh. Yeah, I did explain to my daughter. She goes, why do you go out there every day? I said, it's basically bills. Yeah. Just enjoy your life, little five-year-old. And then I drank some whiskey. There's a movie. It's called, uh, what was the movie? Uh, um, uh, uh, what, the movie you were in. The big one. Oh, Identity Thief? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The reason I checked the mail is Identity Thief. That's, exactly. that's the only reason he likes the mail. Yeah, pretty I, much. Guess, I guess this razor and the garbage thing is a much bigger deal than I thought it was because the texting service has come alive with guys who collect garbage and saying, yeah, that's one of the things you have to be very, very careful for. And they're telling me a bunch of different ways you can store your razor blades before you throw them away. That's that's crazy. I never... I, I you never, can put them in an apple and sit yeah, around the front yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here, kids. They're, I mean, they're like, they're like, they have a container for it that you're supposed to buy so oh, you can throw God. them away around. You put them in a metal coffee can. I'm like, who buys metal coffee cans <laughs> yeah. anymore? Oh, God. Yeah, I, 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 have a, I have a love for the garbage, man. I think I've romanticized their jobs. From, I always think, like, look at these wild men. They're throwing it in there. They're hanging on the back of the truck. Did they're, you just say, I have love for the garbage man? I have some love for the garbage man, I'm okay. telling you, because they're always strong as hell. They pick up one arm and they throw it in there. You should right. see him right now. It's like the, the urban cowboy. Exactly. All right, when we come back, we're going to switch things around a little bit today because Dirty Jim has to start to uh, prepare oh. for the mystery box challenge. So we're going to do where he at. Little and baby. then we'll talk to Coach Rob <laughs> Keefe after that about uh, about the NFL and what's going on in the NFL now. So when we come back, we'll find out where you at with Dirty Jim. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Where hey, so how would you like to win a trip for two to a VIP fish fry with Kid Rock? How cool does that sound? This is uh, an awesome prize brought to you by our great friends at Carl Black, Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC of Orlando. They're going to fly you and a friend, you and your uh, girlfriend, wife, whatever, uh, to Nashville, Tennessee, to the Carl Black Amphitheater, where Kid Rock is going to be having a fish fry. He's going to fry up some fish, do some songs for you. It's a great big prize, man. It's so cool. It's the Kid Rock Fish Fry, thanks to Carl Black, Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC. You say, well, how do I win it? Well, you got to be the biggest monster fan. Make a big sign or a big poster. Uh, put it in front of your house or your apartment or your business or somewhere on I-4. The, the, the sign that gets the most attention, the sign that's the most creative, will be the winner and will go to uh, Nashville, Tennessee to see Kid Rock in concert and have a fish fry with him. Uh, the people that went last year to the, uh, it was a, a pajama party, said it was amazing. They hung out with uh, with Kid Rock. He was cool as hell. He hunched uh, everybody. And he'll talk to everybody. He's, he's a cool dude, man. It's Kid Rock Fish Fry. And if you want to enter, think of you know where you want to put your sign, how big a sign you can make. We're looking for the one that gets the most attention. Take a photo of it. Uh, you'll put it on, uh, you'll do a hashtag and, and put it on the website. And uh, we'll, we'll go by and kind of check them all out. And the one that uh, is the most creative. Creative, gets the most attention. Well, that person is going to be able to go to Nashville, Tennessee to see Kid Rock and be a VIP at the Fish Fry, which is pretty cool. Now it's time for Dirty Jim to tell you where you're at. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Thank you, Carl Black, for that. You're welcome. Where you at is brought to you by Clausman Law. You guys remember Glenn Clausman from the uh, You Be the Lawyer segment we did here for years on the show. Now he's out on his own, and he is an absolute savant when it comes to auto insurance situations. So if you're out driving around, you have a little fender bender this morning on your way to work, you definitely want to give Glenn a call because this guy knows his stuff. Matter of fact, so much so he lobbies in Tallahassee on behalf of customers of insurance companies to make sure they're protected against their very own insurance company. It's amazing, but yet that does happen. It's Clausman Law, K L A U S M A N Law.com. You know how earlier you said some uh, some people just uh, who are attorneys shouldn't be attorneys? He is not one of those. No, he no, is no. exactly what I want my attorney to, to act like and to, uh, to have the knowledge of. And he, like, he is an attorney, he's yeah. a smart fella, but not. Not you, stuffy. You know you're dealing with a good guy. I swear to God, this is the truth. I just had lunch with Glenn probably about three weeks ago, and all he talked about was is how he could help people. That's all he talks about. I want to do this because it helps people. Yeah, he's a good guy. I, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. He he really does look out for his customers, and he's always answering his phone. ClausmanLaw.com. I love Glenn Clausman. Give him the beard, Glenn. Give it. And if you call him, he'll handle your business. He's not going to pass it off to somebody else. There's no passing off. It's yeah, him. That's <laughs> He can pass it off to himself, and that's it. That's a good thing. Where are you at? Jupiter, Florida. Oh. Oh. Uh, that oh, and then all of a sudden dead silence. I Jupiter, Florida. Much. Yeah, northernmost I- town in Palm Beach County, Florida. And according to the 2014 census, had a population of? Which small, I think. I'm going to say uh, 12,000 people. Close. Uh, 69,000. Oh, you MFR. Uh, Rob? Oh, turn your mic on. My, my, uh, 17,5 is what I'm going with. Angel? Uh, 59,000. 60,681 angels. Very good at guessing populations. It was rated as the ninth happiest seaside town in all of America in Coastal Living Magazine in 2012. Also, it's the area where it sits now is used to be with Hobie Indian tribes, right? They lived at the mouth of the Loxahatchee River, whose name was also preserved in the name by Hobie Sound, right? Mm Because Hobie Sound's real near there. A map maker misunderstood the Spanish spelling of Hobie, which is J-O-B-E of the Indian name, H-O-B-E, and recorded as Hova, Hove, where Jay-Z got his name. That's a joke. Subsequent map makers further <laughs> misunderstood this to be a Latin translation of the god Jupiter, and then it just got all mixed up, and it just basically said, hey, look, it's going to be Jupiter, Screw believe it or not. It. We can say Jupiter. Let's and, go with and, that. And Jupiter's yeah. consort, I guess, in mythology was Juno, and right up the street is... Juno Beach, Florida. So it's all kind of weird how it all worked out. The most notable landmark is the Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse, which was built in, anybody, quickly? Uh, uh, 1898. Yeah, not bad. 1860. It was made Uh, of brick and painted red in 1910 to cover discoloration caused by the horrible humidity. And, of course, in 2004, Hurricane Jean was so nice to sandblast the paint from the upper portion of the tower, and it was repainted using potassium silicate, and it will not ever do that again. Jupiter Inlet Lighthouse was... uh, listed on the National Register of Historic Places, and it's been there since 1973. It's also home to the Miami Marlins and St. Louis Cardinals Spring Training Facilities. I don't think I've ever seen that lighthouse. I haven't either. I've seen the one in uh, St. Augustine. Yeah, of course. And there's only like five in the state of Florida, and that that must be one of them. Well, there's really no reason to visit Jupiter unless you're like going to the beach there and know somebody. I mean, St. Augustine's like a tourist destination, right? Right, right. Also, Class A minor league ball teams, the Jupiter Hammerheads, and the Palm Beach Cardinals are there. Hmm. Uh, they have a raceway called Palm Beach International Raceway. It was built in 65, remodeled in 2008. And they tried to get some races there. They have IHRA and NHRA sportsman events as well, as well as ARCA races are there too, Angel. I don't know if you knew that. 
Uh, the Scripps Research Institute is also there. It opened up a satellite, Kansas. What do you think they uh, study at the Scripps Research area there in Jupiter, guys? Scripps Research. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say prescriptions. Ocean oceanography. Right, general. right, right. Actually, they uh, they they study development and therapies for several big time diseases. So they're oh. trying to figure out ways to work around uh, some of these big diseases there. And they also have the Bush Wildlife Sanctuary. They also have a little bit of stardom there. Oh. A show that just started last night was actually recorded there two years ago. A show that just started last night. Well, it's new season. New season. American Horror Freak Show. Oh. American Horror Stories Freak Show was shot and set in Jupiter, Florida. Oh, did it, the new season started last night? Yeah, the new season, the very first episode was last night. Oh, do you know what it was about? Don't know. I fell asleep. Oh. I had to go to the doctor yesterday. I'm doing well. Uh, Juno Beach in Jupiter is one of the famous nesting grounds for what? It's really rare. Uh, 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 turtles. Yeah, loggerhead yeah. turtles. Very good, Russ. White sands provide a home to more than 10,000 sea turtle nests each year. And actually, it's globally known for that. Also has a unique geographical location that sticks out into the Atlantic Ocean further than any point on the Florida coast. And since 1550, guys, ships have considered it an important stop when sailing to Central and South America. And many of the earliest New World explorers once passed by. And today, the historic Jupiter Lighthouse is one of the area's top attractions. Attractions because it juts out in the ocean. Oh. You can see it from a long way away. Russ, if you look it up, you've seen this. We've all oh, we seen have? this. Yeah, yeah, this, is a, this is an iconic picture of when it, they show Florida. It's, oh, I look yeah, it up you've right. seen it before. You've probably wanted to French under it. <laughs> I probably have, yeah. Now, here's where we get into what I talked about <laughs> earlier this morning. Now, this was a controversy based around this area that I'd never heard of. You guys tell me if you remember this. Okay. In 1999, Jupiter resident George Andrus wanted to display a United States flag in his front yard. However, the Homeowners Association had a bylaw prohibiting the display of a flagpole in the front lawn. He still displayed the flag, and the Homeowners Association went as far as foreclosing on this man's home in order to cover legal fees after being in court at least 28 times trying to get this guy to pull the American flag on a flagpole down from his front yard. Governor Jeb Bush visited his home along with members of local and national media, and the Homeowners Association still refused to budge. Andrews said, well... First, they said it was going to cost more to cut the grass around the pole, which is kind of funny. And then they told me the flagpole was going to take away from the value of the property. I said, well, we should be able to take away all the trees around there because they're the same as the pole. And it said, and they said they can't do it. He won and was allowed to display his flag in the front lawn with the use of a flagpole. And that was a national story, so much so that during the last week of July in 2006, President George W. Bush signed the Freedom to Display the American Flag Act of 2005, allowing residents to display their flag on residential property despite any homeowners association rules. How crazy is that? So that's what he did. Yeah. And although every single famous person you've ever even thought of hearing about has a home in Jupiter, Florida... The notable residence there is honestly five scrolling pages. Really? I'm not joking. But only one actually born there. Uh, Her name? Uh, Shelby Chesnes. Oh. And what do you think she does? Shelby Chesnes. Uh, or Chesnes. Chesnes. Uh, 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 she, uh, she, she, she invented Cheetos. Yeah. No. She, big time star. No. The young, okay. Country singer. No. <laughs> Chesnes. Shutting us down. Uh, uh, right. f- female bo- uh, basketball no. player. No. Porn star. No. Uh, female. You're close. 
She's a uh, Playboy's, uh, Playboy's, 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 Playboys Miss July Playboy. 2012. Oh, we should have known that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know all the years. Florida. That's where you're at. Thank there you, guys. Go. Thanks, Jimmy. Law. K-L-A-S-U-S-M-A-N-Law.com. Yeah, I have seen this uh, lighthouse before. I didn't think I had, but, uh, but I had seen it before. And, Russ, actually, there's about 45 different lighthouses in the state of Florida. Uh, oh, are there really? Yeah. yeah. Also, uh, interestingly enough. The, Let's go visit them all. The Let's mean, the mean, <laughs> the mean income in Jupiter is like 70 grand a year. Okay. They're doing okay Household is almost 100K. A year, ninety-one percent white. A lot of honkies no, in Jupiter. Oh, so you say? A lot mm. of honkies in Jupiter. Is that code? Were you telling people to move? No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's just kind of weird how that works out. Yeah. Well, you know. Thanks, it's- Jupiter. We appreciate it. Jupiter, Florida is where you at. All right, uh, we're taking a little break. Uh, Dirty Jim's going to start getting prepared for the mystery box challenge. Put on your apron. Where he's got a, a box of uh, of ingredients. <laughs> And then Chef Ed will have the box of the same ingredients. They're going to be in two separate kitchens. Uh, both will just kind of make what they think will, will taste the best. Yeah. And then as a mystery, it'll come in, and we will we'll, we won't know who made what, and we'll and we'll vote for which one we think is better. Uh, so it's Dirty Jim Primetime Kitchen yeah. taking on a real chef um, in, in a challenge, dude. Don't. Don't disappoint us. Don't lose. You're representing the monsters here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got one shot. Remember, I like deviled eggs. Uh-huh. And I like, you know what I like. Make it good. I will spit yeah, it out. make it exactly. good. It's not what you like that's the problem. It's what you don't like, Penny BJ. All right, when we come back, the coach of your Orlando Predators, Coach Rob Keefe, is here. And we're going to talk to him about the NFL and much more, like Halloween decorations, when we come back. You're, you're listening <laughs> wow. to the Monsters of the Morning. Join me tomorrow at Ember. Three for one happy hour. That's right. Three for one drinks. You you order one drink, they give you three. It's the best happy hour de- destination in downtown Orlando. It's Ember. They've got great food, great music. And I'll be there from five to seven with all kinds of real radio and monster prizes, monster magnets, all kinds of cool stuff. So come by and say hi, please. That's tomorrow. Kick off your weekend right at Ember which is a great place for a happy hour. And then, yeah, that uh, that Kid Rock Fish Fry contest starts next week. Right, Blog and Molly? It's, uh, it actually officially starts next week, but I'm kind of giving them a, a heads up to start yeah, making Wednesday their... Yeah, Wednesday is when we'll start taking submissions. Yeah, make your banner, make your sign, put it in front of your house, your apartment, your business, or somewhere on I-4, wherever you think is the uh, it'll get the most attention and most creative. Whoever has the best one is going to fly to Nashville, Tennessee to go to the Kid Rock Fish Fry, uh, which is a cool prize from our great friends at Carl Black, Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC. Jeff Hal is here. Hello, Jeff. How you doing? How's the blues? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I haven't been here in a while. I, I know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Coach Rob Keefe is, is here, and we appreciate him coming by. And, uh, yeah, and, well, the NFL's already started. You know, the season's already started last week. Uh, obviously, lots, always lots of stuff to talk about with the NFL. The uh, the big story really, uh, you know, I know that a lot of the, uh, the people that love football, the big story really is more uh, – X's and O's and all kinds of uh, you know plays, but you know when it comes to nationally, uh, people the debate being the whole thing about uh, someone taking a knee during the the national anthem, and I was curious of of how you know as a coach of a team, you know I would think personally that's distracting, has nothing to do with the, your job, and you're supposed to shut your mouth, stand up, uh, you know uh, just, you know do the national anthem and play football is what I would think. But what, what's your what's your take on it? Man, this is such a it's a, it's actually a great topic. I think it's so interesting uh, when it first happened um i was actually watching the game 
uh, when it first happened, and it was his third preseason game. So he actually did it prior. Colin Kaepernick, that is. He did well, it prior. Well, you got to practice. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. And, he was, and, and it's, uh, there, I don't think there's any more powerful narrative uh, in America than race. I mean, it really is. Uh-huh. It, it really, it just, it's just, it's so, I mean, it's almost in like every topic you really talk about yeah. when it comes to social issues. Uh, for me personally, I think people think as a coach, especially professionally, that it's like a tyranny. You know, what I mean, it's like it's it's my way or the highway. It's it's really not like that uh, by any means. I mean, I, I do believe that it, 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 it his it's his right uh, inherently to to do what he feels uh, is is proper for him. I would love to see everybody, everybody standing up for the national anthem. That's that's the way I was taught. I, you know, I come from a, uh, an inner city type area in Washington D.C., and this was nothing new for me. When mm-hmm. I, I remember when I was about nine or ten years old. And uh, my dad would take me to, like, the high school game of the week or we'd go to a, a Georgetown Hoya game or something in, in the middle of Washington, D.C., and there would be pockets of, uh, of people of color that would not stand for the national anthem. And I- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I remember asking my dad, I was like, you know, what is... What's going on here? Like, do they not? Are, you know what? At first, I thought I thought they maybe like were disabled. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I was like, maybe there's a problem or yeah. something like that. And then I started realizing this is, it's something deeper than this. So for me as a coach, I think I think the biggest issue that I had with the whole thing is that I completely respect what what Colin is doing. If if he feels like it's justifying what he really truly believes, and I'm worried about more of the, how the country's reaction to it because you never want the message to be overshadowed, I think, by the action. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yesterday it was, it was, it was really interesting because I think the national debate is going to get sparked even more with this, is uh, Dabo Sweeney, who I love. I, I would love to work with. He's the head coach of Clemson. Okay. He was asked about it. And see, a lot of coaches like myself, when they're asked about it, it's a, a quick one minute, like, oh, sure. well, you know, they, they just kind of go, they don't want to talk about it. They yeah. don't like talk, talking yeah, about you social want, you, issues. You want to talk about winning and losing, and you don't really want to get into some social. It's, it's the last thing that you want to do. And yeah. so for me personally, when I, I actually thought about that, I said, hey, if this would happen uh, with my team, how would I handle it? I think the first thing you have to do is you have to listen. You know, why, why do you feel that this is necessary, that you need to do this? Um, especially in how tuned I think you are with, uh, you know, minorities or women or LGBT or whatever it might be of people that feel like they're marginalized or oppressed in some in some specific way. Uh, Dabo Sweeney ha- went on for like a ten minute, and it was actually a great speech. And it was really it was um, it was during a press conference, and he was really kind hearted. And he's getting flack right now because he compared, I think, the situation uh, with Martin Luther King Jr. But saying how he would rather. Kaepernick handle it like Martin Luther King Jr. And a lot of people are now. What do you mean? It end up killed? Well, no, because we well, assassinated him. Ex- well, ex- with that being said, I know I agree, and that's where I, that's where I'm going with it. That I think people forget that you know Martin Luther King Jr. was arrested 29 times, and there's a lot of people that are coming out as like, don't you think that this is how he would handle it? It's a peaceful yeah. kind of nonviolent. Yes. Side, and it's it, it was like Muhammad Ali when he refused to go to the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. 
it was during he four years now he went to jail for yeah or, you know or, no, he didn't or, or go to jail, jail but four yeah. years he, he wasn't he, able to he fight he didn't fight. fight and that yeah. during the I couldn't imagine losing my twenty seven to thirty one year old oh yeah time your of professional prime. your prime yeah. and so I and I think people are saying well he's not Muhammad Ali he's not Martin Luther King Jr it's it's just it's a very interesting topic to me yeah. I think you know and I'm not saying it's right or wrong and different either way don't don't think what? people I'm, I'm having like a specific set opinion I'm saying as a head coach though. I would love for all of my players to stand for the national anthem because I never want anything to be taken away from the flag. But I'm very aware that there are problems within society that sometimes the people that you coach are on your team are going through that as for me personally, as a white male, I will never go through. Yeah. Um, and so with that being said, I think it's something that I, I, I hope that, that it, the talk is about why he's doing it and not – how he's doing it. Yeah, I mean, I think, unfortunately, I think that's lost. You see Shaquille O'Neal's thing? I know I just popped in. Are you, have you guys mentioned Shaquille O'Neal's statement on it? I oh. said it last week, uh, but... Yeah, but I mean, he basically said, look, uh, and the other thing I heard that was pretty pertinent to this issue is like, you know, so imagine that one of us had a uh, a platform that we wanted to get out and it was ultimately controversial, right? Uh-huh. Well, first things first, we work for this company. Yeah. Right. I have, outside of the hours I work here, I have the remainder of my day to protest on my time. Unfortunately... He's chosen to use the NFL's platform, which is national television, big-time advertising, to use to promote his, his thing. So the best argument I've heard is, look, you're employed by me, right? If you don't want to stand for the national anthem, stay in the locker room until it's time and you come out. And that's basically what I think that uh, Tony LaRusa said, who was a baseball coach for a yeah. while. He said, I would have said, you stay in the locker room until you come out because you're using my time, my money, and the money I'm paying you to make this statement, make it on your own time. Shaquille wondered why now. Yeah. Well, why now? Why not last year? There was just as much injustice last year. Why not 2009? I just 2012. Why not while you were in college? There was as much injustice there as there is now. Why but, now? But you can't put a time frame no, when a guy I, becomes yeah. aware. Understood. All yeah, I'm saying so, is, but and why? Then, and, that, the, and that was posed by Shaquille no, O'Neal. I understood. I would say the same thing to Shaquille to his face. You can't put a, 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 a yeah. timeline on when someone becomes or, aware or, or when someone it, becomes conscious. But he it, wasn't doing it as a starter. And I think that was one of the things that became... Or when it becomes too much. You know, when it becomes just so much that he goes, okay, I got to say something. I got to do something. I just don't think anyone's cause uh, supersedes the implied disrespect of men and women who have died for our country. I just I, if, if you got to do something, do it another way than the implied disrespect. So, but let's be clear about this. this country. No, but let's be clear. In, in, in my opinion, it's disrespectful Again, to men and women who are, who are much braver than me who would go and fight for this country. I think everyone should stand and respect them. And if you got something to say, say it another time. Man. Again, understood. But the, here's the thing, and, the, and we're getting it twisted, and we're and I'm having the conversation on texting also. This is not about the American flag. It, it sure, never has been about. American flag. But, it's the national anthem. But it's implied. No, that it's way. not implied that well, way. He it, said it in his statement. Go back and watch his people, press release. Most people take it that most way. Most people go back and watch his press and, conference. And could, if, he's talking about the national anthem. He's never said anything about the American flag. He's honored the American flag. He's honored our veterans. He's honored police officers. He's said that. He's talking about the anthem. And the way it's taken. Well, the way you're taking it. But go back and listen to his words. But his message has been taken by millions of Americans. No, not just me. But I'm talking well, to you. Well, I'm telling you, I take it that way as well. I think it's disrespectful to kneel for the national anthem. I just, well, I Angel, feel it's no, disrespectful. And this is good. And I think what when, when I was going with uh, Dabo Swinney, who's a great person. I mean, a really uh, uh, generous, kind-hearted man has a lot to do in his community. When he was comparing uh, for saying, "Hey, if if uh, what would Martin Luther King Jr. do?" and he was he was telling how he wished that Kaepernick maybe instead of doing it on the team's time or doing it when it was, you know, Clemson football university time on the field in front of, you know, millions of people, why can't you just hold a protest? And that's kind of where I think the message is being lost. What better way, and I think this is Angel that speaks to it, 
what better way for him or for someone of, of that nature, if you feel like you needed to protest, how else could you do it? And I think yeah. that's where, that's where and, for and, me, I'm, I'm trying to listen. I'm and, trying to get as much information as possible. And I don't know why I, I like this, better, but for when, when I saw, I believe it was three of the guys from the Miami Dolphins, and they, did the, they, ra- they raised their fist during the National Anthem, I'm fine with that. Like, okay, at least you're standing, you're giving respect to, you know, to, but you're letting everyone know, hey, I've got, I've got another issue. I think that's fine. Uh, but look, it's, that's, it, who, they don't care what I think. I'm just telling you what, what, how it makes me feel personally. No, I, and I, but I think, no, I think, too, I think that's where it is, where, and I think where Kaepernick and I think people are talking about it, where how can you properly get your message across with, at the same time, your action not taking away from your message? And I, and I think that's where, for me, I'm seeing it from all sides, where I hope that the conversations are talked about why he's doing what he's doing instead of how he's doing it. Yeah, because Dabo got eaten alive yesterday. He and did, ta- man. He ta- got killed. But Taj Boyd, uh, who quarterback for Clemson and uh, also was coached by uh, Dabo and is a black man, uh, called in the ESPN yesterday, I think, where Rosillo and Canell and said, look, man, you can say whatever you want. Dabo's a good man. He yes. is. He's a, and he goes, I bet people are probably as uncomfortable as the Bible stuff as they were about the other stuff, but Dabo does not care. Right, right. Because that's what he uses to motivate his players to not only be good players, but good people. And I think that that's where it's lost, where it's like there's good. And I would say this, it's good. It, it, people were referring to when, when Martin Luther King, uh, I, I want to say it was from Birmingham. It was called the Birmingham Letter. And when he wrote a letter from jail, and it wasn't talking about how much, you know, the, the Ku Klux Klan and all these things were oppressing him. It was, he was talking about, it was, uh, and this is what goes into the Dabo Sweeney thing. It was about the white moderate who once, it, it, that what people are offended by from that side of it, the Kaepernick side is, you want me to... Discuss my message, but you want me to discuss it in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And you, 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 you don't mind me protesting unless the protest offends you. And that's where it's, it's so interesting to me, I think. It's just such an interesting dynamic. Like, how should he protest in what That's would... probably one of the more compelling letters. It's the letter from Berg- Birmingham Jail that Reverend Martin wrote. Uh, it's from April of 1963. That is a very compelling read. And, and, that's, and that's where Dabo, Dabo was really talking about that. Right. And I think people were... He was doing it from the kindness of his heart, but I think everybody's trying to wrap their heads around this. So to, to sum it all up as a coach, yeah. it's it's just like I just think I have to listen to all sides. And I think it's just it's very it's a it's a very interesting topic that I think do you, you really feel, need to Do you feel a lot of football coaches are like, man, I'm a football coach. I I I'm not you know, offense, defense, win. I don't want to get into a, a, dis, a discussion about, <laughs> that's about race relations. Yeah. That's yeah. never been the case in the history of coaching. It, it's, not it's, once it, ever. Behind the closed doors, it's so open <laughs> not and it, once. It, it's so like, hey man, guys walk into your office and they really have things to talk about. And, and the and the interesting thing is about how it says Kaepernick might be getting killed in the media, mm-hmm. but the locker room is so united because yeah. of this, because they're realizing what he's now going through. And I think that's where it's very interesting to me to, to kind of see the process. Can you stick around? I'm here, okay, man. we got to yeah, take a break. Absolutely. When we come back, we're going to find out what's in the mystery the big box. Reveal. The big reveal. Uh, Dirty Jim and Chef Ed are going to come in. We're going to open up what uh, has been put in their mystery box by Petty's Meat to find out what they will be cooking today. Uh, both will be, I'm, I'm sure, cooking something very different, and we'll find out who does the better job uh, today. So stick around. And when we come back, that keyword that could win you, yeah. a trip for two to our sold-out iHeartRadio Music Festival. So stick around for that keyword. We want you to get on that plane and be the next person going. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. That's right. The word is Vegas. You have all day today and all day tomorrow, you've got opportunities to win. Like There's 20 opportunities to get uh, to win those tickets to our sold-out iHeartRadio Music Festival. So uh, what you want to do right now is text the word Vegas to 200-200. Good luck. I'd love to see you get on that plane with all the other 
all the other listeners uh, from Orlando that are going to see U2 and Pitbull and Usher and uh, Florida Georgia Line. It's a great, great concert, and we'd love to see you win those tickets. So text now, and you got all day long here on Real Radio 104.1. Right after the Monsters, you've got the News Junkie and the Phillips File all day to uh, to win. All right, so... Uh, it's time now. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for the uh, the Mystery Box Challenge. Chef Challenge, I guess is what we're going to call it, right? And uh, here with us is uh, Chef Ed. Hello, Chef Ed. Oh, let's turn his mic on there. Turn, turn the mic on. There we go. He's good. It's up. Chef Ed, how are you doing today? Good. Oh, you're not on yet. Hold on. Let's get you on. Hold on. Try again. Try again. Hello? There you go. Yeah, okay. Chef Ed, for people that don't know, please uh, tell us your, your background in the culinary arts. Well, I've been a chef in Orlando for several years at different restaurants from Rustique to um, Dubstred, um, City Fish, and now I own a Chuck Wagon over in Apopka. It's a 60 East Main Street um, right there in the heart of uh, Apopka. Okay, oh, yeah. all right, and Dirty, Dirty Jim of Primetime Kitchen, please Excuse give us your background in the culinary arts. Well, I cooked grilled cheese for rednecks for a while, <laughs> That's and good. Uh, then moved on to soups and salads and whatnot. Uh, I've been cooking uh, as an amateur here for a while. I did work at Gabriel's Sub Shop for uh, a while back in the day. Um, other than that, zero professional cooking experience. I have cooked for other said rednecks at comedy shows. Uh-huh. You've eaten um, a lot. You've eaten. I've eaten a lot. Thanks, yeah. Carlos. I'm glad you're uh, chipping in and, and really, really doing it. And, and he's taking this very seriously, just so you know, um, Chef Ed, just so you know. I'm, I'm uh, ridiculously nervous right now. I can uh, because see Because I'm not a chef. Yes. But I do love cooking, and uh-huh. I hope to prepare something very edible today and hope to uh, stomp him out a little bit. Now, Chef Ed, let me ask you, uh, you know, you uh, – you made the challenge to Primetime Kitchen Dirty Gym. Yes. Uh, and and uh, the, I don't know how this goes. I've never watched the TV show, not, not being a, a chef. Well, we, we have a mystery bag or box that Mi- we've neither one seen what the ingredients are. Uh-huh. And then the main ingredients inside the bag we have to cook with. Now, anything extra like butter or cream or something, you don't have to actually use. But you've got but to use everything in that box. Everything in that box, it would be considered a main ingredient. Potatoes, the starch, the veg, the protein. How um, much of everything? I mean, I mean, you have to use the entirety of everything, or can you use like a dash of? No, uh, you don't have to use the entirety. I just just enough to. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So you could tell that that product is in, in yeah. the dish. Okay, oh, all right. Okay, uh, just a little bit. Dude, yeah, Jim, is there it. anything that, uh, that would feed. Would that you would be afraid of if you open up that box. You open it up and like, oh my god, yeah. it's it's you know, oh, angel hair buffalo pasta. meat. Or, is there any, <laughs> man, I have angel to hair you, pasta. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, and I think Ed would agree. Really, the scariest things are the things that can be done a lot with. Like if it's a chicken breast, uh-huh. because think about it. I mean, there's so much you can do with it. It really challenges mm-hmm. your creativity. If so it's you're, something that you can only just basically sear with salt and pepper, and maybe roast it, and and the. And uh, the talent would be getting the cooking temperature right. Yes. That really isn't much of a challenge. But if it's something like that or maybe a pork tenderloin, it's going to make you stretch what you really know about cooking. So, Chef Ed, uh, Dirty Jim says he would be afraid of a chicken breast. Would you be afraid of a chicken breast? No. I mean, because there's so much you can do with it. Um, I think what I'd be afraid is uh, unique items, something that you wouldn't expect 
like a, a sweet item to go in with a savory dish. Uh-huh. So we got to try to incorporate like a jelly, like you said yesterday. Uh-huh. Something like that would make it a little bit more difficult. So who puts who who does the bag? Yeah. Uh, uh, Petty's Meats pro- provided everything in the, in the box. Same for uh, both. The same for both. The Good. same thing, and they're going to go into two different kitchens. Jim's had his all night. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Jimmy no. did not okay, have it. Okay, he did okay. not have it. As a matter of fact, they brought it here and that? they they put it on ice here. Well, so actually, they, yeah, they put it in the secret fridge. They brought it here like five minutes after the show, and Dirty Jim was way gone by then. <laughs> so, trust me. Yeah, he was almost asleep by that time. So uh, he did not. He did not see what was in the the mystery box. Well, they're sealed anyway. All right, so let's go ahead and let's open it up. Uh, can I can I scream out the ingredients like uh, Master Chef Japanese style? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. What's well, the first thing? Is first things first. What is that? Oh, it's a. Uh, what is yeah. it? Egg noodles. Egg noodles. Papadella noodles. Papadella noodles. Egg noodles. Okay. What's that? Oh, a bottle of wine. Uh, Pinot Grigio uh, white wine. Okay. All right. Pinot Grigio. Yeah, yeah. So oh, intense. This is so intense. Half, half and half milk. Uh, I'm, I'm scared for the protein. Hold on. Hold on. Building this up. Oh, we have uh, asparagus and some green onions. Asparagus. Green onion. My last girl was scared of the protein. Yeah. Oh, what is that, dude? What is that? What is this? Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh-oh. Pickled quail egg. Oh, pickled quail egg. That's what oh. we were told. Pickled quail egg. I've never even seen that. That's bar food in Louisiana. Pickled quail egg. Oh, yeah. Yes. For sure. Oh, that's no problem. What's that? They gave us herbs de Provence, which is basically a Blend of herbs, uh, primarily used in French cooking, really. Okay, what's this? Uh, which is rosemary. What is that? It's, oh, here's the protein. Turn it over. What's the protein? Is it chicken? Well, it's quail. Quail. Oh, double quail. <laughs> so we got quail and quail eggs. And I'm then, so happy I came and, in today. And squash and zucchini. Squash and zucchini. Oh my god, dude. Okay, so each of you, <laughs> have, each of you have the same thing, <laughs> and you got to try to make. You gotta try to make a good meal out of that. You guys already thinking? Oh man! Maybe buffalo yeah. quail eggs. Gotta go, dude. Quail I'm eggs. Quail eggs. Oh, look how happy Jimmy Jim, is. I've never seen Jimmy smile. Well, Jimmy's so happy because he knows this is tough for both of them. Yeah, I, I know why. Like, he's no happy. one has an advantage Little, on this one because he's actually hit a pack of bacon in that drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little wow, devil, that, little that, deviled that, quail eggs. I can see them now. So you have pickled quail eggs. You have pasta. You have white wine. You have quail itself, asparagus, uh-huh. green onion, buttercream, and herbs, and th- and squash and zucchini, and all of the main ingredients. Like that egg has to be in the dish. Oh. I've never even Somehow. tasted one. Does it, oh. Like like every egg does, or just no, one? No, no, no. Just you have to get one or two in there. Okay, and one or two quail so eggs. So can you eat, can you eat that oh. like an olive? Can you just eat it right out? Yeah, yeah. it looks like it smells like butt. Oh, I mean they they <laughs> love them in Louisiana. They have those big is jars it, is it good? of them. A quail egg. Yeah, yeah. Hey. me and a friend. Carlos. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Uh, peanut yeah, butter yeah. and jelly. I'll wait for mine. Oh, oh, boy, Coach Rob Keeps is yeah, all into it, boy. Oh, oh man, it's good. Man. Is it good? That look on your face isn't a good look, Jimmy. Here's the problem with stuff like this. That thing is vinegar. I mean, very vinegary uh-huh. and really spicy. So now you have yeah. to figure out. You like it? I love it. How to it get spicy. The, spi- get, the spice hits you at the end there. Kind of yeah. kicks you. Yeah, that that is really interesting. So now we have to figure out how to get that stupid thing yeah. into a dish where that doesn't overwhelm the dish. Man, hey, can, get, get Carlos's face. Can little baby pallet over here, is he going to be able to eat quail? Is that, uh, is that against yeah, your... Yeah, it's a bird. I hate birds. Oh, you hate birds. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I eat a bird. So then, and you'll eat a bird. It'll hit you in about... Ten seconds here. You'll eat a bird or bird baby as well because you're eating the eggs. Hell okay. yeah, birds need. All to right, die. so you Let's guys have oh, what's what's the uh, agreed <laughs> wow. about time? How much time do you need oh, to prepare hour, something? Hour or so. <laughs> <Goodness> <laughs> so <laughs> at nine fifteen. At nine fifteen. Oh man, okay. that's an hour. Uh, you said an hour. It's an hour. Right. Hey, I need Jimmy to do two reads. They need you to do two reads, Jim. 
On your mark, get set, go. Oh, Jimmy he is, is freaking out. Freaking he really out. is freaked out. Like, I've never like, seen him freaked out that way. That is Jimmy at his most disheveled. Like yeah. he yeah. is like totally freaking out. And that that quail egg, damn. How yeah. was that, Carlos? So they got it's pasta. Very flavorful. They got a lot of flavor. Pasta quail quail eggs. Uh, asparagus. Yeah. What was the noodles? Of egg noodles or it was something? Egg noodles. Yeah. Squash. Squash. And then they had yep. the squash. They had Jimmy. the wine. Dude, I'm telling you, the pasta is going to be difficult. I mean, what do you do with the pasta there? You cook it. Because it usually like a ziti. <laughs> what, what does anybody do with pasta? Put it You're in water asking the wrong it. guys, Jimmy. Here's the best part. You don't eat today, so screw you. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing. All right, well, Make it he, good, Jimmy. As soon as you do your library, he's going to run over there, and, and you know, one guy is in one kitchen, and yeah. then the other guy is in another kitchen. They can't see what they're oh, doing. Man, that now, is... Blog and Molly is going to have this on the Real Radio <sighs> Facebook page, and I believe she's going to monitor what Dirty Jim is doing, because that will be the most comical of the two. I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm sure one's going to be, I'm sure Chef Ed's going to be very calm no, and confident. Me. When we walked into that green room, tripping. he looked at me and said, that's a tough basket yeah he's right. done, and he's done this before hmm. i have not all right well that's a tough basket i hope you but. survive it you're dying over there yeah he's coughing all right we'll take a hey, little break we're gonna facebook live parts of this right yeah, yeah, we're, already we're, on we're, okay. yeah if you go to real radio's facebook page uh blog and molly is on it with the uh with the facebook live and uh when we come back Man, our, i coach, can smell that stuff in here coach rob keith is here we're Dude. gonna talk some more about uh, some sports <laughs> in the nfl and then uh, we got jeff howe and dirty jim will be i mean just cooking as fast as he can Let's go. All right, let's do it. All right, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Leg up. How do we sell 200 new cars in 10 days? We sell them for pennies on the dollar. It's Greenway's Jeep Celebration event. Around the clock for 10 days only. Four-door Wranglers, pennies on the dollar. Jeep Grand Cherokees, pennies on the dollar. New Ram trucks, pennies on the dollar. Like Jeep Cherokees, just $16.9. New Cherokees, $2.79 a month with zero down. Open 24-7 at GreenwayDodge.com. Hey, join me tomorrow. The happy hour is at Ember. Three for one drinks. Three for one happy hour at Ember. I'll be there from five till seven. Greatest happy hour in downtown Orlando. Beautiful terrace outside. Great music. Three for one drinks. You order one beer, you get three. Can't beat that. It's Ember tomorrow. I'll be there with all kinds of real radio stuff. And if you want to go uh, to the VIP Fish Fry with Kid Rock, that's in the Nashville, first time Tennessee. That's never been said, Russ. VIP Fish Fry. Yeah, uh, VIP Fish Fry with Kid Rock in Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks to Carl Black, Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC. Then you, if you're the biggest monster fan, make a huge poster, a sign, get some, something that gets attention for the monsters, uh, and put it on the side of your house or your apartment building or your business, somewhere on I 4. The one that gets the most attention, the most creative, the best one is going to uh, fly to Nashville. Meet Kid Rock, you get to go to the Fish Fry, you get to go to the concert, uh, thanks to Carl Black, Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC. Jeff Howell's here. Jeff, where are you going to be? Uh, yes, House of Blues tonight, Friday at Connolly's, and Saturday I'll be at McGinty's Irish Pub on Orange Avenue, halfway to St. Patty's. Uh, Dirty Jim is now uh, frantically preparing some sort of a quail and quail egg uh, and noodle dish. Yeah. <laughs> He's tripping, man. Along with uh, Chef Ed. Chef Ed went uh, the, uh, across the hall. He's got another kitchen. And then Dirty Jim's got the kitchen here. And uh, and they're, they've got an hour to, to make something. And we'll, we'll try both dishes. And we'll... Uh, I just freaked out of it as I've ever seen him. Yeah. Well, yeah. the quail egg thing is throwing him off. Because it's, it's very... Did you say uh, Coach Rob Keith? Isn't it, you said it very vinegary? I loved it. You, but you, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. It was very... Uh, a lot I of guess, I guess would bitter, would bitter be the word yeah. to use? Yeah. That's one thing yeah. I, I, I actually take 
uh, a lot of credit for, I guess, non-credit. I can never describe, like, food. I think it's so, like, amazing when people can actually— we know, Jim, like, how can you actually can describe, like, what food tastes like? I would yeah. say that was bitter. I mean, that, that was super vinegar. Pequit. Yeah, pequit. I mean, yeah, yeah pungent. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Like, all those descriptive words. Yeah. But that, it's definitely an acquired taste if you yeah. need a whole Tart. jar of those things. Yeah. Hey, so we haven't had Coach Rob Keith in since the beginning of the uh, NFL season. And uh, we talked a little bit about the Colin Kaepernick thing. And, but uh, also, too, uh, Blog and Molly was excited to tell you that for the first time in her, her life, she finally has picked a football team to yep. like. Uh, and I'm curious of because uh, somebody asked me that Wendy asked me today. Well, how did she decide on the Atlanta Falcons? Uh, how did you decide on the Atlanta Falcons? Because I love the city of Atlanta. Okay. Like I know we have teams in Florida, and people say you live in Florida, pick a Florida team. That's a good point. But I don't love Miami, and I don't love Tampa, and I don't love Jacksonville. And they don't love you. They don't. But Atlanta loves me. And I love Atlanta. And why do you love Atlanta? I mean, did you, have you lived there before? Or? No, uh, my sister moved up there for a couple of years, so oh. I got to know the city really well. Gotcha. And there's always shows up there. I go up there just to see a show and come back. Oh, that's right. You went with Angel. You guys went up and saw a concert. Yeah. Yep. All right. Very good. All right. So she loves Atlanta. How is she in for a good year? This is her first time she's ever followed an NFL team, and she's picked the Atlanta Falcons. Good pick or bad pick? She's in for a mediocre year. Oh, I see. Oh, damn. She's in for a seven and nine year. Ah. But, hey, Atlanta is fun. I lived there for three years. What it is a great city. What does seven and nine mean? That means that they have <laughs> – I love this. That means they have seven wins to their nine losses out of the 16 games they will play. They will have more losses than they have wins. No, that's his There's prediction. There's only 16 games? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's not like it's not it's like a short season, Ma. Where they play all year. You know, that's why you get so year. excited. You get to every Sunday. You get to wait for it. Yeah. That's okay. the big thing. Are you going to get a jersey? You're going to get an Atlanta Falcons jersey? Uh, no, no, no. That's a big commitment. Oh, but you would get his name. So the quarterback, his name's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice. Matty Ice. There uh, you go. Look at you, Matty Ice. What a cool name, right? Matty Ice. But he looked like crap last week, though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. More like hey, Matty Natty Tampa Ice. Bay took him down. Yeah, and uh, and uh, quarterback for let's, Tampa let's, Bay is uh, what's his name again? Uh, James, James Winston. Winston. He, he was uh, the the I guess the quarterback of the week, or he got some sort of an yeah, award he for was, yeah the uh, the NFC Player of the Week. Let's put it this way: I don't think for our, our Florida fans here, because I know where a lot of people listen to us all around the country. I don't think any Florida team, unfortunately, is going to make the playoffs. Oh. But yeah. but I don't think it, that doesn't mean it's not going to be a good year. Because I, I know think I watched all three teams. Your actually, tongue, sir. I, watched, I think all three teams are going to be better than they were. But Tampa Bay is going to be in the mix. Tampa Bay looked good last I week. I, I don't <laughs> think they're not going to be a good team. You just said they're going to be all horrible. You all, just said all the Florida NFL teams why stink. Do you know? all I'm why do you hate there's us? There's 32 NFL teams <laughs> and only 12 get in. I know the Miami Dolphins look terrible. I, I don't know. No, no. But look, they played the Seattle Seahawks. That's a really tough place to play. First off, I don't know if Paul that was Allen. One of the tougher teams to watch. Yeah, Microsoft. Paul Allen's Microsoft. Yeah, yeah. The way they designed, actually, if you've ever been to Seattle, the way they designed that stadium is like specifically to hold noise in. I mean, it's it's actually a yes. proven scientific fact. It's the loudest stadium by far. I've been in there. It's insane. So the fact that the Seattle Seahawks had to drive with four minutes left just to beat the Dolphins pretty much on the last play of the game. Uh, with that being said, I think the Dolphins are going to be fine. But here's the point. I don't think any of these teams are going to win their division. And let's put it this way. There's eight total divisions. Right. So if you didn't, if you don't win your division, you only have two opportunities on your side to make up mm-hmm. to be the other playoff teams, and I don't see them doing. That's very, very tough to do. But I, I see the Dolphins being like a nine and seven, like right there, close to the playoffs. But I don't think they're going to make it. So Tom Brady's going to be out for the first four games of this season for the for the Patriots, and they brought in this uh, this other quarterback who really Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hadn't done much else, uh, you know, and so I don't know what kind of expectations there was for him. But, man, he looked great. It's amazing. It's How'd ama- that happen? It's amazing uh, what Coach Bilicek and the New England Patriots can do. This is a they, – it's a good way to put it, in my opinion, and I think it holds true. What the New England Patriots do, and it's just like any other business, uh, you know, Coach Belichick's a CEO of, of the New England Patriots, just like Nick Saban is a CEO of Alabama, Urban Meyer's a CEO of Ohio State. I think all those three coaches are, are very uh, CEO-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, for lack of a better term. <laughs> what they do is they assess your talents and they play to the strength of your talents better than any coaches that I've seen. A lot of coaches, what they do is say, you know what? This is what we do really, really well, right? and we'd and like you, you to try to, to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what they do is, hey, this is who you are. We're now going to cater wow. to who right. you are, and they do it better than anyone. So this kid comes in, Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. who's young. Is, you know, He's been around for a little bit. You know, it's like sister. second, third year. But, but he's, he's never, been there for a while, though, But right? he has never played. No, right, no. But, but, yeah, he, but, yes, but he's been in the system, system, yeah. Learning the system, kind of you know, feeling it out, and, and gets there. But he played against the Arizona Cardinals on the road. Which a lot of people are picking to be in the Super Bowl for the NFC. Uh, Not anymore. Th- well, with that, I think the Cardinals are going to be really good. I just think that shows you how great of a coach. Yeah. You know, and, and granted, the Cardinals missed a field goal at the end, so they could have won the game. But I'm telling you, they that's that's genius working, man. Yes, Angel. Question for Coach Rob Keefe of your Orlando Predators. All right. So this year, more than ever, I think it's highlighted how important the quarterback position is in the NFL. You know, with uh, you know uh, Bridgewater going down, with all the, you know. In the last weeks before the season started, teams going out and getting other quarterbacks. Is it uncommon or is there a reason why there's pro- they're not reaching into the AFL and grabbing quarterbacks that are just finishing up a season that are more game ready? Or is it, or no, is no. it, or is it really a system thing? It, it really is, in my opinion, and, and this is, again, not a, uh, against uh, the arena football quarterbacks because I think a lot of them are good, but a lot, it's very different. It's, a, gotcha. very, okay, it's, okay, it's okay. a very different style of game, and I think that they would have to, uh, in my way, uh, eloquently put it from a Marino football standpoint, in respect to them, they would have to be in the system for a long time for an NFL team to trust gotcha. okay. an arena football quarterback. But with that being said, I mean, it shows you too, look, there's only 32 teams in the NFL, and there's probably only seven quarterbacks that are kind of at that elite tier. Right. So in my opinion, I mean, it's it's the ultimate team sport, and, that's, and, and, and there's no other sport, I think, that has a position that is more valuable. I think that's the most valuable position in any sport right. that we have on earth. I mean, it's yeah. like you, not only you're a leader, I mean, everything, you touch the ball every single play, you're making checks and audibles and decisions at the line of scrimmage. I mean, you have to be cerebral, and it's, it's, it's just amazing what these guys can do. And I think, look, and so for, for Angel over here, I, I, in my pick, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. I think. Oh, you, you're not that dumb after all. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the Green Bay Packers and the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl. This really? Year. That's so that's, do I. that's what I think. And well, I, I know one of yeah. those teams is going to be there. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Forbes magazine uh, came out with their list of the uh, most valuable franchises. Uh, and uh, do you think you would know what? The, have you seen this already? Do you know who the top five are? I I, I could take a good guess. Take, take a guess. And tell me. Um, and we talked about that. I don't know. And we talked about the Redskins. I think as you alluded that to before. Yeah, Redskins are they're number they're number five, and they're worth. $2.95 billion. Okay. How is that? They've sucked for so long. But they're, oh, but they're, they're hardcore they're fan base. They're hardcore fan yeah. base. They're oh, sold yeah. out. I mean, yeah. you have to get on a waiting list to get tickets. Yeah, so my parents have been, they've had season tickets since I was eight years old. So, you know, we'll be 36 here coming up shortly. And literally, it's just, the waiting list is just tremendous. It's, and it's it's 90,000. It's the biggest stadium in wow. the NFL. 
But it's just there's nothing else there. It's not, it's not a college town either. Yeah, like we don't have Florida it, State and Alabama. It's it's the Washington Redskins. It's people that want to rub elbows with those uh, popular congressmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's, it's a merchandise. Is that what they're saying? Is a merchandise? Everything. Is it, every, everything. Advertising yeah, means and- everything. Yeah, together. So yeah. number five is Washington Redskins. Who else do you think is okay, in the top yeah, five? Yeah, Washington Redskins play in what is called FedEx Field. So that probably has a lot to do with it. Okay. Anyway, um, Dallas Cowboys have to be up there. Yeah, they are number, number one, one. Okay, there you go. Worth four point two billion dollars. The <laughs> Dallas Cowboys and they. They haven't really had a winning They've season for a long time. forever. How does that it's, happen? It's the brand, though. It's the brand. It's, the, the, it's the merchandise. It's just, it's people all over the what country. What other team gets to be called America's team? Yeah, I know. Right? And then, uh, so the um, they got so lucky. And when did that? When did that they, moniker they happen? They did it um, in the seventies, right? Yeah. With uh, Roger Staubach. Like, I don't even know if it was they... that late ago. I thought it was when Jerry Jones took the team. I could be wrong. No, but no, no. no. That was so, before that. So my father yeah. actually was a Cowboys fan yeah. growing up in Washington D.C., which is like an abomination. Oh my god! The Redskins, the Cowboys. I would ask him as a kid. I was like, "Why did you? Why did you do that?" And he said, almost like Blogamali became a fan of the Redskins when they started. Started kind of getting good, and they started going to games with the kids and saying, "Okay, I guess this is my team now." And he absolutely loves the Redskins. I mean, every weekend he's there. But the Cowboys are so good, like the Steelers in the seventies. They were so good in the seventies, and and they were the marketing tool. Yeah, that was the tool. Like the and Cowboys, they were the first they were, to come out with the cheerleaders. Well, and they were yeah, always the, on TV, and people yeah. were like, "Hey, what's this? This this is the team I need to be." Yeah. Rooting and it for stuck here. around to two thousand sixteen, and they're still the you know that franchise is worth more than. Than any other franchise, yeah. it's amazing. Okay, so that's you're right. Uh, Dallas Cowboys number one with four point two billion dollars. Who do you think is in second place? I, I the, the the first two that come to mind again. I would the Patriots have to be in there. The, that's number two. The, okay, the cool. New England Patriots with three point four billion dollars with their worth, and of course their their winning yeah. doesn't hurt. They're, they've been winning <laughs> a lot. Um, you said Redskins were five. Uh, yeah, yeah. So who's in uh, who's in third place? Got to be the Jaguars. No, they're not even. <laughs> I would I would say the uh, huh. it's got to be a, it's got to be an East Coast. L- oh really? I was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say that too. the Eagles or the Giants. Giants. I'll say Giants. Let's go Giants. The New York Giants. Yeah, boom. Three point one billion dollars. Be because, because it's also about the city too. It's about the and I think market. it's about the marketing and the, yeah the market value and how much like season tickets cost and. So what West Coast team you think is in fourth place? And this is new for them, right? Yeah, and it's where they're worth three billion dollars, and it's because of a recent. Activity with them? I don't know if that's why it is. Well, yeah, I was going to say the 49ers then, right? It's the San Francisco 49ers, oh, okay. yeah. Well, again, but see how and, – and I'll be actually – I'm two weeks now. I'm going to take a trip to San Francisco. How expensive, though, that area is for living, cost of living. How much – everything is so just – every. I mean, if you got to think of – like a price of a beer at some of these stadiums is yeah. $12, $15. But I would, I would like to see how they rate them based on what. Does it show you, what. Russ? Because um, it's Levi Stadium, I think. Yeah, though. which yeah. team had the, like, the most, uh, I guess, improvement – because they were, ta- I heard yeah. a story they were talking about the Rams. Yeah, the, yeah, so yeah. the Rams oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. moved from St. Louis to Los Angeles, and they're they're, they're worth four times the amount they exactly. were when they were in St. Louis. Four and, times and the amount in the market. So you go from St. Louis to Los Angeles immediately. The value of your corporation yeah. goes and, up because of where it's now at. And in a fire sale, who could you pick up the uh, the, the cheapest? What's the what's the considered the worst team? Well, think, okay, let's do this. So think about the market. What is the smallest market? Bargain basement, Tennessee, Tennessee nah. Titans. Oh no, they're, nah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville Jags, no, they're not the worst. Smallest market. What? De- dead last place. Only worth $1.5 billion. Freaking losers. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix. Is Phoenix, it, no. Is it Oakland? They had a t- it is not Oakland. Yeah, okay. that's, I, I would have thought move. Oakland. Because but they're they looking to move. I know that's the Vegas. To Las Vegas, yeah. yeah. But no, but Oakland, that's still in the Bay Area. That's a very expensive. The Cincinnati uh, if, Bengals. If you think about it, uh, think about it. So, uh, I believe Bon Jovi was going to buy them at one time. Oh, Jupiter. The Bills? The Buffalo oh, Bills. There you what? go. Buffalo the, the Bills. Market, Western New York. Yeah. 
Well, you, New York, it's still New York, though. It's a, oh, yeah, man, it's, it's a, a different world, world man. City. That's Basically a different world. Canada. Yeah, Lake Erie over in that way, that's a different world, man. It's cold. Yeah, well, yeah, and I, th- I think, too, as far as the advertising, the sponsorship that you get, that has to be all a part of well, it. Well, in those four Super Bowls. But still, we're saying, what are we saying, $1.5 billion still. Yeah, Yeah. the most expensive team sold in the NBA, I think, was $2 billion. Oh, and really? that was the Clippers yeah. recently. All right, uh, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. Help is here. Morgan & Morgan at ForThePeople.com. So a lot of people are asking me, uh, is Jeff Howe's new bar open? When's the Big Red uh, we, uh, Big Red Bar open? We've started Big Red with, Pub. We've started <laughs> the Big Red Pub. What's it called again? Uh, Red Dog Pub. Red Dog Pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we started with demolition, so we're tearing out walls right now. Which is, Did you which, actually do some of the No, I didn't do it. I was out of town. I was in Louisiana, but oh. it looks like fun. Yeah? I mean, it's sledgehammers. Yeah, yeah, tearing stuff up. I mean, up. it's tearing out slats. And it, I mean, really, and they had this one part where they had probably about, I would say about a, a four, 500, 600 pound uh, little ceiling area. And they just kept pulling these things, kept pulling these poles. And then it just comes, it's on the website. Go to uh, Red Dog Pub on Facebook. And I mean, it hits the ground. It's, it looks like r- really a lot of fun. Now, when when do you think you'll actually be open? People are I, asking I, me. I think uh, my uh, Mark, my partner, seems to think. Uh, we'll we'll be able in uh, September. I'm thinking about halfway through October. Oh, and I mean, he's hauling ass on this. And yeah. from what I'm hearing, almost every day, every other day, your your head waitress will be Savannah. Yeah, uh, that's what she keeps yeah. telling me. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. serving y'all she keep, bitches. She keeps telling me too. <laughs> you yeah, keep, you keep hearing it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I think she's. Uh, yeah, she's. She, I think she's looking right now for employment. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Coach Rob Keefe is here uh, from your Orlando Predators. He's taking a couple uh, weeks. Like, how long will you will you take to to rest? And then, when do you start getting ready for the next season for the Preds? Well, the the next season's more. It's uh, almost kind of like what we were talking about as far as from an organizational standpoint. Like, how do you make your organization more valuable? It's sponsorship. It's marketing. It's ticket sales, and all those kind of things like that. So, the the football stuff won't really start till like January and February. Oh, you got time then? Yeah, yeah I got plenty of time. But right now, it's more of just just slowly taking it slow and, and watching a lot of film. And how do you um, keep busy? I know you were doing some stuff with ESPN, right? Yeah. So I do. I do actually the high school game of the weeks here uh, locally in Orlando, oh, which cool. I'm really excited about. Yeah. So uh, on Friday night this week, it'll be Doctor Phillips at Apopka, which I'm really excited about. No. I guess Apopka is like the most Friday night light situation yes. you can get. It is, man. And they be- were always our like nemesis when I went to Edgewater. It was a popkin because uh, our the school that we went to in junior high, uh, which was Lockhart Junior High School, half of a half of our, our football team went to a popka, the other half went to Edgewater. And uh to be yeah. quite honest, a popka always had the bragging rights because we always sucked really bad. Well and, and so I saw Edgewater this year. I saw Timber Creek. I saw Bishop Moore. How's Edgewater um, look? Edgewater struggling. They are, but Chris Leak, who's former Florida uh, quarterback with Tim Tebow, he's their head coach. So he, he's, he used to play for the Orlando Preds. Oh, he used to play before I got here. Yes, he did as a quarterback. But he, he'll Leak get is him, coaching now. Yeah, he's a, so he's the head coach of Edgewater, and he'll, wow. he'll get him in the right direction. But it's well, which I love, man. I like to get out in the community, and eventually here we'll start up getting in the high schools and you know doing the readathons with all the elementary school kids and stuff. Just kind of a building process. I think what I'm most proud about is when I first got here, when I first met you guys. Yeah. You know, when uh, before we had Westgate as our ownership, it was, we were building this thing, and it was it was really tough. It really was, and you had to kind of day by day just win yeah. all the fans back. Now I think we're at a point where 
you know, it's starting to run itself. We're getting better at everything we do, and it's just you can just feel it. So there is a, there is something to be said about that feeling of a high school football game yes. on a Friday night, you know, and and both you know both schools are there, and there's some sort of a I don't even know what, what you even call it, but it's got a, a different kind of electricity to it. Then then going to you know a, an AFL game or going to right. an NFL game, sure. something about that that high school football game thing is uh, is it's, well, it's I, very American, and I, you're exactly. You're right, and I think, and I, th- Jimmy loves this word. I was going to use the word uh, Americana. Yes, that, I love that. That's word. what I meant. It yeah. is. It's a piece of Americana, and so for me personally, not being from here, I just I love seeing the bands. I love seeing the national anthem. I love seeing the the cheerleaders. They're getting out there doing, and the players and everybody. The teachers are supporting. There, all the parents, and it's just and, it's, lo- uh, and locally, I think Apopka's had the most. Guys go to the NFL. Oh, yeah. I think. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Apopka's, yeah. I mean, they're a powerhouse. And so Dr. Phillips right now is number three. Uh, Apopka's number two. So that's pretty. Uh, that's going to be a pretty exciting game locally. But at, on halftime, I do a thing. It's called Keith's Concessions, where I get to, I get to try out every hot dog. So right now. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> wait a second. That's my deal. No, no, hold on. Hot dog. You're not even. You, Russell's going to be like, how do I get what, in on that action? What the hell do you know about a hot dog, Coach Keith? I, look, first off, it, you know, it's based on how it's cooked. It's based on the bun. If, if it's. I, you know, I don't like a crack bun. I don't like the burnt hot dog. I need more than ketchup and mustard. What do you I need put some, on your hot dog? I need some relish. Out. I, nice. I judge on the condiments. I need some relish. Out. I need some onions out there. Maybe Loaded some red onions. Maybe some kraut will be good. You know, I mean, some okay. white onions. Uh, no, white onions. Oh, okay. Well, we're in Chicago. We talk about the we talk Who, about the tomatoes and the pickles, but not down what, here. What high school has the best hot so dog? So the best hot dog so far. God, that's the most interesting thing you've ever talked <laughs> to me about. For God's sake, all the time <laughs> you've been coming in here, look, I'm look, actually listening to you. The, table uh, the best hot dog so far, because yeah. only this will be my uh, fifth game coming up, but the best hot dog so far has been Dr. Phillips. Really? Dr. Phillips had a great hot day. And you can always You've tell You've just by, given Russ a reason to go to all the college the, or the high school football the, games the on alumni, Fridays. Now. Yeah, the alumni associations, they're the one that get, you can just see how, how much pride they took into it. So right into now I have a rank. Dogs. So Edgewater's third right now. Third, okay. So Dr. Phillips was one, Timber Creek's two, Edgewater's. Yeah. So I'm going to Popka, so I'm, I'm looking forward to an Apopka hot dog. Because who is it that puts on the uh, – who? Have, I know that the parents – have to man the, the yes. stand, and they and the parents decide where they're going to go purchase yeah. their hot dogs, where they're going to go get the meat, or whatever. And some will skimp and use like you know crappy little Bull hot dogs, crap. and some will go, "No, we're going to get the full beef." In the exactly, and, and, and so it's about it's about how much pride, pretty much, you take into yeah. the hot dog, and you can taste the difference. Let, let me, and so at halftime, that's when I go do it. So man. Dr. Go, Phillips will, is right now in the lead. Dr. Phillips is in the lead. When it comes to hot dog, when it comes to hot dog, Edgewater's in third. What, what was wrong with Edgewater's? What, what they did wrong? Well, there wasn't there wasn't much of a variety of the hot dog that I got to choose from. It was one standard hot dog. Uh-huh. Uh, the bun was very cracked, and there was actually no mustard. It was, it was just ketchup. It was mustard. Yeah, it was just it was just ketchup. Oh, and it was, they don't uh, even deserve third. It was, third it was burnt on one side. I, I felt they rushed it. Oh, um, well, then that's. Tight. But you know what? I, I they were personable. You know, the, I got I got a good service. Does anyone provide cheese for their hot dog? I've not seen cheese yet. See, okay, Edgewater, oh, listen, Edgewater, I can help you pump it up here. You, you need your cheese game up. You, you, you need, need to be a consultant. Right? What they need is they need hot dog consultant. They hot dog bun a steamer, okay, so that you don't have a cracked bun, and then some cheese, and, uh, well, okay, i got to talk to the folks. Now, Edgewater has <laughs> had the best, they've had the best national anthem. Oh, the yeah? Day, they oh. did. So they had their choir do the national oh, anthem. Yeah, I, we, I loved it. I loved the choir. And yeah. so we've had a couple very, bands do it. Very but artsy over there at Edgewater. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was awesome. Uh, my, yes, my, uh, my son went to Chain of Lakes Junior High, Yeah, and it feeds into, the, you know, the Dr. Phillips area, and he told me that half the hot dogs went to Dr. Phillips and the other half went to Olympia, and there's a huge rivalry. <laughs> oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. Big time rivalry big, with the hot dogs. Big rivalry. So ESPN asked you to do this, or you came up with this yourself? No, I came up with it myself. I said, I got to do something with hot dogs. There's a guy by the 
name of Todd Blackledge. Uh, that's brilliant. He actually used to do uh, – <laughs> he was a quarterback for Penn State a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but he does a thing on – he does a bit uh, on ABC. But it, everywhere he goes, wherever the national game of the week that he goes to, it's, he has to try the food. And that I'm a huge foodie, man. Like, sure. San Francisco in two weeks, I literally have everything mapped out. And you have to have a hot dog when you're, when you're at a, a high Based school football game. Absolutely. And, and, and so I'm all about the, the high school hot dog right now. now. In the concession stand, what else what, – what seems to be the second place, the thing that people order? Is it nachos or is it still popcorn? I, I see a lot of the kids with the nachos. Yeah, yeah a lot nachos. of nachos that's going on. But, uh, but, no, I stick with the hot dog, man. It's all, and I get two of them. You have to get two of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's just my thing. That makes sense, yeah. Now, what about, <laughs> what about some places do hamburgers? Do you like when they do the hamburgers? Do you think that's, that's asking way too much? No, I just I, I stay away from the hamburgers. I mean, they do the hamburgers. I mean, look, if they took it another notch and I got a sausage or a brat, that's a, that's a whole other story. I know how to Lake Mary, they'll do, they'll do actually, they'll make burgers. Oh, sushi. Yeah. No, not sushi. Yeah. No, no, no. They, they do burgers on the grill, you know. But uh, but then you got to clean that grill afterwards. That was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yep. I was but, on one but, of those little like, committees, you know, for, you know, I had a kid playing and, and, and uh, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll do the grill. That's yeah. hard. But, but a grill burger at a football game? Yeah. Ooh. So that's, but even, that's even look, when I go to my, my little nephew's like flag football games, when we go back to South Carolina, mm-hmm. I have to get it's hot dogs, man. It's just something about a sport, watching a sport, I have to have a hot dog. Hey, man. if you're a hot dog man, uh, how long have you been in town now? Three years? Three years, yep. Have you been to hot dog heaven? I have not. Brother. Oh, man. Let, let me give you a, this is from me to you. Yeah, I don't, you just I, ruined your I credibility on your little hot dog with no, that coach. No, but with that being said. I don't, give, I, I, I don't give a lot of advice. I don't know if but, I can eat a hot dog on like a, a, like a, as, a as a lunch. Uh, I have to be at like an let event. Let me say, coach, please. Uh, okay. You, you got to go to hot dog heaven. They've got every kind of hot dog you would ever want. You go there, get the Chicago dog. Done. They've been around for years. We know the, the owner is super nice people. And then it's an institution here in Orlando. So it's Chicago hot. dog, I got the pickles oh. on it. I got tomatoes on it. And the little, and the little, uh, um, and the little uh, onion, not the onions, but the uh, peppers. I mean, it's it's oh, a full sure, on. Sure, yeah, it's a real deal. You gotta go. You gotta go check that I out. I love how excited you are about this. We oh, found a common bond. Yeah, and, it's, and it's hot dogs. <laughs> it's wieners. <laughs> love the wiener. Me and, love, me and Rob oh, love the wieners. Weird. Hey, there, there's a list of uh, of six things that you should not store in your refrigerator. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a stupid list. Let me look at it. I'm like, oh, I knew all that. I knew all that. But there's one on the list I didn't know. Oh, so really? so what, what is it do you think you should not store in your refrigerator? Batteries. In, in your refrigerator. In your, it, do it, people it, do that? It, it's all food. What? Batteries? Oh, it's yeah, all food. Yeah, in the old seen. days. In the old days, yeah. I'm old like, you, like you know not to put bananas in your refrigerator, right? Yeah, yeah. okay, I got Okay, you. okay right, so right. That, that one's easy. Uh, what, what else have you always known you don't put in your refrigerator? Ooh, like potatoes, right? Yeah. Okay, you don't put potatoes in the refrigerator. Hot sauce. Uh, onions. Onions. Uh, onions not, not on the on list. The, uh, avocados are on the list. Yeah. You don't put uh, olive oil in the ref- in the refrigerator. You don't put coffee in the refrigerator. Right. Why do people do that then? I see people put uh, coffee in the fridge all the time. But here's the. I here, don't put motor oil. They say you're not supposed to. Okay. But here's one thing they say to never put in the refrigerator uh, because they'll go bad much quicker, and that's melons, watermelon, and cantaloupe. Oh, really? I kn- oh, my God. I, I mean, I put it in there all the time. I would say, as soon as I, I like get, cold cantaloupe. I yeah. sell it, yeah. They sell it in the re- uh, refrigerator department. They say they keep in uh, melons, or watermelons, or cantaloupes. Uh, you got to keep it at room temperature. It actually will preserve them much, much longer, and they're, they're better for you. Uh, there's no but, ant- antioxidants. But who wants to eat a warm watermelon? Yeah. Not me. Yeah, stupid. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> but it says here that uh, that was uh, one of their tips for keep, stupid having, food, researchers. having food last longer. 
Well, I mean, it's delicious cold. Yeah. I mean, the, reason, the reason it lasts longer is because nobody wants to eat the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's still just yeah. sitting there, yeah. Uh, and then bread. They say you don't put bread in. Oh, I put See, bread I in there. Yeah, I don't like I that. Put, I, don't I like put cold. bread in the fridge. You put uh, bread in the fridge? Yeah. It makes it last way longer. And then if you need bread. to heat it up, you, you know. Oh, you you heat it, it up. Yeah. It says they are bread. It actually makes moldy bread get moldy faster. Really? Um, a question I, about bread. I'm, and the, starch is, crystal, the starch will crystallize. I got that bread. From the cold. This is going to let me know what kind of savages you are. Okay. You buy bread. Yeah. Okay. Right? You open it up. Yes. And you're getting ready to make yourself a sandwich. Okay. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, picturing, I'm picturing this right now. Yes. When you reach in. Yes. Do you use the first two pieces of bread? No. Never. You leave that, that end piece for some other. Never. Right. So then the rest of the time that yes. you go through, you, you have to rub your hand over that piece. Oh, yeah. That piece You is leave that d- piece in there the it's, whole time. It's kind of like a bookend. It is bacteria filled <laughs> by the time you get that to the end. That is disgusting. I know. You're, you're supposed to use that, that I, from the get-go. I should throw that one away first. Either, yeah, either remove it or use it, it's but like, don't leave it in there. It's like leaving the cotton in the Tylenol thing, right? <laughs> you're right, because yeah. wow. every time you go I in there, you're passing it over again. You're moving out of the way. You're taking you're the next... You're constantly rubbing wow. your hand. Is, and I'm a sandwich guy, and I know Russ, I've never thought about it. Is that something they teach in Puerto Rico? It's one of my pet peeves. Wow. Can I, I tell have, you? I have left women because I've seen them do that. I, 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 have, I have turned down a sandwich that they... And I was like, uh, what's, what are you doing with it? Angel, you would get a kick out of this, Miss, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, you know, all over town kind of man. This is what I'm dealing with. I get a text right now from Amy. Uh-huh. Told you, told you, told you. That's why they make bread boxes. Oh. <laughs> No, but the bread you stays see there often. I put something in the fridge. That does not go there. How often? That does not go. There's a crisper. That's not where the turkey goes. Right. It goes in the sandwich hey, part. Angel, how, how often in life have you been so hungry, but you've had to eat the sandwich that's both ends of the bread? Because all the oh. other ones in the middle are all gone. No, hungry, hot, I've, high. I've done I, it. And I'll sit there and I'll look at it all mad at it. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. All I've gotten these two yeah. end pieces. And well, you know blunt. what I've done to, to uh, compensate for the two end pieces? I'll double up on the meat and the cheese yes you know well, I, I put extra mayonnaise <laughs> extra, yeah, yeah. Extra, extra cheese is one of the most overrated uh, t- uh toppings that why, you have why you say that you can only have so much cheese <laughs> yeah. you can only jimmy taught me this many i used to get extra cheese on my pizza extra cheese on my sandwich yeah, the taste it, of cheese doesn't get uh, doesn't, multiplied yeah, by just, more cheese exactly exactly it's overrated uh, but bologna is better when it's thicker bologna yeah. is disgusting meat right? i love it okay uh, bologna. <laughs> i love it i was drunk hungry one time and i uh, ate just the two ends of bread with mayonnaise and mustard. Oh, they, that's between, a loser yeah. sandwich. They call no, it. You, well, know, you know what I, I do? I take the first night. piece. I take the first piece out. Uh-huh. I get a. I get a tub of butter uh-huh. and I, I just dip it in the butter. Oh, dude! Yeah, absolutely. I, I swear I do that. Butter and bread? What are you, nineteen twenties uh, depression boy? <laughs> That's what you do with the first piece because it's a it's oh it's a good. third of the size of every other piece. Oh my god! No, y'all just ever, just dip it in the butter. Yeah. And that's a if we're talking gross sandwiches, y'all ever enjoyed? Delicious. Have you ever enjoyed a nice mayonnaise sandwich? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We used to put mayonnaise on crackers and anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. My crack- mom used to mayonnaise make and crackers and tub, bread. Tub of butter was my stripper name. By the way. Uh, <laughs> and coming up next, it's tub of butter. All right. Shake we those mandibles. When we come back, uh, another opportunity for you to win tickets for two to the sold-out iHeartRadio Music Festival. You get airfare, round-trip airfare. You get a hotel stay. You get to go to the uh, the village. Uh, they've got like a daytime village. It's a really great prize. All you do is text a keyword. That keyword's coming up in seconds, so don't turn the channel. Keep listening. When you hear that keyword, text it to 200-200. And uh, when we come back, we'll do a little trivia. Yes. So, Coach Rob Keefe, can you play trivia with us? Always. Do a little trivia. Your chance to win some stuff from the 9 o'clock prize pinata. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning.
All right, that was the uh, the keyword for this hour. Those are our two for the day, but there are more keywords all day long on Real Radio 104.1. So this hour, the keyword is win, W-I-N. Winning. You text it to 200-200, and you could win that trip for two to the sold-out iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas coming up uh, it's September the 23rd and 24th. So, uh... You might win today. You got all day long today and tomorrow, and then it's over. So good luck to you. Keep listening, and I hope we get another winner right here at Real Radio 104.1. Also, I want to, you know, I, I just said something about it a second ago about the fish fry with Kid Rock. That uh, That's available now. You got to start making your sign, okay? And we're going to pick somebody next week. I think it's next week. How long do they got, Blogging Molly? They, it starts next Wednesday, and they've got a week. They have 10 days, so it'll start Wednesday, and then it ends the following Sunday. Yeah. And then that Monday, which I think is October 2nd or 3rd, we pick, and then they, ha- they leave that Friday. So know when you enter this contest. It's a quick turnaround time. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll win it, and then you're off to Nashville, Tennessee, to the wow. Kid Rock Fish Fry. And it, it's an amazing experience. And i got to thank my good buddies over at Carl Black Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC for making this incredible prize possible. Make a sign, a poster, something that uh, that promotes and shows that you're the biggest Monster fan and promote, uh, promote the Monsters in the morning. Uh, the most attention, the most creative will uh, will win a prize. So. Uh, we're going to do a little trivia now. Find out. Uh, let's find out what prize we have in the prize pinata. Blog Molly, did you add something? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I did. All right. Oh, she. I, oh. Here's what Blogging Molly does, Rob, is, is she knows that she's going to play with us at 9 o'clock, so she'll put better prizes yeah, it's in really the rude. 9 o'clock uh, thing. Uh, uh, she's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> only looking out for herself. But, it's all about me. It's all about me. <laughs> but she's, actually, she's hooking somebody else up on this one. She's yeah. pretty She's pretty Whoa. smart, and she actually gets a lot of these right. So uh, uh, Up first, we have $30 Blues Bucks at House of Blues. Oh. $30 bucks, uh, a House of Blues restaurant or bar. Jeff Hallett's performing at the House of Blues tonight starting at 5 p.m. Wow. Yes, Till 10, too. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Go see Jeff Howell tonight. He, That's uh, awesome. He's always great. Is it the entire band or just oh, you? Yeah, three piece. Uh, Jimmy Fingers. I love that guy. I'm the bomb. Yeah, both of those are yeah. really great performers, and uh, and uh, you will definitely have a good time when Thank you see you. Jeff. Well, we have a copy of Lucifer, the f- complete first season on DVD. Own Lucifer, the complete first season on DVD and digital HD. Uh, the DVD includes bonus content with 2015 Comic Con panel, deleted scenes, and gag reel. All new season starts Monday. Uh, 9, 8 central on Fox. A pair of weekend passes to the Spooky Empire set, uh, going down October the 7th through the 9th at the Orange County Convention Center Ooh. featuring panels, tattoo festivals, celebrity autographs, live music, and more. Meet the cast of Stranger Things, Robert England, and Doug Bradley, and more. And uh, Ric Flair is going to be there. And Carlos, <laughs> you're going to be there too, right? Hell yeah. I'll be there on Friday uh, kicking Ooh. off this zombie run. And, uh, and then I'll be hosting a panel. Uh, we don't know yet uh, what it's going to be, Amanda. No, not details yet. Okay, but it's going to be a lot of fun. If you have looked on TV and seen these people dressed up and crazy, and wild, this is the place to do it. So check it out at SpookyEmpire.com. And Coach Keith, you like uh, you like Stranger Things, right? I love it. Yeah. 
Everything about it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. The last episode when Eleven actually. I've never seen it. I've not seen it. The last episode. She's actually Miss Molly. She's actually Freddy Krueger at the end. Oh. Tell me. (laughs) We have a pair of tickets to see Striper to Hell with the Devil 30th anniversary tour at the House of Blues. Yeah. On Hell Friday, yeah. September the 30th. September 30th is going to be a tour back day for me because I'm going to, uh, I'll be doing Ember, three for one drinks, Ooh. and oh then jumping in an Uber cab and going out to the House of Blues to uh, to watch Striper to Hell with the Devil, and I'm sure I will fight somebody for a Bible. You're, tickets you're are on sale right now. Go to realradio.fm, <laughs> keyword tickets for more information. And then we'll wrap it up with this. A pair of tickets to Shore Resorts Scotch Dinner. It's a four-course dinner on Thursday, September the 22nd at 6 p.m. Scott's Center featuring the Remy Portfolio with guest speaker Zach Hilliard. Oh, wow. He's one of the best. And those are the prizes that we have in the prize. We got them. You know, I'm usually, I'm not very, I'm not very aggressive in those kind of situations. There's been two other times where, like, uh, they, one time, uh, one of the drummers for Kiss threw out a, a, a drumstick. Right. And I had it in my hand, and this girl next to me had it in her hand. Yeah. And I could have taken it from her, and I'm like, oh, I can't take and it from that my guy, girl. What happened to that guy? And, th- and that drummer died. Exactly. About, yeah. uh, about six months later. And that's the first time anybody's ever gotten a drumstick from you. And then, and then <laughs> you told that joke last time. And then, <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, will next time. <laughs> And then I had I had the uh, striper Bible in my hand, and some other dude had the striper Bible, in, and, I, and I started to yeah. Rest, I mean, I can't wrestle somebody for a Bible. <laughs> this is wrong. So I gave it gave it to him. this time uh, though. I'm telling you, yeah. I got a little devil in me, so I'm fighting for the Bible this time. I don't care who you are. You look out. I'm getting me a striper Bible. I, I, you know what you did? Yeah, and that's something you know that uh, I mean, not many people have. No. Yeah. It's it's it, or it's, one. It, it's the good Lord, yeah. and then it says striper right on the front. <laughs> You know, so what they're throwing Bibles at you? Oh, that's that's their that's, that's their gimmick. It's, it's, it's a Christian they, band. It's a Christian band, a metal gotcha. band. It's Christian. Uh, heavy metal Christian. And, and, and you know, they kind of disguise it. But in their, their concerts, when they first started, they start throwing out the Bible to people, and they're like, "What's this? What's this book?" You know. Uh, uh, now I see the way that you're demonstrating throwing them. So this underhand kind of talk. They're not like launching them at people. No, they're no, not, no, no, that's no, just no, how no, no. It, They just they only do like three, right? Gotcha. Yeah. You know, and you gotta get if there's only three, you gotta get one of them. I got all the years I've been to Striper concerts. I've you know I came close to one. I, I thought it would be improper to fight a guy for right. it. I'll get you some wide receiver gloves. All right, let's go to uh, Michael. You're on Real Radio 104.1. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing great, Russ. How are you? Better, Russ. Great, buddy. Yeah. I got a trivia question for you. Uh, if you win, what prize do you want to take with you? I would love the Spooky Empire tickets. Oh, like, hell yeah. If you come great. out there, holler at me. All right. If you get oh, it right, yeah. take the prize. If you don't get it right, don't worry because you've got some monsters that can help you out. If you get it wrong, you can uh, ask uh, Angel to get it right for yeah. you. You got Carlos, Jeff Howe, oh. Coach Rob Keefe, or Blog and Molly who can help you, okay? All right, cool. All right, Michael. Good Very luck. Excited. Here we go. Name the celebrity that spent nine months in prison in 2003, and now he has written a letter to President Obama asking for his sentence to be pardoned. What celebrity, who is a national icon, really, uh, just wrote a letter to President Obama saying, please pardon me? Hmm. Um, damn. Uh, let's see. Um... I'll go with Tommy Lee. I know it ain't right. Tommy Lee is incorrect. Uh, who do you want to help you out? You got Jeff Coach, Howe, Jeff Howe. Coach Rob Keefe. You've got Jeff Howe. Jeff Howe. You've got uh, Carlos, Blog and Molly, or Angel. I'll go with uh, Angel, please. Angel. Angel, name the Angel, celebrity please. that spent nine months in prison in 2003. He's written a letter to President Obama asking that his sentence be pardoned. 
Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. That's that's a great guess. That's a great guess. It but is Jeff not, Howell knows it. Not yeah. correct. Uh, let's go to uh, Howard. You're on Real Radio 104.1. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey buddy. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. What's <laughs> what, what celebrity that was uh, in prison for nine months in 2003 is asking President Obama to uh, pardon his, his sentence? How about um, Donald Allen? <laughs> who? The very famous Donald Allen. Donald Allen. I don't Donald know. Donald Allen. I don't know who that is, but uh, that Tim, that's not right. Uh, you've got uh, you. You could choose. Let's see here. Uh, I, had, uh, I want that Jeffrey guy, Jeff Howell. You want Jeff yeah, Howell? Jeff Howell. Jeff Howell. You ready? And, and what is this? Is a prize? What's the prize? Uh, whatever a prize. Big, okay, whatever prize you want. Jeff okay, Howell. question. <laughs> Name the celebrity that spent nine months in prison uh-huh. in 2003 who has written President Barack Obama yeah. asking that his sentence be pardoned. Okay, uh, Morton Downey Jr. No, Robert Downey Jr. That is incorrect. Oh, so oh you were so confident. Oh, I was confident. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't call on me, okay? Mike, you're on Raw Radio on 4.1. Mike, how you doing, buddy? Damn it, sorry. Hey, what's up? Hey, what celebrity who spent nine months in prison in 2003 has written uh, President Obama saying, hey, well, please pardon me? I have no idea, so let's go with, uh, let's go with Angel. Well, no, you can get, <laughs> you got you to gotta guess, and then we'll let you pick somebody. He, he hadn't uh, been we'll to jail. Say, uh, Shaq. Shaq is man, so man. wrong. Shaq never went to jail. You can either nice jail. You yeah. can either uh, pick Carlos, Coach Rob Keith, or Blogging Molly to help you out. Who do you want? And I'll give him a hint. Uh, Bloggy Molly. Bloggy Molly. Pick, sir. All right, Bloggy Molly. <laughs> Name the celebrity that has uh, spent nine months in prison in 2003 and uh, asked President Barack Obama to uh, pardon their sentence. Now, this particular person uh, has been on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's a little bit of your. That's a hint. That's my hint. A show I don't watch. Oh, I, I think I know it now. Well, it gives you the the, 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 the brand of celebrity. You know, you kind of know where what celebrity pool we're. I was going to go with RDJ, but he was knocked out. So the only other celebrity that comes to mind is Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes is incorrect. That's a great, oh, that's that's a good, a good guess. guess. Great, great guess, too. Yep. Oh, great guess. Not it's, as good I don't think as he was Morton on... Downey. Yeah. Justin, you're on Real Radio 104.1. I love it, Justin. Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. What celebrity asked President Barack Obama to uh, pardon his sentence that he had in a, He spent nine months in prison in 2003? I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. I have no idea. Um... <sighs> throw, throw out any any celebrity name you think was arrested and spent time in jail, and I'll we'll throw it to either Carlos or Coach Keith, and I'll give him a hint. Bobby Brown. I don't know. That's a Bobby good Brown's a good I, guess. Yeah. It's not we, right. We don't know if he's gone to jail, but we just kind of think he did. Oh, uh, you got Carlos, <laughs> and you've got <laughs> actually. I thought that's probably accurate. <laughs> Carlos, and you got Coach Keith. Who do you want to? Who do you want me to give a hint to? Let's go to Carlos. E. Carlos. <laughs> Thank God. Look at me with those steely blues. Name the celebrity. Okay. That spent nine months in prison in 2003 and uh, is asking President Barack Obama to uh, pardon his sentence. Now, this particular celebrity has been in this studio, oh was God. on Dancing with the Stars, and a big name. And that's all the hints I'm going to give. Wasn't it wasn't like in the 80s? They were a big name? Oh, you know what? I know. Oh, I know. It. I, I think. I think. I, I think the seventies actually would be more seventies uh, and early eighties. I don't know it. Damn, dude! You know how many people we've had in this studio? Yeah. Now, if you don't get it right, I will give Coach Keith a hint that will just seal the deal. Seal the deal. But okay, it's a musician, though, right? 
I did not say that. I thought you implied <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, so we've had a lot of... Sir, what's your name on the phone? Justin. Justin, all right. So we've had a lot of celebrities in here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of musicians. A lot of wrestlers, too. Huh. Huh, Russ have is any, looking at his card. Have ever, any wrestlers been on Dancing with the Stars? I don't know. Yeah. But we've had a lot of old rock and roll stars in here. So that's yeah. where... Is, has David Coverdale ever been arrested? I don't even know who that is. Neither, I barely do, sir. I barely do. Um, I'm going to go with... Donald Allen. <laughs> that's as good as David Coverdale. Okay, I'm going to go with... God... Damn. Um, I'm going to go with Tommy Chong. The answer is Tommy Chong. Oh, 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 yeah. Put you on hold. You are a winner, sir. Yes. It is Tommy Chong. Uh, that was the only guy I could think of. Dude, Cheech I have no Chong. idea. Tommy Chong has been in here live before. And he danced on Dancing and, with the Stars. And he danced on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. He came in here and told us how salsa dancing uh, was uh, keeping him on the straight and narrow. And, and could cure drugs. And could, could cure, cure drugs. doing drugs. Whatever. Yeah. That's and, the best high you could get. Salsa and, dancing. And, and, uh, burn one. Oh, yeah. Tommy Chong of Cheech and Chong has written a letter to President Barack Obama asking that he, uh, he, uh, he no, who would you have guessed? I, I had no clue. Well, when you said Dancing with the Stars and been in the, for some reason been in the studio, Gary Busey came to mind. Oh, oh yeah. But he's but, dead. No. No, he's alive. He's alive. He just yeah, kind of, he looks I, dead. I mean, that was, yeah. that's a tough question. Hey, is Bonaducci? A lot of people were texting in uh, Bonaducci. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, was, no. was he ever here? Uh, he has never been in here live. We've talked to him on the phone. Yeah, what, what, right. was the, uh, what was the... Um, Martha Stewart. The hint that you were going to give me if he didn't get it right. I was going to give you a hint about... I was going to say that uh, a part of a very famous comedy... Team in movies, sure, like, yeah, like, Jason you know, I mean, yeah. really gotcha. leads you down the, the down the path. But uh, he was arrested for what? Do you, do you guys yeah, know what he was arrested for? Paraphernalia. It was like that he had it, it at a bomb his at company, his house. Yeah. Bull crap. He should get off. Yeah, it was for he had he had he was selling bongs on the internet. Yeah, Tom, yeah. actually, some of the, if you can get some of those original pieces, now they're going for thousands of dollars. I would love to have a Tommy Chong bong. And he was nine months. He was in prison, huh? <laughs> it was a mail order bong business, yeah. and uh, they arrested and he spent nine months in That's prison for that. Ridiculous. Yeah, he was a real threat to society. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, but uh, I think there were some other issues associated with no, him getting arrested. It was that, and it was the fact that he was in that. Um, they also got him on the fact that he was mailing using the United States Postal Service okay. to mail these things. Yeah. So it was all of that, but it was like he didn't well, was, actually yeah, fill in mail fraud there. Yeah, yeah he yeah. didn't get popped with drugs or anything. It was all the paraphernalia. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, do you think President Barack Obama will do this? He, he's uh, he's uh, what? Busy? Committed? <laughs> commuted uh, 562 sentences in his pre- presidency, yeah. and now he's getting this letter from Tommy Chong. Uh, President Barack Obama. Uh, hey. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, Russ. Good to see you. Nice good to see, see you, you, Jeff Howe. Uh, Thank you. Coach Keep, big fan of the Predators. Uh, you coached well. So, uh, that last play sucked. <laughs> Thank so, you, sir. So Thank you co- for your honesty. Uh, <laughs> no problem. President Obama, yes. uh, Tommy Chong of uh, Cheech and Chong fame yep. would like to have his sentence uh, pardoned. Okay. What, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that, sir? Um, fact of the matter is, uh, marijuana 
is legal in, uh, in a lot of states. And uh, I habitually smoke it in the White House <laughs> today. Really? Uh, I have an original Tommy Chong bong. Oh, really? Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, uh, Obama. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the carb is a perfect uh, fit for your fingertip. Uh, so when you hit that bong, beautiful smoke. You inhale. And uh, so I think uh, on my way out, I'm going to do that. I'm also going to hook up Michael Vick because uh, when I played him in 2007, 2K, he was awesome. Okay. All right. So, uh, so Very fast. Tommy Chong can look forward to his, his uh, presidential pardon. It's true. Um, now, look, when Trump is president, yes. um, he can ask him, too. But uh, I believe uh, Tommy Chong is part Mexican, so he might send him back. Okay. All right. That's good so uh, thank you, Russ. It's good to see you. Thank you, You've sir. you working out. You look good. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Mr. President. Big thighs and those little shorts. <laughs> That's not my thigh. Uh, Jesus. Even oh, with the wow. president? Wow. Oh, That's the president, Russ. Thank you. Jesus. Well, I got to go back to a campaign for Hillary because she needs my help. <laughs> yeah, she does. And I'll uh, see you guys later. Coach Keith, good seeing you. Good to see you, Thank sir. you. Good to see you. Thank you. All right. Uh, you're, you're listening to the Monster of the Morning. So, early this morning, we started telling you about today's challenge. It's Dirty Jim's Challenge. The mystery box challenge where he's got a mystery box full of stuff yeah. that came from Petty's Meats. And, and then also Chef Ed from Chuck Wagon has a mis- the same the same, same box, same stuff. stuff. Yeah. And, and each of them went into different kitchens and created their own uh, their yeah, yeah, entree. entree yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with what was uh, given to them. So uh, it's been one hour. Yeah. And uh, Carlos, you and, and Blagamali went in and told him to, to stop and start to get ready to serve, right? I screamed it. I flipped his frying pan. <laughs> I pushed him back. I was like, you donkey! And that's how I learned from Gordon Ramsay. Now, when you went in, because I, I didn't watch it. I know everybody can watch this yeah. on Real Radio. Uh, Real Radio's Facebook page. You've got the live stream. Yeah, it's right there. It's pinned to the top. It's the first one on there, so you can see our reactions as whether we will like this or we won't. Like so this. when you went in though, and you 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 told Jimmy to stop, and then you told Chef Ed to stop. Was yeah. Chef Ed was he all done and ready to go? Chef Ed was more prepared to be ready. He was. Yeah, to be personal. Yeah, Chef Ed was like ready to put up his hands. Jimmy was like shaking his butt. You know, Jimmy shakes his ass uh, when I, he's nervous. I, I looked in there weird. real quickly, and I saw Jimmy was stirring something oh, really Jimmy's fast. Jimmy's on multiple Jimmy levels right now. <laughs> yeah. right? And Chef Ed was all smooth. Yeah. He's sipping a cognac. Yeah. So here's, I don't know if he's doing that. here's what they're, they're going to bring in two plates for for three of us. Now everyone will get to try it, but, sure. they, but, but they no, want, Jeff doesn't. Only three of yeah, us will be idea. voting, okay? Because you, you don't want it to be a tie. If it's if it's uh, right, if it's four people, then it could be a tie. We don't want that. So uh, so three of us will have two plates. We're not going to know who made what. And we'll um, and we'll vote and say which one we like, which one we don't like. So, uh, are they prepared? Are they ready? Who knows, man? I would have been done. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, let's let me see. Jimmy, I'm watching the live stream right now. We're looking through the door at, at like, Facebook. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. What the people in the audience don't know is the studios here. Was that Jimmy screaming? Hold on. Jimmy's like, oh my house. <laughs> And, and his, his glasses are up on his uh, his uh, bald oh, little yeah. forehead, yeah. Oh. And uh, and he's still doing stuff. And Chef Ed is just sitting back, like chilling. Oh yeah. He's All right. A so pipe. so we've got two two plates. I don't know who is what. Huh? Huh? All right. And Blogger Molly's in there. He's she's gonna All right. go right now to Facebook. Uh, we're ready on a four point one Facebook page. If this is your first time checking out a stream, this is it because Russ. Yeah. He has strong opinions. 
There's no middle ground for us. So <laughs> Wait, Russ, hands on the hips. Hands He's ready. I'm ready. Judge. Let's He's do this, man. Dance, I think. Let's do this thing, man. All right. All right. So should uh, we be docking points at the end here to find out who what the holdup is? Yeah, is should they be ready to go? Yeah. So is this like presentation? Is this overall? What are we judging on? Well, you're judging on just which one you think tastes better and how it looks and the overall. You okay, know, sure. You know, and what we get like a one through ten. Is that what we're doing? Are we going to dim the lights? Is a candle? Is it? This is some, the oh, ambiance. You want it to be I like, romantic? I like the way yeah. you're thinking. Man, yeah, we do. Let's go all in, oh, man. It's a bunch of grown men in here. What are y'all talking about? Can you get some eating music? I love you guys. Like very intense eating music. Okay, I see. I just looked, and Jimmy's still Light of the bumblebee. Jimmy's still turning around in circles, and Chef Ed is just you know ready what? to go. Honestly, I'm ready to disqualify Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> but, I'll still, I yell. but I'll still eat what he got. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he didn't look prepared, but we'll see. Okay, everybody on the Facebook live stream is cheering. Go, hey, Jimmy! Go, okay, Jimmy! Jimmy! Listen, Jimmy! Should we, since it's now he's wait, he's taking so long, and yeah. we're, we're at nine twenty eight, should we take a break and then do it when we come back? Uh. Because we can't, we're not gonna have time to taste let's it. Do, all, right, all right, let's take. A, all right, so all right, let's take a little break. Uh, you'll be able to. You want to watch during the break because we we can say whatever we want. But what if the food it gets cold by the time he's he's prepping right it, now? It's not our fault. He's supposed to be ready Dude, at nine fifteen. We're almost at one sixty nine right now. <laughs> all right, we'll take a little break when we come back. We'll uh, the the taste tasting will begin. Tell him that so we're going to break, Amanda. We're, we're, we'll do no, that don't, don't when tell we him. come back. Don't tell him. Make don't him, tell make Jimmy. Him, tell him come in. Tell him come in. It's such a high intense environment. It's already break time. Fourth so, quarter right I'm now. I'm so nervous right, All right now. We'll take a break. We'll do it when we come back. You're listening to the Monster in the Morning. Okay, now we're not pressed for time, which is awesome. Yeah, we're good. Chef, uh, Chef Ed is here from Chuck Wagon. No. Dirty Jim is back in studio. Yep. From Primetime Kitchen, by the way. Primetime Kitchen tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Oh, really good uh, show, too, by the way. A cheesemonger. A chocolatier. Oh, you met my friend. And a, and a winemaker. <laughs> Tonda, right? They call themselves the Tasty Trio, and they're on the show telling you how to pair wine and cheese and chocolate all together at once, and you won't believe mm-hmm. how insanely good it is. One of our best shows. Check it out tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, please. All right. Oh, oh, what is the name of Tonda's business again? It's she is La Femme du Fromage. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The, che- the cheese is, woman. She is awesome. The By hell? the way, they're set up at East End Market. You can go visit them all the time. I did that whole uh, that whole presentation, oh and I, we talked about it on the air. So good. And uh, she's a friend of Wendy. Her and Wendy went to school together. Three words for you. Black truffle Gouda. Go get it. It'll change your world. All right, guys. So here we go. We've got uh, two two presentations. We'll call this A. Oh, man. And then uh, B. Okay, but how do you know the difference? Well, I, oh, one's got asparagus. Well, well, yeah, we yeah. know which ones are which. We'll say B uh, has asparagus, and A uh, does not have asparagus uh, that I can see. Yeah. So, or it's chopped up. It I was eating. chopped up. Uh, yeah, well, they'll, they'll get yours in a second. Hold on. Oh, okay, oh. so if you want to go see this live right now, go to Real Radio 104.1's Facebook page, yeah. and you can see what we are eating. I'm going to... Okay, right so... Now. I'm going to eat both of these plates. Wow. Just. Nah, right? So yeah. well, let's let Carlos get both of his. Okay, so, so all right, what? B okay. has the asparagus wow. on top. Yes, has the, has the asparagus uncut. Okay, so B, hold on, wait a oh, second. Yeah, B, it's, it's switch it around. Switch yeah, you're, around. you're backwards. There you go. Okay, all right. Thanks for the assistance. A and B. Okay, all right. So we're okay. eating these, so the asparagus one goes first? Is that what we're doing? Well, no, that's B. Do you guys judge on presentation and, and stuff yes. all at one time? Or what? how do you? How are you guys Everything doing? Everything is taken into account. Okay, A is the one that does not have asparagus on top, Angel. All right, so that's the first one, I guess. Fact, so, I don't see any asparagus. Okay, so who's going to keep – can somebody keep score? Because we should do on presentation and on yeah, taste, yeah. right? All right. All right, so uh, – Oh, it died. Oh. <laughs> you people. Hold on. Hold on. You want to do my phone? Hold on. 
you guys set all this up, and then uh, the, web, the website, the website, come on. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'll, I'll get this going if you want to. Okay, wanna... so the first one, uh, A, has the noodles, has the quail, which I never knew looked so much like a little frog. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. it's crazy how much it looks like a little frog. Yeah. They, 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 it looks like several. They just put the legs wherever they want yeah, them. The noodles yeah. look delicious on both. There seems to be more noodles on the, A. I uh, the quail eggs on the first one. Uh, the quail eggs Angel can see in the first one. I, right. I can see the quail eggs on B. Uh, they're a little chopped up on the side, and you got the. I don't see the asparagus. Oh, okay, on, a, on B, uh, take a look at that. Quote. Someone they stuffed it. Oh, okay. So are we supposed to uh, yeah. give, give them a score uh, for for the display first? And then, should who's oh, writing this down? Okay. Is it best out of one? Do we go five or ten? What do we got? Uh, Jeff, be uh, the scorekeeper. Uh, Between one yeah. and ten. Okay, so for me, presentation. for presentation, I would give B. Uh, a, a higher score right. because I like the way the little asparagus makes a little little uh, little tower there. Okay. It's kind of cute. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm I'm with you, Russ. I also give uh, B, B the better presentation uh, because I do like how the asparagus drapes over the quail's belly. Yes, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And or, then uh, or what, what about you, Angel? I like A. Uh, you, oh. So you, you like the, the presentation. A contrarian. Okay. I, I like the fact that I can see, like I, like I said, like I mentioned, I can see the quail eggs. And I like it, the fact that I can choose if I want to partake into the uh, asparagus as opposed to it, it's draped over the main part of the meal. Ooh. He said partake. He's I a see. real fancy now, chef. In, <laughs> in order to judge this, should we be giving you like a, a, a we should give you a. So let's do, oh, let's do no. presentation. One in ten presentation. Okay. Presentation. Okay. You guys are the show. What, what would be the third level of, of uh, judging? Presentation, taste, and. Well, that's, how, that's, that's pretty much it. How though, it affects right? you an hour after the show. <laughs> okay, so here we go. So I'll go first. Okay, so A, I give presentation a six. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. and then saying. B, I give presentation an eight. Okay. Okay. A is six. So A, a gets a six for presentation. Okay. okay. Oh, we B should do like gets... boxing, 10-point plus. Yeah. Okay. An eight. So I'm right. going to give uh, plate A also a six, mm-hmm. Russ, and I'm going to give plate B a nine for 69. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Bam! I like that. Bam! Okay. Uh, Angel? Uh... I'll go uh, plate <laughs> A for presentation. I'll give it a 10. Okay. 10. Ah. And I'll do uh, the second plate on presentation. I'll give it a nine. Okay. Oh, can I can I say that I'm looking at both of these gentlemen's faces right now? That's, where, that's where Coach Keith is going right now. <laughs> okay, I'm, all right. I'm so, do you think you know who's who's right now, Rob? I, I, I think I do. All right. I think I do based I, on I, the scores that were just given. I don't think I do. So so I'm, I won't say though. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. So cut into the okay, quail. We're cutting into the quail now. Oh, I, oh okay. maybe maybe uh, we're going A first. We're going A first. I'm going to yeah. taste A first. Okay. Let's hear. Oh, this quail is like maybe texture. Maybe texture. Texture. What the? Hmm. There's not a lot of meat on quail. There yeah. isn't. My goodness. You got to, yeah. Uh, Russ hates anything that takes a long time to eat. Yeah, and get little pieces off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already don't like it, but we'll see here. Hold on. <laughs> it, uh, All right, I'm going to try this quail. I don't even know what a quail is. Oh. Damn. Oh. Dude, well, that's, that's good. As hell. Well, that's really good. <laughs> wow. Damn, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. I don't know what uh, that. I, I honestly am surprised how good it is. Not uh, because I don't. Wow. Yeah, I wanted. No, no, to... I, I, I've never had quail oh, before. You never had I mean, quail? I've had it a long time before, but I wanted it like to... peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I wanted to hate it, but I can't. Hold on, let me try another. Man, there's a lot of bones in there. Yeah, just eat them. Okay. Goodness, Cross was good. Yeah, in, 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 when you eat them in Louisiana, there's a lot of buckshot in them too. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, whatever the, 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 the taste is really good. Yeah, the quail oh. is, is excellent, and the noodles are excellent. How's you doing in there, Angel? He's still eating. <laughs> Angel shuts up when he eats. He's not much of a talker when he eats. Well, yeah, he's just. Uh, 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 yeah, some uh, plate eight is. You amazing. got the drumstick there. It, Look it's at all, that. It's all oh. about emotion. Yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm emotionally vested in this meal. <laughs> mm. That's really good. Okay. So, now should we? 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Should we give it a, a score? I guess so. Or, or, I got or, A and or, B. Or do we just go to the next one? and then? Oh, I see what you're saying. We're, 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 I think we got to give it a score now because it's, it's on our palate right now. So, hmm. you know? Well, then the score will change based on... Yeah, it might, it'll change based, based on, the, on the other taste. Yeah, I'm going to taste the other one first. And okay. Then, we, then we'll give okay, it a score. Okay, all right. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not it. a food judge. Okay. Now... I did like the way it looked, but now I got to get all this stupid asparagus out of my way. So, I wanna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hold on. I'm going to eat You know what's this. interesting? I don't know if you guys will pick up on this. There's a subtle way that these guys, you can tell the difference in the, which, the way they cooked it. How? Yeah. Taste. taste uh, I'm asking you guys to taste yeah. this. This all is right, really I'm trying cool. the quail on hold B on. right As- now. Asparagus to Russ is like a cross so you're saying to a vampire. Different, you yeah. did different techniques in cooking? A quail I think so. is a, a I think son so. of a bitch. All right. This is so much fun. We're kind of limited on what we can do in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, kind of bland. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. <laughs> Hold on, let me take another taste. Mm. No, that that's uh, that one pops, man. Like with the herbs on it or whatever, the rosemary or something like that. Let's see here. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, I got bone in that bite. <laughs> man, a, a quail is a bony little thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Screw a quail. Yeah. You got to be like chicken. I have. Like, that get, one, the second one is stuffed. You didn't get any of the stuff. Oh, it's stuffed? Yeah. What's in it? Yeah, what the hell's in it? Oh, look at there. That's wrong. They put the quail egg back in the quail. That's cool. Man, that's, that's, like, that's, that's cool. some Hitler stuff. What is going unnoticed is the body language of these two gentlemen that right now. Cool I love un- this. unusual punishment. We're going to stuff yeah. you with mm. one of your babies. Yeah. But I like the pasta better than beef. You do? Hmm. Oh, see that now you got to judge. Oh, man. quail or pasta? Quail or pasta? Wow, I like the bondage thing on those quail legs. On, <laughs> it's very hey, sexy. Though. Angel is crushing food in there. I love it. Okay, hold he's on. a giant. He can eat this very quail is and like a little thumbprint. Thing. With B, you can taste like the, uh, it's a little spicier, and then yeah. the, there's the, definitely the um, whoever did that one used the wine. The wine flavor is there. Did, did, That's wow, really, there's did, some spice to B. Yeah. I like Do you that. think you know who's is who's? No, I don't. I'm compl- no. I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm trying to enjoy the food, dude. Do you think you know? Mm. Well, if there if there's a hair on your plate at Chef's Head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you MF. I'm glad you're not eating. I'm glad you got nothing. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 don't, I, I really don't think I know. I, I was just... Uh, hmm. Huh. Like, it seemed to me... I, um, this is hard. It is ho- way harder uh, than I thought it was going to be. Plate B, I, the, I know. the quail seemed to be a little bit um, juicier. Did you get that? Like when I cut into it, there was like uh, there's you know juices coming out. So of it. one is stuffed and one hey, is not. Can I ask you guys a question? Yes. Either, either one of the plates. If you got that served to you at a restaurant, would you be happy with that as a meal? That no, you'd be I would for? throw this against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> both of these well, are God quail, almighty. But what about flavor? No, no, both of these yeah, are I mean, impeccable. The flavors on um, point. So nothing, nothing tastes bad. There's nothing that tastes bad about either. So if you ordered that, you'd be happy with it, other than the fact that Russ is not a hamburger. I would say, give me a cheeseburger, <laughs> yeah. please. I th- this quail yeah, yeah, is skinny. He's we got know. bones. We I know. can't eat him. We know. Uh, which, hey, which one was stuffed, A or B? B was stuffed. B was. That's B? Yeah, that's B. Hmm. You want to try it? <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me no, try no, this right, again. Keep doing, keep right. I keep going back to A. Right. I'll try after I, we have the winner. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put a little. Yeah. Um, 
I gotta try this quail on this side again. I think I know based on the body language it was given when we first you had know? the presentation grades out. Okay, so I guess we should we should give our, our grades then. Sure, right? sure, sure. And then this is the category of taste. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, and put your answers in the form of a question. Okay, so for taste, I'm gonna give A an eight. Eight? Yes. Gotcha. And I'm gonna give B a six. Six. Eight six. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Go ahead, Angel. I'm still trying this other quail. I'm, I'm uh, last still minute assessment. Still comparing. On taste, yeah. that's the second thing we're scoring on? Yes. All right, so plate B gets a 10. 10. Uh, plate A gets a 9. No. Wow. You like them both. Yeah, you do watch boxing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I mean, because right. yeah. there's, yeah. right? there's different flavors going there. So, like, the one with plate B, you get the the wine in the, in yeah. the, in the pasta and everything. But in the plate A, um, that red powder, is, is that the cumin? It's oh, cumin. Uh, cumin. All right, so whoever used cumin, you get that that flavor too. So it's kind of like a <laughs> Indian or Middle Eastern flavor to it, and I yeah. really like that also. Okay, Carlos. And whoever cooked the asparagus uh, crushed it because those are they're actually really good. This is right. the, the, the mystery box challenge. They both have had the same ingredients and uh, are trying to uh, see who who cooked it better. All right. Um, I think they're both good. Yeah. I think the quail is better on A. Uh-huh. I think the rest of the stuff is better on B. Oh. And I find myself going back to B. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because of the overall thing. So with a similar score to Angel, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with B, 9, A, 8. Mm. Because Ooh, they're, This is close. Okay, so add, add it all up. You ready? Okay. All right, here we go. Here we Just go. good at math. Yeah, I am. He's got a calculator <laughs> and everything. He's a math guy. He's a math guy. Carry the six. 20s. Six, right. Quail is a difficult it's a difficult thing to cook, isn't it, boys? Both yeah, of you? yeah, it yeah, is def- because uh, time wise, uh, uh, you want to make sure you got it done right, and you want to make sure you get the skin okay. crispy. Did you know how long you had to cook it, Jimmy? I didn't. I've never cooked one. Oh wow! I've cooked Cornish hens, but I never cooked quail. Quail's way yeah, less meat. Is, yeah, Cornish is bigger. Yeah, Cornish has a lot more meat on it, and, and a good sized Cornish hen will feed you quail. Usually, it's more than one you require to do it. And to be honest with you, I thought about splitting them. And and just searing them like that, and then crossing them up on the plate like that, because I thought it would be easier to eat. All right, yeah. uh, do, do you guys know what the uh, what the, the final score is? The final yeah. score is yeah, yeah. Uh, the envelope, please. Oh, we got, oh, oh. Get the music. Yes. Hold on. And, <laughs> Angel's hands are full yeah, of, of juice and, and food and bones flying around like a like ah, it's a lawnmower. Hold on. How many points does oh, how go. many go. points does uh, B have? B has. 51 points. Okay. And how many points does plate A have? Plate A has 47. The winner is B. B oh, is the winner. Who B is, is B? B is the winner. Now, and who is hold on, plate? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who do you think is who? I th- this, is, this is the first indication where I think you were irritated that Mr. Angel over here thought the presentation of A was great, albeit better than yours because your plate B. No! Oh! 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 The winner is Play Dirty B. Jim. Dirty Jim. <laughs> Dirty Jim. Oh, Russ, I'm sorry. I got those backwards. Play A was 51. <laughs> <laughs> What, which one is it? No, it's play, play, play B. Play, play B one. Jimmy won. Wow. Well, it's weird. I feel I feel odd winning. Why? Uh, and why? I'll t- I, well, I'll tell you why. Because uh, it was really difficult. Um, 
and I just feel weird winning. I don't know why. I, I mean, Ed, Ed is an amazing cook, and I have to tell you, every time I walked into the kitchen, it smelled so insane. Matter of fact, Taco Bob texted me personally and said, uh, Ed is killing it. If he ever cooks in this building again, I'm going to punch him in his throat <laughs> because everybody was dropping by thinking, oh, yeah. thinking they were smelling my dish, but they were really smelling Eddie's dish. Oh, damn. Well, so, you shouldn't take anything well, away from that. I mean, you, they, you, you did a good dish. They, yeah. they both are really, really good. Uh, I mean, they, By the way, the, I, f- the I, first 20 minutes of this thing, I stood and stared because I had no <laughs> effing idea what I was going to do. And then I thought to stuff it. And then I was like, well, I, j- I don't want to just make a pasta dish. So I, I diced the zucchini and the squash, added some garlic, some uh, green onion. Uh, and some herbs, sauteed that up, stuffed the birds, salt, pepper, seared them down uh, to get color. Into the oven they went, just blanched the asparagus. And the, uh, the sauces is where I incorporated the egg yolks. So the reason you taste that tang and a little bit of heat, the egg yolks are in that. And the stuffing has the chopped up egg. So uh, egg is in both of the stuffing and the sauce. Ah, and then the asparagus, I, I did nothing to it. I, I, I use the brine in the sauce. Yeah, I know, and, and uh. honestly, it, it, I screwed up. I mean, had I served that at the last minute, to be honest with you, Ed should win on disqualification because I went over time. Ooh. But, but um, when I got down to the sauce, I the egg yolks have so much salt in them, it oversalted my sauce, and I lost my S in the... If you would have had that Facebook Live in the green room about three minutes before we played it, you would have seen me have an adjust... <laughs> Just a cursing meltdown. Well, because when I tasted the sauce, I said, well, that's F, and I'm sh- ruined. I should have known B was, was Jimmy's because of the presentation, because he's been really good at doing the right, presentation right, coming yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. every uh, every week. But uh, was this a, a difficult challenge for you, uh, Chef? No, Adam? it wasn't. I mean, I don't, I don't work with quail very often. So, I mean, quail is something that you, you can overcook it really easy because it's so small. Yeah. Too much bones. But, um, no, I think the challenge was fine. I mean, I, I diced my uh, asparagus and veg up because I figured a pasta dish, it'd be easier to eat. Yeah. So that's why I did it that way instead of putting – I wish we had some more color in the dish instead of just the yellow and green. Yeah. Well, I loved, I lo- I loved your dish. I thought yeah. it was really, really great. And Jimmy's yours was as well. Both I mean, these it was, were it, amazing dishes. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have been unhappy with either one no, of these no, in no, a no, restaurant no. setting I, at all. I got to tell you, dude, I mean, you give that I, – uh, look, I'll say it straight up. I mean, you give that basket to a lot of guys who work professionally here in Orlando, and, and, and it in one hour – I mean, to come up with something that's edible, to be honest with you, much less even judgeable, I think would be impressive because it's not that easy. That egg is an absolute, I mean, it's a Dwight Gooden curveball at the height of his career. Yeah. It's, he just busted you inside at 98, then he's throwing you a big 75 mile an hour over the top, and you just can't, you don't know what to do with it. Yeah, I, I It wa- takes over everything you do with it. I wanted to pretend like one was great and one was absolutely right, horrible, right, and right. hope I'd pick yeah, Jimmy as yeah, horrible, yeah. and I, I couldn't even do it because <laughs> they way, both were good. Yeah. I thought you were doing it to me. I thought, I. You know, I thought the I, entire I was thing. Try, I was trying to. The uh, entire but, thing but, was a goof. When you said it's kind of bland, you yeah. were eating my dish. Uh, <laughs> did you know it? No, I didn't know. I, I was hoping. I think you know it. <laughs> no, I didn't. I think, I didn't. Yeah, because I mean, you're eating the dish, and I'm like, oh, it's a goof. The entire thing is a goof. I'm in goofed on because the minute you took a bite, you're like, oh, that's right. And then you started giggle laughing like some, oh, God. No, I said it into the. I said it into the, uh, yeah. the thing early. I'm going to pick one of the two and yeah. say it's terrible oh, and yeah. hope it's Jimmy. But, it, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even do it because both of them were really good. Eddie, good job, buddy. Good Thank job, you. Good yeah, job guys. I tell you what, Thank you. you come over to the house, we'll just cook together and drink. How's All that? right, that's fine. Hey, <laughs> but you got to do magic for him. <laughs> I do. Yeah, 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 because you're one of the best uh, magicians I've ever uh, I've ever seen. Thank you. Thank Actually, you. We, have a, uh, we have a little party at the house every fall and get a bunch of people and get a live band, and we'll just have you guys over. We'll have a bunch of fun, man. Okay. We'll just cook oh, for everybody. Oh, be good. oh, now you're doing a party. I yeah. thought you were just going to cook dinner for him. Hey, he's the one. He's planning it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. Hey, if, good, if you ever get a chance, go to Chef Ed's place. It's called Chuck Wagon, and you can go there for the cooking class which is so much fun. It really is a great date night, and uh, if people want to sign up, how do they do that? Uh, they can uh, 
message me on Facebook or call the restaurant at 407-886-1233, and um, they can leave a name and number, and I'll call them back, and we'll schedule it up. Now, will your other chef buddies, do, do like chefs hang out together, and will your oh, other yeah. chef buddies be busting your balls because you lost a Dirty Jim? No, I don't think so. I mean, Dirty Jim's a good cook. I mean, it, yeah. it doesn't... I mean, you do what you do. We both have the same ingredients. Yeah, watch what you say. He's never going to forget this. No, and every never, time you never. see him, he's going to rub it in. You yeah, know that, right? I'll never say another word about it. When we leave these rooms, it'll never get mentioned again. He's okay. A liar. I, liar. I, liar. I promise you it'll never happen. Okay. Watch it happen. I know. All right. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I kicked uh, your ass, dude. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm <laughs> there you go. It didn't take long. Come on, buddy. All right. When we come back, uh, it's Monster Sports with Angel. You're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Broadcasting from the Carl Black Chevrolet Buick and GMC Orlando Studios, we are professional grade, and you are listening to Real Radio 104.1 WTKS FM HD1 Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Real Radio 104.1. Again, Allison, thank you so much for uh, coming through at the last minute for us for this challenge. It really was very nice of her to do so. You know, not not inexpensive to provide that kind of. Uh, uh, those kind of ingredients for a meal like that. So, again, please, if you don't mind, take a, take a few minutes and visit Petty's Meats. They're awesome people. And thank Allison for providing this, uh, these great bags for us to do this uh, Oh, they got cool great food today. there, too, man. Yeah, really thanks. good food. Tonight, Dirty Jim's going to be at Daytona Beach Kennel Club. Your chance to play some poker and win some money. Tonight, Daytona Beach Kennel Club. It's the third Thursday poker tournament. And uh, Jeff Howe's going to be at the House of Blues. Night. House of Blues tonight, Connolly's on Friday, and McGinty's in Pine Castle on Saturday night. Man, Coach, Coach Rob Keefe is eating a, a quail like he ain't yeah. never eat before. Yeah. For one he thing, is picking the boy, boy picking the meat out of the bones. I, now, I did not taste my own pasta. I didn't taste it at all. I just put it together, the sauce, and, that, and put it on the plate. I don't know. I don't know how it could have beat Ed's. Ed's pasta was insanely good. Was good. I, I liked Ed's a lot. Uh, uh, Carlos liked yours better, though. The tarragon sauce in there was absolutely beautiful. So, yeah. I mean, I thought it was great. Good job, both guys. It was it was really good. Now let's find out what's going on with Monster Sports and Angel. And Coach Rob Kiefer stuck around to do some... Uh, some oh, expert, expert, yeah, to do some eating, actually. Uh, this quail is I was dead. Say, it's officially dead. Expert commentary, sports-wise, but no, he's he's a. Uh, Did you? There's yeah. two other whole ones in there. Yeah, uh, Rob. I, I, I couldn't. Oh, that's that's what I mean. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I could, <laughs> I could thank say you, this. It was delicious. I could say this for definite. That quail did not die in vain. Yeah, <laughs> no, not a piece left in him. Uh, Boston Sports is brought to you by my friends over at Tropical Ford. These three words can save you up to $14,000. It's off-lease demonstrators. L- take home a Ford Escape, only $14,900 with payments under $200 per month. Mm-hmm. All prices plus tax, tag, and dealer fees with approved credit may require a down payment. You can save up to $14,000 during Tropical Ford's off-lease renewal sale. Vehicles come with a 7-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty, roadside assistance, and free lifetime oil changes. While you're there... Say hello to Bubbles. She's a mermaid. A really um, heartbreaking story in regards to the NASCAR family and uh, if you're a fan of Robbie Gordon. Uh, reports are right now, there's a report coming out of uh, Southern California that two bo- the bodies that were found in his parents' home are of his parents. Uh, oh. Bob Gordon, 68, and Sharon Gordon, 57. And they haven't uh, ruled of, uh, what how they passed away, uh, but they were found in their home um, deceased. So any prayers or love that you got for Robbie Gordon, I'm sure he would appreciate those nowadays. Does it sound like a murder-suicide scenario? They're not giving any indication of that at all right now at this point. So this uh, started, I guess this went down yesterday. They received a 911 call about 5 p.m. on uh, yesterday. Uh, They did locate a weapon on the scene. Okay. And, uh, but they had the, the... According to the Orange County Register, uh, the cause of their deaths was not immediately announced. 
So oh. Gordon is 47 years old, NASCAR Sprint Cup Series driver, and uh, he's won three Sprint Cup cr- cl- uh, races over his uh, career. In uh, other news, the NFL has released or has announced the Pro, Ho- uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame nominees for okay. 2017. Okay. Now, some of these names you're going to be really familiar with, and a couple of these names it's going to strike you as odd that that name was included. Okay. All right, so for example, 2017 nominees that are included. There's uh, the, the list is really expansive right now, but they'll reduce it to 25. Mm-hmm. But for example, at quarterback position, you've got Drew Bledsoe, uh, Randall Cunningham, Doug Flutie, Donovan McNabb, Steve McNair, Phil, Sur- uh, Phil Sims. Oh, are yeah. you familiar with those names? All those guys. For the Hall of Fame? These are the nominees. 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 Drew Bledsoe? Well, Phil Sims, well, for sure. It's almost like the Academy Awards. Like it's, uh, Everyone nominated. nominated. It doesn't mean that you win. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Uh, for running backs, you got Sean Alexander, Otis Anderson, Tiki Barber. Tiki. Craig, uh, Roger Craig's st- name's in there. Wow. Terrell Davis. LaDainian Thompson. LaDainian Thompson already? Yeah. So he's at first first ballot. But then a lot of those guys, and, and Angel's probably going to say, if, you, if you're there on it, too long, right? Yeah, yeah. You and get you dropped have, off, right? And you get eventually, you'll get dropped off. Yes. Well, Phil Sims was—is this his first uh, nomination, or I mean, like you would think he's no, already? No, because I, th- I believe you're up five years after you retire. Okay, yeah, I, I believe it has to be five or it's, ten because Ladinian just retired not yeah, too long. Ago. It's yeah, fi- I believe it's five years. But they only pick so many people to be nominated. Yeah, and eventually, yeah. yeah, in each position. So I think Angel, what do you got in each position? What does it look like? Uh, so the most are at, at offensive linemen, offensive linemen and defensive backs, and the controversy is at DB. I'll tell you that right now. But just to give you some idea, so the wide receivers that are up this year, Isaac Bruce, Henry Ellard, uh, Tony Holt, Chad Johnson, Derek Mason, Terrell Owens is up, Sterling Sharp, Jimmy Smith, Ra, uh, Rod Smith, and Heinz Ward are up. Uh, tight end, the only guy that they have there is Mark Bavaro. Offensive linemen, linemen Tony Baselli. Uh, I'm trying to grab the names that you might – because no one remembers offensive linemen. No. Uh, Mike Ken, Nate Newton. You remember Nate. Yeah. Cowboys. Uh, uh, defensive lineman is Leslie O'Neill, Simeon Rice, um, Jason Taylor, Bryant Young. And then linebackers, you got Carl Banks, Cornelius Bennett. Uh, what would he got here? Clay Matthews. His father, Clay Matthews yeah, Sr. Senior. senior, yeah. yeah. Carl Mecklenburg and Joey Porter, Zach Thomas. Now, DB, there's a bunch of names here, and uh, I'm going to throw one name out there, and if you guys can guess why the controversy is with, with this guy. But you got Steve Atwater, you got Rodney Harrison, uh, Rodney Harrison, you got Ty Law, Albert Lewis, Frank Minifield, Bob Sanders, Darren Sharper, Troy Vincent, Darren Woodson. Well, oh, I got it. You got it? Picked up on it? Well, it's terrible. I mean, I'll let you sell it, but it's absolutely <laughs> terrible that he would be nominated for the Hall of Fame. Who? So go, I'll let him tell. Go ahead. Uh, if you guys remember, and this happened uh, late last year, Darren Sharper, Darren who Sharper. had also become a t- uh, an analyst for the NFL, uh-huh. come to find out had a propensity to uh-huh. drug and rape women in different yeah. cities yeah. across the terrible, United man. States. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was like oh, 10, or, 10 or 11 uh, counts or something like the that. Worst. And it was, yeah, it was in three different Prolific, states. Yeah. And then they, rec- I guess they were going for nine years. And then the judge was like, absolutely, nine years is way too lenient. And I think he got like 18. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he's locked up for life. He is they, locked up. He, uh, and he's then, locked up for life. And they're, and they're, they're putting him on the ballot? But of, I think no. go, this kind of goes to what coach is saying this is based off of your NFL career. Not- you could have been a crappy human being in regular life. There, and then, and the, and the other thing is, it's just a nomination. And he might, no- he might have been. Was he, I, I believe he was on before? Was it okay? That yeah, could so be that, the case they would too. Have definitely not have nominated him now. Look, there's nothing NFL's wrong. NFL's not that stupid. I mean, I nominated him and Cosby for the Rapist Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Hello. And I you mean, know, you know, what's crazy about that? Not to go into that topic, but he was actually voted. And this is when it first came out. He was voted like the best looking man in the NFL. 
at one time, Damn. and to see the sick twisted, and it was like, yeah, but, it was, it was but just all insane, the judges man. were on Quaaludes at the time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you, gotta tell you. you never know. <laughs> Quaaludes. So, again, and like Coach said, so this, this is a really huge list, but he, by, by the end of the year, they'll break it down, or they'll break it down to 25. And I'm sure Darren Sharper doesn't make it to that 25. Well, yeah, and then 25 goes to 14, and 14 goes to 6. I mean, it's, it, gets, it gets down there. I mean, there's like a, a whole bunch of levels to it. I'm, right. sh- I'm sure that guy's not going to get in there. But just the fact that he was nominated, Pete Rose going, dude, I just bet on a couple of right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, this gives you an idea of how uh, tough a watch was the 49ers-Rams Monday night football game. Uh, Ron Rivera, uh, the co- head coach of the um, Carolina Panthers, came out and said, look, I'd like to be able to tell you that I actually watched the game, but he fell asleep watching the game. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> so I, it, he's getting lit up a little bit for that. It's being panned by ESPN as being the worst offensive performance in, a, they're saying, maybe a decade. No, it's also the worst rated Monday night football game in the history that, of that NBC or whoever, ha- whoever has Monday night football games. This is the worst rated game ever. That kid at quarterback. Genuinely looked like he wandered into the <laughs> locker room and put on a uniform. He had literally had no idea what he was doing. Really? It was a. I felt bad for him. Did you watch That's it? That's how bad Kurt, it was. Did you watch it? Yeah, and I actually tweeted out. It was like seven minutes left to go in the game. I said, "Am I the only person on the East Coast still watching this football game?" It was like that. There was nobody no responded. For, yeah, there was no like, point for me to watch the game. It really <laughs> wasn't. I don't nobody know why. Nobody responds. And coach is like, "Am I? I jo- guess I am." Am I joking? It's almost like they put the punter in to yeah, quarterback. Yeah, it it was, was so bad. Like he didn't know the playbook. The offensive line just literally almost gave up on. The guy. It was twenty eight nothing, and I think it was just well, it was a double header, and so that game didn't start till ten fifty five at night from East Coast people. Right. Know, I stay up, I stay up late, but it was just like, why are we watching this game? Like, why is this on? And and people have had a theory though; they think that I guess the NFL is upset with ESPN has been kind of on the on the back burner that a lot of Monday Night Football games are not the greatest games. They're giving Monday Night Football not great games to oh, promote I because they rather they they want it to be on ABC where sure. it used to be, and then ESPN moved it to the you know, cable networks right. where they want it to be on the primetime ABC channel. So they give them purposely these schedules out these bad games. I mean, it, it always it always gets high ratings. The NFL always get high And ABC, it's not like they have barn burners on Monday night. Well, and that's what I, was, well, I guess that would be the con- next question. It's what? a contract. But it, the, the yeah. contract with ESPN put them down. Yeah. That's why all their talent's leaving. They can't pay them anymore because they made some, uh, such an incredible deal with the NFL. They, they don't have any money left. Well, and the NFL is, I mean, they're really on top of who even calls the game. I mean, right. Mike Tirico. Yeah. We're supposed to, and they, they did. So, I mean, so what is the reason it. you don't think ABC would put it on primetime? So on, on their- well, I don't know why ABC doesn't, but because they decided to move it to ESPN, word on the street is the NFL is unhappy with that, and they purposely give them yeah, bad crappy games, games. these games that won't get high ratings. Yeah. And by the way, did you see what the uh, when they moved the Rams back to L.A., what increased? Yeah, four times. Four times the amount. Unbelievable, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And then we'll wrap it up with this guy. Uh, they got that team. Uh, we, we've been kind of abreast or kind of uh, been uh, up to speed with what's going on in the state of North Carolina in regards to their uh, – House Bill 2, right. and it's, uh, you know, there's a, a lot of people call it the bathroom bill. There's a lot more going on there than just the bathroom thing right. for transgender people, um, and they've been losing a sporting events over and over and over throughout the year. Yesterday, we found out that the ACC was pulling a bunch of championship games and championship rounds out of that, and then guess who's uh, already come to the ACC's side and said, hey, listen, we'll host everything. 
Our great friends over there at Camping World Stadium. They made their presentation. They're making their bid to host all the rounds of the football games for the ACC tournament. Sure. Um, We we were also, Orlando was also in the running for the NBA All-Star game. So, again, they're trying to facilitate and try to be very helpful and show them, hey, we're we're set up for it. If we can handle WrestleMania, we can do that too. (laughs) I'm right. So, uh, hopefully, we'll see if some kind of agreement is made and and, uh, we'll be having a few of the rounds of of that uh, ACC playoff here at Camping World Stadium. That'd be awesome. It, It would. It would be awesome on a handful of different levels, obviously, for the local economy. Again, yeah. getting to showcase our new, brand-new stadium over there, so it'd be neat. So, And then that's Monster Sports. Hey, hey. quickly, with Monster Sports, uh, there's a this story out about uh, you know, Cam Newton last week. Was, uh, was oh, He got dinged up pretty bad. Dinged up a lot, and they, a lot of people feel like there should have been a lot of penalties called. Do you know why the NFL is saying that, uh, that he did not get the penalties that people thought that uh, – Yeah. Uh, why is that, Coach? It's, it's actually an accurate description that – he becomes a runner, though. When you become a running back and you go in a downhill position and you present yourself in a position where you are ready to deliver a hit. Yeah, they're saying it's his own fault the way he holds the ball. You, are no, he, you he, no longer are defenseless. Yeah, he, he goes from being a quarterback to being There's a, a really compelling a argument back. for that, but there's a couple hits late in that game where he, I mean, helmet-to-helmet contact that if it's any other quarterback in the league, they get a flag. I, yeah, and so I, if, you, if you look, I mean, I wish I could, if Bloggy Molly could film me here. So when, when you're, you're dropping back and you Peyton Manning, you know, Tom Brady, they're never running, so they're always in a defenseless Station, position. Yeah, yeah their eyes are always downfield. They're not looking at anybody else around them. Maybe they step up in the pocket, they'll get dinged. But what Cam Newton is doing, he has an, it's, it's actually called RPO. It's called run-pass option. He has the option to run it yep. or then pass it. And what he's doing is after he tucks the ball – he then is running downhill, and then he's deciding. But he's still looking down. Yeah, he, yeah you know, he, he's in this funky position where he could technically run it. And he's 6'5", 250, so when he runs it, he's actually going to deliver a blow on you, too. So, <laughs> so it's very his, tough. They're That's, saying it's his posture is the reason that. Yeah, and, uh, and the posture with it's, it's the, yeah. the shoulders are forward, the head is down, he's ready to deliver something. Deliver a blow, by the way, at 6'6", 250. <laughs> deliver That's a blow. We're not, we're not yeah. talking about a Tom Brady. Yeah. We're not talking about Carson Wentz. We're talking about 6'6", 250, full speed, running right at your ass. And I'll tell you, when they took that hit the other day, I couldn't believe that that didn't get a flag because here's the thing. He's so tall, and it was still a helmet-to-helmet hit. Yeah, that's and the thing. There's he, a couple of those. tuck I, and duck. Yeah, and, there's and, and a couple right. of those. Wrong. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple of those that you're right. Russ, and when their explanation of it, it, it's right because he does become a runner. But there's a couple of those hits at the end of that game yeah. where it was just it just seemed like uh, negligent. Oh, yeah, I, that's I, on Aaron Rodgers. He's gone. Yeah. Well, and I heard a stat today to even back up that argument is that uh, it was maybe it was yesterday, but – in Cam Newton's his entire time last year, he only got flagged one time for a personal, or somebody got flagged one right. time for, for a personal a hit foul. on him for hit only one time the wow. entire season. So it'll be interesting to see, and good for the team for going to bat for him. Good for the coaches and the other players that what will happen this week yeah. if he gets those. Oh, you know, know that's gonna be flag heavy. Yeah, you're yeah, not, yeah. not going to be able to hey. get close to that guy. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready for a drink. Hey. We're, 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 we're all going to go to the Triple R Bar when we come back. So don't go anywhere. Uh, you want to? You might want to go on to Real Radio's uh, Facebook page so you can see how this drink is made when we come back. You're listening. To the monsters of the morning. Got that nut to crack. 
Least don't pay itself. That's right. You do all kinds of funny stuff on Twitter. I'm Twittering my ass off. Hey, welcome back to the Monsters Mornings on Real Radio 104.1, broadcasting live on iHeartRadio. Remember to listen right after the Monsters. You got the news junkie, then you got the Phil's file. A bunch of opportunities to win a trip for two to our sold-out iHeartRadio Music Festival are coming out. It's uh, it's Thursday, so it's a day to take a trip to the Triple R Bar. And today, uh, from Dexter's, uh, our favorite buddy Lurch is here. Hey, guys. How you doing? A, who's a, the, the big bartender, Lurch, from uh, from Dexter's. How you doing, buddy? I'm awesome, man. Real good, real good. How you guys now, doing today? Good. Now, I know Blogging Molly sent an email last week, I think it was the beginning of the week, to uh, to Michael Ring and said, hey, you know, Saturday is uh, the National Batman Day. Do you have a Batman drink? We do, we do. It's our take on a Manhattan. We're calling it the Gotham. The, oh, the Gotham. cool, Gotham. man. You know what uh, I mean? It's, right. it's this strong and soft, you know, kind of like Batman himself. Got the strong part of the Batman side, the soft part of the Bruce Wayne side. All right, uh, very good. Got a little good. kick to it. It's really, really good. Whole lot of fun. Whole lot of fun. If you, want to, uh, if you want to know how to make this, go to our Real Radio Facebook page, and Blog and Molly is streaming this live, so you'll be able to watch this live. And, uh, and of course, uh, Dexter's brings you the Triple R Bar every week. We appreciate that. Uh, what, what bands are going to be at Dexter's this weekend? All right, well, uh, this weekend over at the uh, Winter Park Dexter's on Friday, we have Downbeat. On Saturday is AMFM. Uh, Rocketfly is going to be rocking out all weekend over in the Lake Mary Dexter's. That's and over. a great band. Rocketfly yeah, is awesome. They've been with us for almost 10 years. Uh, they play with me over in the Windermere store. And down in Windermere on, uh, on Friday night, we have Donnie Lee, who's actually the head guy from My Generation. Okay. Uh, everybody knows who they, who yeah, they who absolutely. Those guys are. And then we have a brand new band called Slide Dog that uh, they played for us only one time, and they absolutely killed it. Cool. So we brought them back, and so we have those guys this weekend as well. That's one of the great things about Dexter's is live music on the weekends, which is awesome. And also, too, I, people forget about how great the food is at yep. Dexter's. It's, oh, yeah. It's great. Yep. And uh, Lurch is out in uh, Lake Mary, and uh, he's a uh, – I mean, people, when you walk in, you, you know it's him because he's about six foot seven. Yeah, I'll dunk and, on uh, you. And he remembers everybody's name, which is great. So, okay, so the idea – idea this week was because Saturday is is National Batman Day to come up with the the Batman drink and uh, what uh, what did you come up with today? Like I said, we got the Gotham. It's a uh, our take on a uh, classic Manhattan. Um, it uses two ounces of the uh, Cooper's Craft Bourbon, which, which is, is really good. Oh man, dude, my new favorite bourbon right now. Um, I'm having a hard time keeping a bottle of this at the yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wife looks at me a little funny, but you know, hey, just I love a, her. It's just, all good. Just did a tasting at Rusty Spoon with that lurch, and they were uh, Michael was making uh, uh, cocktails with it and. Everybody at the table really didn't have a real good palate for bourbon. But when they left, people were losing it. I mean, it is so it is creamy phenomenal. and smooth. I just read an article just uh, today or yesterday where, you know, the, it, for a while, beer was the thing, you know, beer. And now it's whiskey and bourbon. Is bourbon. The, is the new, Whiskeys the and bourbons cool are thing. taking off right now. It's amazing how, it's m- how much popular. Yeah, it's a new flavored vodka from a couple years ago. Yeah. It's amazing how much people are, oh, what kind of cool bourbons? You got any craft bourbons? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's Cooper's Craft. It's killer, man. It's, it's really so good. good. Okay. So good. So smooth. So, so we now, do two ounces of that. Two ounces, two ounces of, of the that. Cooper's. The Cooper's Craft. All right. It's all live, live on all the right. Facebook page. Yeah. Right. Watch. Okay. We're doing two ounce, uh, an ounce of sweet vermouth. Sweet vermouth. Yep. Okay. Well, sweet vermouth. Don't put the dry in there. It'll okay. Mess D- dry vermouth up. is what you use for a martini. martini. So this is like sweet vermouth. Sweet okay. Vermouth. All right. Two ounces of that. We're doing a dash of the chocolate mole bitters. Oh, chocolate man. mole bitters. We're gonna okay. give that a little stir. We don't want to shake this cocktail. We're gonna give it a little stir. Right, you only shake it if it is a, uh, a citrus. Citrus. You don't. You don't want it to shake it. Whiskeys. You don't really want to shake. It kind of adds too much water to it. You know what I mean? You just want to stay. You still want to get the flavors of the bourbon. 
you don't want to shake, shake whiskey cocktails, all right? Okay. And then to top uh, it all off, we're going to do a little dash of the orange citrus bitters. Orange, okay, I've got those, Boom. yeah. Don't need to stir it. Don't stir that, okay. Cheers. Got a little Batman oh, signal. Yeah. By the way, if you get an orange, it's an orange peel. It's yes. an orange peel that we, that, we, that we diced up as a little bat signal. Who did you know that? I mean? Was that you or I Michael cannot, I wish I could say I did that. Michael took care of I that think, for me I last night. Michael Come on that. Now. Okay, he, He's a little prettier than I am. Yeah, you know he is. I mean? yeah, he, he, he cut the... Uh, a lot of stash. He cut it to make it look like the bat signal, which is really cool. All right, so let's, let's check this out. Hold Cheers. on. Cheers. Thank you, uh, Cheers. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's really good. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that see, is good. That's pretty unique. Oh yeah, you it's it, like you got the bourbon there, but mm-hmm. it's not like slapping, it's not your, slapping your, the face. Yeah. Got a little, got a little sweetness. Got a little yeah. bitters in there. Well, that you know bourbon's what I mean? that bourbon's incapable of slapping you. Oh, oh really? It's so yeah, good. it just gives you a so nice good. little warm foot rub. Warm fuzzy. Now this weekend at uh, Dexter's and Lake Mary, they order a Gotham. You, you'll be able to make it. I'll for make them? it just like this. Actually, yeah. oh my god, hey, we got dude, it's awesome. Come and see me. We got Rocketfly this weekend. Really? Yeah. Hey, Rocketfly's an awesome, awesome man. Hey, tell everybody if you heard us on Monsters in the Morning, yeah. right, come in. I'll take care of your first cocktail for you. All right? Yeah. What? That's what? That's at all four Dexters. We all have that crafted, uh, the crafted bourbon we there. We do have the crafted bourbon. And, and it's uh, not just for the crafted bourbon. Say so you heard us Man. on Real Radio 104.1. Come see me. I'm going to take care of your first drink. You're taking care of your first drink. Yep. Oh, What's the bitters? Oh, that's awesome. Man. We use the chocolate mole bitters and then a to- uh, dash of the uh, orange bitters on top. Wow, that, that is an, an incredibly unique flavor you get totally. with that bitter. That, yeah. or, that, that chocolate just yeah. makes that orange and that bourbon really kind of transform. Yeah, it's and, awesome. And once awesome. again, the because you have the uh, the orange peel there, it, you've got that that. Smell, you know, you can yeah, smell yeah, it, yeah. And, it, and it makes the whole thing taste man, better. Man, that is really. I mean, when it gets to the back of your palate. Now that's a man's drink, right? Oh, that's definitely a man's. That's drink. That's full on man's drink. Full on man's drink. You know Lurch, what I mean? Lurch, that is amazing. That buddy. is good. What's the uh, what's under Batman? It's just a black cherry. Ah, it's that's a black cherry. Yeah, that's oh. his nemesis. Black cherry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like well, every cocktail, the fourth, fifth, and sixth sip are always the better ones for the oh, yeah. oh, yeah. tastes better as you go through. Yeah. All right. So once again, Dexter's and uh, Lake Mary has Rocketfly, yep. and Windermere. You've got yep, Windermere. We have um, uh, the lead singer Donnie Lee from My Generation and Sly Dog on Saturday. Oh, and Donnie. In Winter Park. In Winter Park, they have uh, Downbeat on Friday and AMFM on Saturday. Very nice. All that stuff leading up to the best brunch of Central Florida, fifteen years in a row. And all Dexter's already now talking about. Listen, we do the catering on premise and off-premise for all of your uh, holiday parties and stuff like that for work. So make sure you get with us, and uh, we'll cater your parties for you as well. Dexters, thank you so much for, uh, for oh, yeah. sponsoring thank the Triple R Bar. Lurch, thank you so much. That was Guys, a great drink. You can watch and see how to make this drink when you go to our Real Radio Facebook page. You can actually watch and make it so you get it all right. Just go to Real Radio's Facebook page and see how to make a, a Gotham, which is great. Thank you, guys. No problem. Thank you, thank you guys very much. All right, you're listening to the Monsters of the Morning. Knocked out. Feeling good. And by that time, I looked on the wall. Rio, radio, Rio, radio, Tonight, Jeff Howe will be at the House of Blues. Yes, indeed. Please come see me Friday at Connolly's and Saturday at McGinty's Irish Pub in Podcastle. And your new, uh, your new bar, yeah, the Red open. Dog Pub. The Red Dog Pub will yeah. be open when? Uh, it will be open. Uh, we're looking at the second week in October, and you can you can Facebook just search Red Dog Pub. It'll be the first one to come up. You can see all the demolition yeah. that we're doing on the thing in the building, and we're going to have T-shirt orders coming up real soon. So. Oh, good. Yeah, we're, we're we're on it. We're on it. Hey, d- uh, d- uh, d- has it forced you to look at the? 
the business side of a bar differently? Yes. Oh, absolutely. 100%, right? Yeah, but you know what? I will tell you this. Out of, out of, you can talk to most of the bars that I play. Out of most bars, I, I'm not I'm not a business guy. I mean, my business experience is how much do you make? This is how much I'll play for. Oh, well, we paid this much, and then we negotiate and figure it out from there. Right. That's my business experience. But... Um, when it comes to a bar, yeah, 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 I'm thinking numbers, 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 numbers. Yeah, so I'll be twittering. I'll be twittering a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and well, how much this drink costs and how much it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I had something else to say, but I totally forgot it. So oh, anyway. that's okay. But, but go, to, oh, go to the Facebook thing. You can see all the demolition. It's really fun. And the T-shirt's going to be great. Hey, so uh, Coach Rob Keith is uh, here from the Orlando Predators. Uh, you know, Jeff House played in bars in his entire life, and now he's going to own his own bar. Uh, is, yeah. Have you ever had a dream like that? Something that uh, that you kind of wanted to do, and, um, and like of your own business or anything like that, or just coaching has always been your passion? You know, like well, second round of the playoffs or anything. Yeah. Oh. Big Big He wins one pasta contest. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. Good thing I just had a drink. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I love you, buddy. No, you know, I I, I I tell you this. I'm looking forward to. After when football's all said and done, I mean, I think there's a kind of a plethora of things I want to do. I think it's almost kind of what Jeff is doing right now. There's, mm-hmm. I enjoy what I'm doing, and I want to see where it takes me. And you know, whether it be collegiate football or the NFL, I eventually want to finish up with high school. Oh, you know, really? And, but but I really you I'm, didn't you didn't finish high school? Yeah, I'm working. Maybe you uh, and Russ can go on the buddy plan. Work, <laughs> working on that level, but. Uh, <laughs> I think it, I like in studio stuff. I, I really like to be, uh, you know, from do the color for football games you okay, know, on, yeah. on television, you on radio. That, I, I really think I'd love to do that stuff. Ra- and I'd love racist. just being active, being in the community. And um, but no, I think that's awesome. I mean, you're a traveler Thank too, you. aren't you? Say again. You like to travel, don't you? I do. I'll be yeah. So San Francisco in two weeks, man. Yeah. Don't you get? Don't you do some crazy road trip at the end of every season? Like after it's all said and done, you pretty much get in a car with your old lady and you guys just drive. Yeah. So we're gonna fly this time, but it'll be uh, a week and a half, like San Francisco, uh, Napa, Sonoma, You're all that stuff. That'll, oh, be That'll be Napa. my first time out there. So. You are going. Yeah, she's really excited. Listen, when you Napa dr- is great. Let me give yeah. you a heads up. Fly in San Francisco, do your whole thing, rent a convertible. That's all you need to know. Because yeah. when you're driving through the valleys, you want a convertible. Awesome. Trust okay. me, dude. Deal. And don't take the wine train at night. Yeah. Oh. Okay? Don't take the wine train at <laughs> Understood. night. You can't see you can't anything. see nothing. There's nothing. no lights out there. The vineyards, okay. you're like, I want to see these. Oh, it's nothing. Hey, not nothing. a damn light. And, Rob, don't book any more than one tour because, honestly, if you've seen like four or five of the wineries, you've seen most of them. Okay. And you get hot belly. And there's so much other things to do out there sure. that, honestly, one one wine day is kind of honestly enough. I okay. would say do one wine day, and on that wine day, get either you know, like a, a car to yes, drive you or someone to drive you because you are not going to be able to drive around. Okay. Uh, and and, and, and the, the roads are kind of uh, yeah, narrow. So, yeah, narrow. So you probably Uber, I'm sure. I got a, I got a car that, the day that I went, but... But yeah, that's Russ is a hundred thousand percent right. There are tours out there that are very good. They're small too, just you and sure. maybe two other couples, and that's it. They'll take you to the good wineries, and you'll have a good time. Russ is right. And, okay. And when you go to the winery, go ahead and sign up for you can have a, become like a, a you know club member or whatever a, a right. particular winery, and you will really get a kick out of after you're back from your trip, and then this winery that you went to sends you three bottles of wine. It. it I don't know. Something is exciting about it. you're sure. like, oh, I've been to that place, and they get, they send me a bottle. You know, uh, I think I think you'll enjoy it. If, I love if, it. If your girl likes wine and you oh, like wine, she's all about it, man. She's and that's why I mean, it's a big reason why she wanted to do this. And I said, yeah, for me, I'm up for anything. 
Yeah, yeah I love. I mean, I, I've been blessed to, you know, when you play football, you get to kind of travel around. Yeah. And you got to see all the different parts of the country and stuff. But uh, I'm excited too. Great food out there. Different kind of culture, just from diversity oh, alone, and just every just the way it is, and just the feel and the vibe in, for in it. In the I'm city, excited. in the city, yeah. you got to go to the Mrs. Doubtfire Museum. Uh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's, well, it, yeah. You know it's what she awesome. wants to go? She wants to do the the full house house. All this stuff. We got this whole yeah. thing down. Whatever so. happened to predictability? <laughs> you know what it's about. Did you, you know see the, the full house house is now up for for yes, rent? Yes, it's up for rent. It's like thirteen thousand a month. I've done the whole research. Thirteen thousand yeah, for thirteen thousand a month. Also, a couple bought it for four million, and they're doing it for thirteen thousand a month. Is there what they're renting it out? What for? other house? There's a Molly Ringwald movie that just a sixteen candles house is up for sale right now too, oh, okay. and it's like one point three or one point four million. Mm. Oh, long duck, long duck dong. Yeah. Uh, where, where, where's the car? Rake. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one or toll free. It's one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Well, being in the media, this is sort of a funny story. Uh, the uh, it says here that the Americans trust the media less now than they ever have. Yes. A new poll finds that it's an all time low. They're deplorable. Uh, for let's, let's Americans trust for mass media. Uh, it's down to only a thirty two percent of Americans trust. Uh, the stories they hear on on uh, what percentage? Yeah, thirty two percent. Oh man, that's high. Yeah, yeah. and then, <laughs> that's, isn't, yeah. isn't it great? The media we don't trust is reporting on two candidates we don't trust. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then we're reporting on things which I, I wouldn't, <laughs> just, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. trust us either. Not really reporting. <laughs> we had we had five minutes to fill. The, <laughs> you know, uh, well the thing about it here's the deal. When it really started going awry was when Ted Turner said, okay, I'm going to make a 24-hour news channel. And the question was, is there really enough news in the world to to warrant a 24-hour news channel? And after 40 years of it, I would say, no, there's not enough news. So they just, they have to sensationalize. You can make up stuff. Oh, my God. Did you ever see, I mean, this is going to sound ridiculous. I'll preface it with that statement. Did you say my movie? Did you see the uh, the, the second uh, installment of Anchorman? No. no. Yes. That basically was the idea around the movie was um, they're like, uh, because he comes on the air by himself after pissing everybody off. They're right. like, we're like, uh, well, uh, do something. And he goes, uh, and like, it's breaking. Right as they went on the air, there was a car chase. He goes, give it to me on the feed and don't say anything. And they basically did a car chase for three and a half hours. And the newsroom was going crazy. The ratings went through the roof. Yeah. And everybody's like, that's not news. You're watching a car get chased by the cops. But of course, the play on that was yeah. that's what America likes to see. They like to see car chases. And stuff blow up they're not really concerned with facts that's uh not really uh yeah, relevant. Those, those are confusing facts well it is i mean it, it is a you know because like, you could get certain people on the news and bring them in i mean who watches the pbs news hour hmm. yeah. yeah i, listen I to didn't NPR. know they had one yeah what, what? <laughs> i didn't know they had one <laughs> us NPR and Diane Reem, but that's about as good as it gets i, I mean, mean isn't that funny you, yeah. leave, you leave this show and it's like you are the best you got the best and then you go this is the Diane Reem show. Yeah. yeah, nobody's listening to that. Yeah. That's why. You know? Yeah, well, that's a good point. You know. <laughs> yeah, but but it, but but that's what it's gotten to. It's gotten to the ratings thing to where they, it used to be news uh, sections of networks actually lost money every year. They they would lose right. money every year, and then all of a sudden cable came in, and everybody said, "Oh, we got to up our game." To yeah, and then yeah. now all of a sudden your anchor is twenty six with giant boobs. Yes. Absolutely. Who can read a teleprompter? You know, there's a lot of lot of so that's uh, a bad thing. A lot of women in the <laughs> I NFL. Didn't say it was bad. A lot of women reporters in the NFL. I mean, yes, they, they, they yeah, that's increased a lot lately. Yes. Yeah, there was uh, something that actually Amy showed this. She uh, she took a picture of it and she showed me something that came across her newsfeed on her phone, and it was about uh, the NFL. I think right now, uh, something with 
Yeah, here it is right here. It came across that the NFL says through ESPN, it said the league creates a position to address the lack of women in coaching and scouting roles at the team level. Come on, man. And I think I think that's what the NFL is just wanting to go to. I yeah. think it's like if you're the only woman that you're seeing is happens to be the sideline reporter because she's not in the booth. Mm-hmm. You know, those are two men. But, but and, you know, but Rob, listen, if there was the word was out that a woman had made her way through the college ranks, and let's say she was an offensive coordinator, and she'd worked her way up through high school, got into the college, took a team that was maybe not necessarily a big NC, you know, big D one team, and then turned them into a force because of her schemes. You know, the coaches would pay attention to that, but the pro- the fact is that just really hasn't happened. Women really have just now started to ex- to want to be in that kind of position. So it's kind of weird that any group would force or want, you know, to just inject women into a certain situation they may not themselves want to be in. Well, and I'm with you on that, too. I think in, in anything, whether it be this business or whoever's listening out to us, whether you're a, a woman or man or white or black or whatever it might be, gay, straight, it's, look, the job should always go to, to the person that's yeah, most so why qualified. Did, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, it doesn't so. have to be pandering. They just say, hey, we've created this position. Props to the San Antonio Spurs. They've added a woman to their assistant coaching staff. And Coach Pop will tell you the first first, first person to tell you, she knows what the hell yeah, she's now, talking now she's about. she's damn good now. Yeah, and she, Angel she's good. But Angel, that's what I'm talking about. You're telling me if Bruce Arians didn't hear about an offensive coordinator that is turning the world on its nose that he wouldn't give it a there look? There are women in the NFL positions already in coaching positions. So I'm just saying to, to make it known and make it available doesn't mean that they're pandering. No, I, and I don't believe that. What I'm saying is it sucks that you would even have to think that you have to have a woman in your staff simply because she's a woman. You still want the job to get done. I mean, it's that simple, right? It would go with anything. Yeah, you want to have the, obviously, it's a result-driven business, sure. so you want to make sure that the results obviously justify the means. But, yeah, I just think it's very interesting, too. And, and you're right. And so, you know, and I've been around a lot of women who actually do not like it. You'll be very, and again, to each their own, because I'm saying, okay, let me give this uh, woman reporter a try. You know, I'll say that to myself. I'll say, hey, let's see how much she knows about football. Right. If she was doing the play-by-play. And I was like, okay, you know, she knows her stuff, and she's... Uh, so I, you know, I can listen to her, and I'm, you know, I'm not the guy that said, "Oh, I can't listen to a woman turn that off." But a lot of women do that. I notice a lot of women oh, say, really? I, "I don't want to listen to her." I would rather <laughs> seriously, I, I don't like her. I would rather listen. And, and you would think that women would be supportive. So sure. I think it's all you never know. I mean, I think everybody has a different kind of uh, idea of what they feel should be on TV. It's kind, of, Molly, it's kind of what the broads are doing to a woman running for president. Bogomala, you're a yeah. woman. Uh, what, what do you think when you're watching football and you see a, a, a woman reporting on the sideline? Does it make you want to pay attention more or less? Uh, it doesn't matter either way. I'm a girl, so I really don't look at her. I, you know, I, just, start, I just started watching football. I, yeah. <laughs> I, just, started. I, I just got to tell you. What is your favorite defense, by the way? I'm just curious. Um, the one where they win. <laughs> the one where they win. Yeah, yeah. nice. You like the nickel. Yeah. Mace, Mace is her favorite the defense. The 5-3 defense. Oh, yes. There you go. Sure. Do you know what that means? Uh, there's five people this way and three people this okay, way. Okay, here we go. Here's a question. So, Molly, if there's a 5-3, how many people are left on that defense? Two. Oh man, so You're close! So close! close. <laughs> so close. But you came in under, so yeah, you know. I love it. <laughs> uh, I love you, Molly. It's gonna be yeah, a good season. Cor- gonna be a good season. Cor- I'm gonna teach you every every Thursday I come in here. Oh, so uh, yeah, the, okay, this weekend we'll do this very quickly because I know sure. that, that's the reason you came in was so we could talk. We all have our favorite teams, and you're going to tell us how our favorite teams are going to do this weekend. Sure. So, so uh, with uh, Blog and Molly, it is the uh, Atlanta Falcons. How are they going to do? Okay, so right now, Blog and Molly. So I'm, I'm I'm doing it quick here for you, so everybody has. Uh, I'll tell you their team right now, and I'll tell you who's going to win and who's going to do what. Okay. Okay, so 
Blogging Molly's team, the Atlanta Falcons, uh-huh. are playing. Blah, blah, blah. Let me find it real quick. I have it right now in front of me. Blogging Molly's team is going on the road, uh-huh. and you're going to play the Oakland Raiders, and you're going to lose. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, very good. Now, how about for, uh, for Five Angel? And three. Angel is so like, Angel's the Steelers. The Steelers, yeah. Okay, and that's going to be the best game of the week, and it in matter, my opinion. It doesn't how, matter who we're playing because I'm taking 20 bucks off of Jimmy. Best, how ga- best good, game of the week. How good did that football t- Can you believe? So they're my team to represent the AFC in the, in the Super Bowl. Have you ever seen Roethlisberger look that good? He's the man, man. Seriously, He's dude. the man. And I think people were underestimated or saying, all oh, the Redskins aren't really that good. Redskins will be a good team this year. I think to, to do that in the first game of the season on the road. Point is, Steelers are hosting the Bengals, which I think by far is going to be the best game of the week. And I think the Steelers do beat the Bengals at home Steelers to go win. 2-0. All right. I, I see with Carlos, it is are the, the Lions. Uh, are you the Detroit Lions? Yeah, yeah. No. The Lions. Are you still in the Lions? Cause you're, sure. Why not? What the hell? Yeah, I like the Vikings too. But. Well, they play the Titans. Oh, let's go, we can go to the Vikings? Yeah, let's go Vikings. Okay. Go Vikings. So you're Vikings this year. So yeah, this yeah, year. You can't be switching his stuff no, up I like AD. Me. I've liked AD since he's been in the league. So. They play Green Bay this week. I, I don't like him that much. I love you. I love you so much. Did you say AD or AP? Uh, it's all day, right? All day. All day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. I almost tried, I tried to yeah. stump you there. You can use both. Yeah, I like exactly. I like yeah. I've always wondered why they has both. But. So the Vikings are hosting the Packers, hmm. yeah. and they're going to lose. They're going to yeah. lose. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're really going to lose. I've got the Miami Dolphins, and I'm sure they're going to lose. But well, look. The, here's the interesting thing about the Dolphins. They play the Patriots. They play the Patriots. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be. a rivalry, it, and Dolphins usually have their number. It is. It's going to be at home for New England. I think New England's going to win. Yeah. And the problem with this stat is that. Every team in the NFL that has started 0-2 since the playoff format has been currently the way it is, uh-huh. only 12% of the teams have made the playoffs after starting 0-2. Yeah. I think the Dolphins are going to get close. Uh-huh. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a good game, but I, I think they also are going to lose. What about uh, Jeff Howes, uh, Saints? Saints. Saints. Ooh, man, a hey, close game last week. Uh, I I think the Saints are going to win. I think the Saints, they're going to uh, the Giants. I think it's actually going to be a good game. I see the Saints winning that game, even though New York's favored by four and a half. But I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. Hey, quickly, can you believe believe they gave Breeze a three-year deal? Are you talking to me? That's crazy, right? I, well, I think it's crazy, but at the same time, I think it's, hey, what, what is our other best option? Right, yeah, no other option. And it, I think what's amazing is how much guys are making now, right. and it's just amazing. And then who are we going with? Tampa Bay? Dirty Jim's got Tampa Bay, And I think Tampa Bay loses to the Cardinals in Arizona. Really? In Arizona. They looked you, really I mean, good. be honest. They look good. but They looked incredible. Um, they, and, of course, Arizona just came off a blow that, I mean, was, I mean, nobody expected them to lose that first game against the Patriots. I think everybody had the Cardinals picked, right? And so I can't see the Cardinals with that right. team starting 0-2, especially at home when they have the Buccaneers, a team they should beat. Yeah, but, but I think here, the Buccaneers are going to be okay, too. They're, they're here to shock the world. All right. Okay. Coach Rob Keith, thank you for coming in today. We Thanks appreciate guys. it. Thank you. Remember, if you want to go really to the Kid it. Rock Fish Fry, <laughs> make the biggest, best banner poster, monster be- banner poster that you that you can find. Put it on your house, your apartment, your business, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, we, you, we very well could pick you to fly to Nashville to uh, see Kid Rock at the Kid Rock Fish Fry. And that is uh, thanks to Carl Black, Chevrolet, Buick, and GMC. Tonight, Dirty Jim is going to be at the Daytona Beach Kennel Club. And he'll be there playing poker. You can go join him if you if you you know if you play poker with Dirty Jim and you knock him out of the tournament, you get an extra couple hundred bucks. So it's a pretty cool thing. And that's tonight at the Daytona Beach Kennel Club. Tomorrow I'll be at Ember for three for one drinks. It's a three for one happy hour at Ember. So join me tomorrow. I have monster gear, monster stuff, and it's three for one drinks at a great place. Ember, downtown Orlando. Jim Howe? Yeah, tonight I'll be at the House of Blues patio from 5 to 10, and Friday night I'll be at Connolly's in Longwood from 8 to 11, and Saturday night I'll be at McGinty's Irish Pub, a new bar on Orange Avenue in Pine Castle from 9.30 to 12.30. It's halfway to St. Patty's Day. Come and party with us. Carlos? Yeah, check out my website. It's IamCarlosNavarro.com, as well as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, to the top, Carlos, and if you need any wedding photos, husband and wife team, to take your photos to the top, check out Photography by Navarro. 
Show.com. Stay tuned for the news junkie right after the monsters at 3 o'clock. It's the one and only Jim Phillips and the Phillips File, and we're back tomorrow to do our thing. From Angel Dirty Jim, Jeff Howe, Blogging Molly, Coach Rob Keith, and Carlos Navarro. And the leader of this mess of merry men, Russ Stupid Quail Bones Rollins. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening. We ain't got to go home. But we got to get the hell up out of here. Swirls. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.